PKA 609 with our guest, Count Dankula. Taylor? This episode of PKA brought to you by Blue Chew, Wonky Weeds, Death by Gummy Bears, and of course, Lock and Load, the finest volume-increasing formula for your semen. Pleasure-increasing. Check it out. Link below. <laughs> Dank, thank you so much for joining us. You've been highly requested for a long time. I appreciate that. I've heard, I've heard a few times... Uh... Some people have said to me as well that I've been spoken about a few times on here, and the reason that I didn't get invited is because some of you thought I was really a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and all that. So yeah, that was that was fun. But uh, no, it's, it's good. To, it's good to be here. I've seen enough clips. Anyway, love 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 Kyle's prison stories and stuff like that. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think any of us thought you were a Nazi. If if you were a Nazi, you'd be the least efficacious one in history. Like <laughs> converting one pug at a time. <laughs> to, to well, the, there's, the been, there's been a few dogs now. I, I get, I still get the occasional video, and I've had dozens of them in the past. Eh? People going, "Oh, look what I taught my dog to do," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great, man." They all want to join the fucking woof rake. A, a lot of people don't know, I'm sure, of our listeners, your whole whole story. But it started a few years ago where you trained your pug to do the Hitler salute as a joke. Can you yeah. walk us? I, I imagine there's hours you can go into, but can you give us a, a version of that? I'll try, I'll try and give like this short postage stamp version, but it's like uh, my girlfriend, it was my girlfriend's pug. She's my wife now, but my girlfriend at the time was always going on about how cute he was. Take, she was. take as much time as you need. Sorry to interject. But if you want to lay out as much as you want, it's a long show and it's a funny story. Oh, no, that's cool. And, uh, well, basically, she would even like shove the pug in my face going, look at his little face. Look how cute he is. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> <with the> fucking <laughs> dog. And then one day I was like giving him a treat and he lifted his paw because he gives you a paw whenever he does it. And I went, ah, that kind of looks like a little salute. And then uh, <laughs> a, a, a light bulb appeared above my head and I just thought... <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? Be really fucking funny. <laughs> so, yeah, the little, the little cute, lovely, the little cute, lovely animal, and then six million. You know, oh. <laughs> like that, and I thought, that's that's hilarious. That'll that'll upset her to no end. But the problem is, is uh, he didn't do it all the time. He wasn't fully properly trained. There was sometimes he did yeah. it, sometimes he didn't do it, and I didn't want to take the dog in front of my in front of my girlfriend and then try and get him to do it and he doesn't do it and it's like days of work just completely ruined right so i decided <laughs> to film all the times he actually did do it and then i made it into a video i uploaded it on youtube with like no intention of it going anywhere i even gave it like a stupid title i only had eight subscribers they're all <laughs> friends of mine they were all people i knew <laughs> so i thought ah there's no chance anyone's going to find this <laughs> so, but then uh ended up the, the plan was me and my girlfriend would like have little youtube nights we would put youtube on the tv in the living room and then we would watch videos and i was going to totally blindside her by going oh i know this i know this really funny video just you sit there <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on and then i was going to get my phone out and like film a reaction but before we even get a chance to do that i went to a fan fest in iceland which is like Eve, Eve online the online space spreadsheets mm -hmm. game i was i was very yeah. very into that game back yeah. then so i went to iceland and while i was on the plane going to iceland someone found the video somehow still don't know how and then they posted it to reddit and it made it to the front page of reddit <laughs> right i didn't know so i've landed in a foreign country uh, so my phone is not 
not got signal. I'm not mm-hmm. getting texts or anything, no notifications. I'm going around Reykjavik. I'm meeting up with my friends over there. We went to the pub. I got absolutely drunk like that, and then I like stumbled back to my hotel room, not realizing mm-hmm. that back home my fucking life has been burned down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm running around trying to speak Icelandic and shit, man. Like, not, not realizing that like hundreds of reporters are calling like my grandmother and shit. That man, right? While I'm running around going hurdy gurdy gurdy, running around fucking Iceland. Right? But then, uh, but then I get back to I get back to the hotel room. I pass out for a few hours. I wake up feeling like shit. I, I've like go to check my phone and I'm like, oh fuck! Oh wait, the hotel Wi-Fi. Connected to the hotel Wi-Fi and my phone just blew the fuck up, man. It's like you have like <laughs> shit tons of YouTube messages. You have thirty-eight voicemails and like all that shit, man. Right, and then <laughs> and, and, like while I was just scrolling through them, I only scrolled through them for like ten seconds, and then my girlfriend called me and I says, "What the fuck's going on? What's happened?" And then she said, "Why are there reporters at the door?" <laughs> and I just went. I don't fucking know. Is it the video? And then, yeah, I found out that the video went viral. And oh uh, no, this poor dog ruined your life. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah poor fuck dog. him. Yeah, fuck him, man. He get nothing. Every day. I hope, I hope you just point. beat the shit out of him every day after this. <laughs> I, I do. I do. It's hard not to. There's a reason his face looks like that. You know. That's not a bug. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but ended up like. Uh, I just had fun in Iceland. I just thought, ah, fuck it, you know, it's done now. Uh, while I was actually, uh, Helmar Vigar is like the CEO of, like, well, he was, he stepped down, but he was the CEO of CCP Games, and it was in the middle of his, like, keynote speech, the big speech for, like, EVE Online Fan Fest, and I, I basically get an email from my job going, yeah, you're fucking fired. <laughs> so I was like, oh I, so, like, he's giving his big speech, and I'm turning around to all my friends going, I just got fired. <laughs> Not, man, and I'm letting them all like read the email. So I just thought, I fuck it. Kept, kept partying in Iceland. And they're all making jokes going, they're going to arrest you when you go back home. And I'm like, ah, no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> because it was, one, it was one of those, like, if only you knew how bad things really were. Yeah. <laughs> but I ended up, came home, got off the plane, came home to like reporters hanging around outside my house. They're taking pictures of me and trying to talk to me as I'm going into the house. Uh, I I then ended up speaking to the the local youths, shall we shall we say, and uh, told them if they see any journalists in the street to ask them very nicely to leave. <laughs> Do you hire thugs to run off the port reporters? No, you don't hire them. It's just, no, it's... it's, 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 it's every area. Yes, yes, they do. In Scotland, love of the game. Each, each area, you know, each housing estate or project or whatever you want to call it in America has its own street gang known as the Young Team, right? And basically, if you... They, do, they have this whole thing where they don't like you if you're not from there. Yeah. so i'm like yeah i'm familiar with not, that they're, they're not from here <laughs> so, yeah, so ask them ask them nicely to leave and so for a few days there was there was no reporters no journalists no nothing mm. right but then ended up uh we get a knock at the door and i've I've just had three bongs yeah. <laughs> when we get this knock at the door and then i open it and it's the cid like a uh, criminal investigation department. oh yeah. you were those, looking the those, best that day and, and those were the two people that came <laughs> to the door yeah that's me <laughs> 
that's me being arrested. I look like a fucking hobo, man. <laughs> and that was, that was the thing that was in the papers. It's like, like no one even knows the crime, but everyone's looking at that picture just going, he deserves it. He deserves it. <laughs> fucking look, look at him. You look like that's the first time you've seen light. <laughs> you look like a newborn kitten. <laughs> well, I was recently unemployed, but... but uh, like you just... Like they're taking you out of like a, a prisoner of war camp. What had you been up to the, the, in the weeks prior to this? Because you look nothing, good today. No, nothing. I got fired. <laughs> like I got fired. <laughs> I was sitting in the house smoking weed and doing nothing. All right, <laughs> all right. So, I can get on board with that. Yeah, hence the like unkempt beard and fucking just shit hair and everything. And also, I'm high as fuck. That's why my eyes look like tiny vaginas. <laughs> like so, it's quite bad. But ended up like uh, there was no reporters in the street. But the reason. But as you can see from that picture, suddenly there was reporters in the street. Yeah. And uh, my neighbors told me that they arrived with the cops. Yeah, of course. They came yeah. they came like with the police now. They knew about your gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. That was uh, it. But the, yeah. but the but the thing is, whenever the police communicate with the press, they're not allowed to tell the press shit like that. Mm. Oh, this is the date and time we're gonna have Yeah, someone slipped a hundred bucks. Yeah. No, well, yeah. What happened was basically the cops broke the law. They're supposed to have a record of every communication they make with journalists. There's no record. Like, my lawyer tried to get it, and they were like, no such thing exists. And it's like, oh, well, guess guess the journalists are fucking psychic then, you know? But mm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And I, I got arrested, and because of the nature of the crime, so it was a hate crime, uh, I got ridiculous. You Sometimes you get taken down to the station, they book you and go, all right, fuck off. You'll, you'll get your court date in the mail. Right, yeah. but I got kept in because mine was classed as a very serious offence. So I'm yeah. sitting in sitting in cell, and I'm just like, all right, okay, I guess I'm having a fucking sleepover and <laughs> in, in jail tonight. And then, like in the middle of the night, I can hear just screaming coming down the hall, just screaming, right? And then I, I look out through the little porthole, and basically, the cops have got this guy in like the Superman carry, you know how where they've got him mm -hmm. in a full body harness, and they're just yep. carrying him like a big plank of wood down the hall. They throw him in the room and I can hear them like kneeling on his back to undo the restraints and then they just back out the room and slam the door. And this guy's screaming the fucking place down, punching walls, kicking the door. This is at like three, four in the morning when I'm trying to sleep. And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting punching the wall and shouting back, going, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, <laughs> like screaming at him. And he's shouting shit out, going, I've ruined my life, I've ruined my life, and everything. And then, oh, no. And then, <laughs> like, I know. Me too! Let's <laughs> sleep on it! That was interesting. But, uh, but ended up, like, the next morning, we're getting, like, taken out to go at the courthouse, and we're all getting, like, you know, shackled up and everything to get loaded onto the vans. And the porter, who's the guy that looks after the prisoners, he was very nice. He was a nice guy. And I said to him, going, who was that absolute roaster that you put into the cell next to me last night, man? He kept me awake all night. And the guy just goes, oh, yeah, he murdered his friend. Oh. <laughs> what did he do to his friend? Murdered his friend. Like, murdered. murdered. Uh, yeah, killed him. And, and I was like, okay, I understand why he's upset, you know, but... Yeah. You know, but all right, he well, did ruin his own life. life, but what about his friend's life? Just pretty much over. Well, he's a murderer. Yeah, more or less, selfish. Never, yeah. never mind that. What about my sleep? Fuck them. I can't <laughs> sleep. That is the, the friend's gone. Here. You're never getting that sleep back, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I mean, so, facts. Facts. what was uh, what was the job that fired you instantly upon mm. learning that you'd taught your dog a a salute? It was two. One wasn't really a firing. Like one of them was just a call center. 
Like it was like repairing. See how the little PDAs used whenever you make a card transaction. It was like repairing them. So mm-hmm. you had people calling you that couldn't speak English, and you were having to guide them through a complicated process <laughs> of like how to reset their pin machine and everything. So that was that was a fucking nightmare. And the other one was security, and that wasn't so much a firing. I just never got shifts. I think they yeah. just kind of went, ah, if we ignore them, he'll go away. Yep. And everyone, I was kind of like, but I work for you. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you do. I think I said, am I, am I not getting any shifts this week? And I never got a text back. And I was kind of oh. like, and it's not like a security boss to turn down someone that wants to do shifts. So I kind of <laughs> I kind of just went, all right, okay, that, that's that then. But like, uh, ended up as I was getting like taken out the cell, I'm getting handcuffed up and as I'm getting loaded into the van, the van's got like lots of little pods Mm. in it for like each prisoner. As I'm walking by one of the windows, I see a friend of mine like that, but he's, he's one of these friends where you only get to ever hang out with him for about two or three months at a time. Because then mm. he's then he's back in <laughs> for, like a, for like a while. So uh, ended up, I was like, "Oh fuck, how you doing? You know, fancy meeting you here, like type of thing." <laughs> and everyone, we were sitting there, and we're like shouting through the little boxes at each other, like to try and talk to each other. And mm-hmm. he sort of says, "Allegedly, I, uh, I uh, opened someone's face up with a meat cleaver. He basically slashed someone down the face, which is a, a very common thing in Scotland. Extremely common." Of yeah, nice. It's got a chib. That's why it's here. That Scottish actor in like uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Had, that's he had the Glasgow that's smile. What, that was that, his name. That's what they call him. They call him Chibs. Chib. Chibs, aye, because he had two chibs. Aye, oh, that's what. Why is this a common thing? Oh, thank in you so Scotland. much for that. What does uh, Chibs mean? Chibs, Chibs are slashed to slash now. someone's face. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And what, what he got was called the Glasgow grin because they cut a smile in his face. I didn't like that. Or he, does he have it for real? He, yeah, it's real. Yeah, well, the guy ha- who did it, I I didn't realize it was real when I watched that show or saw him in other things, and I'm like, God, I wish they would make that symmetrical. Like, because <laughs> one of them is lower. It's kind of a, a Glasgow smirk. Well, it's because it's because he was it's because he was struggling because they were cutting his yeah. face up. <laughs> it's not like the it was he was being mugged for DJ equipment. That was why they were trying to steal his DJ equipment from. No him. man, and say what you're not going to hold, hold still, man. You want it even? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it makes him look very hardcore. I, yeah. Does it though? Yeah. He's got a feet. That's clearly not like something he was born with, like a hair lip. That's that's a violent chop or a slice. Well, there's two whenever you see someone with a slash on their face, like in Scotland, like some people go, Oh, you look you look really tough, but people in the know go, You're not trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you did something. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, did something yeah. really bad. To well, you know what he do? This guy we just looked at. Like it, it seems like he was being mugged. Yeah, he was being mm-hmm. mugged. So but, uh, he's falsely accused of being untrustworthy. That's true. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of ten, if someone has a slash, it's because they stole drugs or they snitched on someone or something like that. It's basically like a big punishment. It's them marking you, basically saying like untrustworthy. It's a scarlet letter on your face. That mm-hmm. essentially is what it is. Well, yeah. it's just wrong to give that to people who are trustworthy. Uh, no, I know, but it's just, it's just a thing in Glasgow. It's been a thing I... in Glasgow for over 100 years. Yeah. The tradition. It started with, they say, they say, like, the cutthroat razors they used to carry around in, like, the 1800s and everything. It started with that. This is blowing me away, and I'm from the land of gunshots. 
Oh no, yeah. there's, a, there's a famous picture on like Socky Hall Street in Glasgow of like the razor the razor gangs as they're called. There was loads of different ones that you get all the way throughout Glasgow, and the razor was like you know the weapon of choice because they're easy to hide, easy to hide mm-hmm. from the police, and you can hide them in the brim of your cap and all that type of stuff. But uh, they blew up around the sixties, seventies, and there's a very famous picture on a uh, Socky Hall Street in Glasgow of a member of a razor gang walking up and trying to slash a police inspector. Mm, like in, in broad daylight no the police I, hold on i need to find this picture the police inspector looks so hardcore he's got like a cigarillo there it is there that's the exact picture he's still mm-hmm. got his smoke hanging out his mouth with fucking and then there's <laughs> other pictures of him just taking the guy to the ground mm. <laughs> and everything as well yeah that was that was the orange walk it's a police what is a police yeah. inspector it sounds like a management position is, is he but, like he's like a detective okay yeah he's like he's so, like a detective yeah so you're in prison you found out your new neighbor is a murderer what happens next well i got taken to court uh the next day and then that's when you just get put in like the big communal room with like all the other prisoners and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. uh, where we're where we're sitting there chatting it ends up getting on to the oh what you in for like (laughs) and i'm like i I knew it was coming i'm like all right here we go here we go. <laughs> like, fucking, but uh, one guy got caught with like 200 valium pills one guy got caught mm. growing weed in his house uh, one guy was just like violated his parole conditions blah 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 but then uh i guess to my friend who goes allegedly i opened someone's face with a meat cleaver and then it gets to me and i just start laughing and i'm like <laughs> well uh i made a meme <laughs> oh, uh, my girlfriend's pug Nazi saluting for a joke, and like three of the guys in there went, "That was you!" I, knew- <laughs> 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 I thought I knew your face. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was me. But then my friend like leans over and whispers to me, "Going, see when you go in, don't tell people that because you will get battered." <laughs> people, yeah, see, because it's not violent and it's something dumb that I'm in for. Like they would just, people would just kick the shit out of me. And of them, that but sucks. when <laughs> but so it's go- not because they're anti-Nazi, it's because they're anti-pussy crimes. Oh no, I can assure you that some some certain parts of Scottish prisons are very pro-Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems to be a common prison thing. Yeah, it is <laughs> everywhere. But there was a guy like sitting on the floor, and he looked about like. 18, 19 or something like that and like he's sitting sort of curled up this is obviously a whole new experience for him I've been arrested before like a bunch of times it's always just been for fighting mm-hmm. I was outside the bar I said something or someone said something we threw punches, the police came like basic stuff, nothing bad you know like split head, bust nose, bust lip like basic shit like that, that those are the mm-hmm. ones where you don't even get charged they just keep you until you sober up and then the next morning open the doors and go right fuck off because <laughs> in, in Scotland there is not enough time on earth <laughs> to prosecute all of the fights. <laughs> there's just, the drunken fights. The, dr- the drunken fights, yeah. There's just there's not enough time. Basically, is there any other kind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the police are leaving pressure. Both guys like don't press charges, don't press charges. The other guy's not pressing charges. They even lie and say the other guy's not pressing charges. Cool people don't the, press charges. Yeah. What's your plan? They just, want, they just want you to leave. They just want you to get out. But this this guy was sitting there, and we were, uh, and he turned around and says, "See, if, see if it's your first offence." 
like what what happens and then all these other like you know seasoned criminals were going if it's your first offense you'll get admonished admonished basically means <clears throat> the judge just chews you the fuck out and he mm-hmm. might give you a warning, basically saying, if you appear in front of me again, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and all that. But then uh, no charges, no nothing. It still gets marked on your little record, but you don't have mm-hmm. a criminal record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, and that's then that's when, that's when someone went, oh, well, it depends. What did you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he, he turns around and says, I got caught with a kilo of cocaine. And oh. fucking the whole room just erupted in laughter. And it, I felt so bad because even I was doing it. The whole room was looking at this kid <laughs> going, no, you're fucked. You're absolutely <laughs> fucked. You're getting at least five. At least five. <laughs> <laughs> and you just saw the color just drain from his face. as He, like, <laughs> he was cross-legged on the floor, just staring at the ground. And then oh. everyone sort of realized that we've just told this guy his life's over or some shit. And then, and then people start going, Oh, well, maybe, maybe not. If you've got a good lawyer, you know. <laughs> you never know, though. What guys, you know, uh, maybe judge a yeah. judge, a drunk barrister, who knows? <laughs> but I never checked up on him. I never got his name. But yeah, he for, for a kilo of cocaine, yeah, he, he got time. Oh, he yeah. Of course. Time. Dude, that was so scary because, like, we've all watched television. We've all watched movies. And that's as close as 99.9% of us ever come to the real deal legal system. And maybe you see some like medieval movie where they're like, all right, well, off with his head, just easy peasy. You're like, ha, we're a lot more careful these days with people's lives and even the times of their lives. We, we consider that before we just, oh, wait, no, nah, 30 years. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Mr. Myers, you're next. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like when I watched him specifically, I've, I've told the story a bunch of times, but when I watched that judge put that uh, drug trafficker away for like a quarter century or more, whatever it was. I was like, oh, my God, this is the real courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the courtrooms I've ever been in be- up until today were like, there were some traffic charges yeah. present. No one in the courtroom with me there today was thinking about what they were going to do yeah. that afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> everybody there was laser focused on the proceedings. You go to traffic court, there's people fucking around back there. They're not yeah. dressed appropriately. They're, they're they're being silly. The judge might even have to, hey, 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 calm it down. Dude, it was a it was a fucking funeral in there. Everybody <laughs> was so afraid that you might like be the one that, that judge like. Are you disrupting my courtroom? Who are you here to see anyway? <laughs> I, no, no. <laughs> Tell him it's the Mexican dad. <laughs> here that Mexican fella. Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> it's fucking scary. It's not that. It's not that at all. <laughs> oh, Judge Ryder. I mean, oh, so what was the fallout after that? You know, at that point, after they released you, were were you under the impression that it was going to fade away no i just i got released but one of the things that was funny is i didn't have a lawyer at this point because i did have a lawyer years ago when i was younger and fighting all the time but he was like in his 90s so i didn't even i didn't even try and look him up i just thought he's dead (laughs) (laughs) he's he's fucking dead but uh, i got they went okay well you've got a like state appointed lawyer and i went and and i sat down at the in front of the glass right and i I shit you not he did this to me because one of the funniest things that is fucking pranked during this whole trial. I sat across from him and he just done. He was writing and he just done that, like put his finger up so that he could what, keep writing. Your camera had stuck. Uh, what, what did he do? I uh, he, he done like that as if. 
okay and just kept writing so i just sat there in silence for about like 20 30 seconds while he finished his notes and then he slowly looks up at me and goes shalom (laughs) 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 and i i actually jumped and froze and went oh my god and he went i'm not jewish (laughs) it's okay (laughs) and i was kind of like well you know lawyer you know (laughs) <laughs> but, but ended up uh, I spoke to him and we exchanged contact details I get sent back to the cell and there's this word I forget what it is but basically the judge will look through his itinerary for the day and if there's anything that's dumb on it the judge will just say release them and just give them their date just mm-hmm. let them out of the cell and give them their date because the judge wants to he wants to be away for five you know golf mm-hmm. and all that so ends up the guy just comes in and says I forget the phrase, but he just went something granted. He went off you go, and then I was like, "Oh well, bye, bye guys." To like guys that are about to get like fifteen, twenty, stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Bye bye," like that. So I left, uh, and then it ended up I get given a court date, and it, the trial ended up lasting for about two years, and it was about eight or nine dates during like the whole trial. Uh, that's me waving outside. Not, Wa- you, waving. Can I, can I, give, you, can I give you a, a tip here? Low wave down here. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I, I know. Take Kyle's advice. This is wrong. You're looking for something. Yeah. Thank the, the, God the, the your fingers are apart in that photo. Always like this. Wrist active. Get that wrist active. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Nazis very stoic wrists. You got to work on the throws and stuff like that. Oh no, the newspapers were very happy when I did that because I was like, no, I was waving, I was waving and everything, but there was footage of me like doing that with my hand as I came out and everything. But my wife thought I'd done a Nazi salute for a joke (laughs) 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 and all that. But uh, ended up, ended up what happened. It was like eight, nine times I was in court and I was in there for two, two years, two year trial. So twice as long as Nuremberg. But it ended up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it ended, it ended up every every time I ended up obviously after I got arrested, never I got a big boost in subs and people started watching my channel and stuff like mm. that. And uh, while I'm going to court, every time I went to court, um, I would be back in the papers again. My family would be getting harassed. You know, they would be turning up at my door, all manners of stuff and everything. And I had nothing. I could not get jobs. Could not get a job anywhere. Like even in security and stuff like that. Like. Uh, I would go to a place and in the interview they would go, Hey, aren't you that? Yeah, and then I wouldn't get hired. In some places I tried to be honest with them and went, Yeah, just so you know, you know, there may be a little bit of press interest, you know, some, <laughs> some media concern about me working here in your pawn shop. And, I'm like, <laughs> and then they were kind of like, Oh, you're that guy. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Like, no, you're not working. Actually, yet. I got some old uniforms you might want to take a look at before you leave. Yeah. <laughs> some, some places, some fucking places was uh, like, I just lied. I just went, oh, yeah, I'm I'm this guy and would like a job. And I, I got recognized <laughs> by a customer on my first fucking day. Mm, and, I, oh, and no. then, like, the manager got called in because some little rat bitch in the staff, like, told on me. The manager came in and, yeah, I was fired on my first day. Never get paid. Well, let me ask you this: wow. Like these are all the bad things. These are people who think you are a Nazi, I guess, and and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna not gonna have him. We're not gonna have him here. We won't. We're gonna even let him work somewhere." Did you have any actual Nazis who were like, "Hey, man, I got a job for you. Come on over here to the golf course." Like, like, like never. nothing like that. <laughs> never, never had anything like that. Shit. No, never. That's never how you know any. they're completely out of power over there. Because 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 if there were still some Nazis <laughs> pulling some strings, they'd have been like, "Ah." 
Get that Dankula guy over here. Let's let's put him in charge of something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, there's take this as a for the young professionals out there. There's nothing that kills your career like being an open Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the on the fence, <laughs> say no. <laughs> you can't get jobs anywhere, you know, unless you know, apart from you know the Ukrainian military. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we went there. They're not they're not they're not choosing about who they hire. <laughs> they'll take anyone. Look, they don't look, care I'm what just, you've trained your, your you could teach a cat to goose step they'll take you I'm just saying, like everyone's raging that they're using nazi battalions and stuff like that but i mean who better to fight against an invading force that wants to take over your country i'm just saying it's a lot of similar talking points <laughs> yeah but also the, the nazis have a bad track record against against shit tons of russians right that's true that is true and uh winter winter is approaching it's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, definitely. You want, you want Afghanis because they're better at shit tons of Russians invading them. That's true. Not in the snow. You gotta get them to Afghanistan. Yeah, not in the snow. I think if you put yeah. those Afghanis in, uh, in, in the Dumbass region or whatever it is, the Dunbas region or whatever, they wouldn't fare so well. No, because they're not no. from there. Like they were good in Afghanistan because no. they knew all the fucking caves. Like, I don't know. That's my imagination, right? And that's what I guess everybody teaches. But I, I picture a scenario where, like, I don't know. They know the cave system, like, like the, the the little valleys between. Remember when Leonidas had that, like, oh yeah, only mm-hmm. that goat herder and the guy had us pissed off knows the secret way around us. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's probably a lot of that, right? Like, oh yeah, we know the secret pass around that our goats travel, like, but the U.S. military doesn't. So we just go through there when we want to, like, move Osama here and there, or do whatever we want. Like, I'm I, sure that was a that was a huge. Huge, huge waste of money. How much was that one? <laughs> they always talk about how Iraq was a trillion, right? What was Afghanistan? Oh, no, I think it was close to two, two or three trillion. Like Afghanistan was, yeah, Afghanistan was. The we could have definitely, we could, they could have put us on Mars, like in houses that, like, like normal, yeah. like big Earth houses for three trillion. They would have, they would have went so oh, wow. far down the list of people they could afford to send to Mars. We would be going. Like yeah. we'd have the act. <laughs> we could say yes or no. You know what? Let's pass it to someone elderly. You know, I'll take my ticket next year because let it's Nana go to Mars. We'll, we can do it anytime. Like, yeah, we two point three trillion. That would Jesus. be amazing if we put that three into something useful. Trillion. And that's what they're admitting something to. Useful, Woody. Not even anything other than what we put it into. <laughs> yeah, we could we have put roads into- we don't need. Yeah. yeah, we have crisscross them didn't... everywhere like it's Sif <laughs> What? Like Woody worse... playing Civilization. Just... Now we can fast travel. Those schools aren't going to drone strike themselves, man. Yeah. Pay your taxes. <laughs> it's so. I, I mean, I know it snows there, but it's a different region, right? It's a different geography. It's not mountains like, and, and valleys. And it's, it's it doesn't it's, look oh, that cold there. It's forest and fields. Lobby. Yeah, it's the the cold's not the problem. I don't think. I think it might it be. The, oh, it's not terrain. Yeah. Well, the the difference between Afghanistan and Ukraine. Oh, I'm oh, just saying yeah. the terrain is night and day. I, I'm just saying Ukraine might get like Siberia cold. Like it, it's a, it's different to deal with 28 versus negative 28. I'm doing fair night here. I, I bet they both get cold enough to kill people. I, I think if you're wet, you know, if you're a soldier and your boots are wet, shit, it's a 40 degree night. It's going to be dreadful, right? Like if you don't problem. have a way to warm yourself up, you're going to die yeah. on a 40 degree night. You're going to have to be like stepping in place so that nothing bad happens to you before oh, you wake. Sounds awful. Problem when you're in a war zone because starting fires is as dangerous as gunfire. Like, oh, fire my God, start a fire. Dude, 
the Ukraine we've given the Ukrainians some cool stuff or they just came up with some money to buy some cool stuff because I mm. keep seeing them with thermal optics and and at first I thought those uh drones that dropped the mortar shells were jerry rigged but they have like a 3D printed system now they hook us a a, 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 a a mortar shell onto a drone and then they just fly it over these Russians and pinpoint accuracy like in sunroofs in the yes. sunroof of a fucking car. The go button. I, I saw well. um, a tank with an open hatch. Yeah. I don't know anything about tanks. It. My observation is that it, they keep the hatch open a lot, and uh, I guess they stuffy. just seem to be. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> they must get stuffy. Do they not have good heat? You know, like they don't have heaters in there. No. They don't have heaters. Do a have... lot of the tanks are using don't have heaters. They were talking. Oh, no, 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 no. The heaters only run work when the tank is running, so they can't just sit there and idle the tank because they, they, they they're not separate systems. Hmm. So in any case, it seems like the hatch is open a lot and it's vulnerable to these drones just dropping them super accurately based on my Reddit watch. Really cool shit. And you know what the funny part is? Richard Ryan did that over a decade ago on his YouTube channel. A drone dropping not just an explosive mortar shell, but mm -hmm. a, uh, a one that, that shot, um, I don't think it's radar. It might be like LIDAR or something. Some It, was, it, was, it pinged the ground. And when it got to a certain... Um, Seems silly to call it altitude when we're talking about 15 feet, but mm -hmm. when it gets to the correct altitude, it air bursts over the target to get a bigger area of effect, we'll call it. And mm. uh, he did that on YouTube, like I, like I said, a decade <laughs> ago. I remember like I was blowing up a car and I was thinking like, Richard's doing scary shit over there. He's going to get us all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> These Ukrainian drones, I see, like we've seen, you saw him take out cars. I've seen him take out tanks because the hatches always seem to be open. Um, they're also just catching people on their way into buildings or inside of buildings. That, that, oh, did you see the Russian that was just taking a shit? And they got him. Yeah, he, was exactly. a, he was taking a shit, and they got him. And I was like, "Come on, man! Does that well? That's not chivalrous." Let the man, <laughs> Let the, 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 man wait. The worst thing about it was it landed behind him, so he got all of that <laughs> just up the arse. <laughs> a, he, he not only was he killed, they gave him a complete hemorrhoidectomy. That's <laughs> you know, that's that's one of those messed up things. They should have let him finish his shit. Like I you remember in Band of Brothers, where they give the Nazis or the, the whoever the cigarettes. Let let people have a little little dignity before you spray them into the pit. Mm. I saw one where they they watched from a drone while Russians sort of um, filtered into a, a sort of a lean to house. Like the structure was already kind of leaning over, but it was cover. And they waited till they trickled in there, and there's maybe like eight, ten of them, and then they hit it with an artillery strike. So it's just like in sequence, that. boom, 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 and. They're all dead. They're all so dead. I often wonder about it? that. This might be something you know more than me, but I see them very wounded and like running another 12 feet. And I'm like, did so they when they drop, So when they drop those mortars, those are hitting with shrapnel. I think those are real powerful grenades. You know, those are normally dropping that mortar tube and it's not a sort of up and over kind of thing, but they're dropping them pinpoint on these mm -hmm. guys. And so it's hitting them, it's hitting them with shrapnel. And it looks to me like they're hitting the ground and exploding they don't have richard ryan's fancy technology mm -hmm. so it's probably doing like lower body damage the one i saw yesterday i saw it break the guy's leg and then him crawl to cover like you could see that his his right leg was mangled and completely unresponsive i feel like i saw this but didn't make the same observation like i didn't catch that his leg was mangled and, and awesome. there were like a bunch of people there like eight or something right i watch a lot of it so we may oh, be even okay. comparing multiple examples but i saw the artillery strike and of course i've seen i've seen so many wild wild things we've never this is the first time we've um i guess vietnam was the first war that tv cameras were there like they brought that shit back for the public to see they had we had the reels in world war ii but that was a different thing 
that was government made. We got to get out there and take down the Japs sort of stuff. And then Vietnam, it was like, this is the horror of war. But now it's like, this is the horror of war now, right now. This is what's happening on a street corner in Ukraine. Look. And yeah, that this. <laughs> the humanity. The thing is, it's unfiltered as well because even when, even with the footage that was brought back for Vietnam, this was like media companies and the government deciding what could and couldn't be shown. So you were getting like a very like edited down version to get across the point that people mm -hmm. wanted. Now it's just a, a completely raw .mg3 file straight from Boris's phone. I only partially on agree. <laughs> I, I think there is some unfiltered, and that's true. I also think I'm watching a lot of Ukrainian propaganda. The general message is, yeah, we can do this. We can win this thing with our pinpoint mortars. And look at it. We're barely even at risk here. We're just picking off Russians' equipment and 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 personnel one by one with our drones as we drop them over, and we'll just Have keep you seen this the up. death toll. It's no, but 80, I, I I don't trust thousand. it. Well, it's the U.S.'s number. It's not even the... the, the oh, the, the U.S.'s I number. I knew Taylor would jump on that so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, give us the facts. Off the top of your head, name 200 times the U.S. has lied about death It's going to be hard. It's going to be can't. hard to ever provide a source if we can't... If we're just going to say, ah, so all sources are lies. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, like that's the number we have. It, whose number do you want to use? If we use Russia's number, it's got to be in the 20s of thousands. Like, if you use the Ukrainian number, they probably say 120,000. But the United States, who's been watching this thing more closely than anyone in the world, and have cl clearly has a bias, but doesn't look as good if we say that 80,000 Russians have died and then things come to fruition. Oh, actually, it's like 12,000. 12,000. And we were, we're off by a little. Just like, <laughs> we don't want another we weapons of mass destruction look like a fool on the on the grand stage, at least as far as intelligence community is concerned, I would think that number of 70 or 80,000 is pretty fucking close. That's more than we lost in Vietnam. Zach posted something here that's much lower. Zach, is there a date on yours? It says Ukraine estimates 43,000 Russians killed. NATO says seven to 15,000. Oh, and Zach says that's like today. So I just don't believe that because I like, don't know what to believe. NATO I, don't said seven don't, I don't know why you don't believe it. They're looking so closely. But, but <laughs> here's the because thing I've seen starts... completely different numbers. Maybe you're more educated, but I don't even have a sniff test, right? Like, yeah. if if you ask me, like, 43 minus 19, I don't know that. That's not a thing everyone knows, but I can get close, right? I, yeah. I think it's probably, like, not too far from 20, right? <laughs> but, yeah. So if, it, if the number comes in at, like, 94, I'm like, ah, it doesn't pass the sniff test. This, I don't have any idea how many Russians were killed. If you told me it was 1,500 or 100, well, uh, 85,000, both of those numbers seem possible. Yeah. The, so All yeah, right, so the Ukraine says 43,000 no, that have died. Ukraine has raised its estimate of Russian soldiers to 43. I saw like 70 or 80, and it wasn't the Ukrainian side. I don't know what I was reading. <clears throat> In any case, it's got to be more than, it's got to be more than 7,000, because they were talking about 7,000 like the first week. How do we yeah. not know generals like specifically? <laughs> like they're they're guys like they're like they have pictures of them does it say they don't because i've seen uh, the third so paragraph there it, it says, it says eight, eight to 13. thirteen that's what i'm like you'd think you'd know fucking it's nine but it may be it may be russians as well though going like no 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 vladislav is fine he's over there don't look 
Vladislav is busy. This is Vladislav. <laughs> it's the same guy. And you're like, ah, blonde hair, blocky head, I guess. Like, like looks the, <laughs> you were saying we're watching real unfiltered, whatever. I'm like, I feel like I'm watching the Ukrainian propaganda. Show me how easy it is to beat the Russians, how the Russians are yeah. so vulnerable and then make mistakes in their tactics. And well, the while I love the show. Yeah. yeah, it's ongoing. While I love the show, I don't really have a the background to say ah, this is clearly true or untrue. No, no, no. I feel I, that. I, I, I can't I say know. this. I, this is the thing I see a lot. I'm sorry to cut you off. I've watched U.S. military people observe other military people, like in movies, what's real, what's not. Mm. And every time they see soldiers bunched up, the U.S. soldiers, actual veterans with experience, are like, whoa, that that sticks out at me tight. You don't stand six people together. That is asking for a shot, right? Anyone who's played mm -hmm. COD with Predator missiles knows you don't bunch up. That's a problem. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm watching these Russians. They're always bunched up on this footage. They don't seem to have this aversion to being bunched up like the U.S. soldiers do. Yeah. Poorly trained. Yeah. I think this is a new kind of warfare that's never been fought before. They're fighting a near peer someone who is almost as good as they are technologically and in some ways more advanced in every way. They don't have any air superiority. The The enemy can fly fucking 30... They can fly a Turkish drone that costs less than my goddamn car overhead <laughs> <laughs> and wreck three tanks and then send that bitch home to get some more Turkish missiles to throw on the bitch, you know? I haven't found anyone that agrees with me on this yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were rapping. Uh, but I think big, powerful weapons of destruction are getting a little bit long in the tooth outdated right the u.s depends heavily on aircraft carriers and people who know more than me seems to say aircraft carriers are a really good idea but i suspect if they were put to the test we'd find that you know 10 million dollar missiles take out billion dollar aircraft carriers left and right i think they'd yeah. get sunk and and what we're seeing now is ten thousand dollar mortars take out one million dollar tanks left and right i'm not sure tanks are even smart or good anymore they're not that hard to beat, but they're expensive little death traps. Well, all right. So, so they the Russians have fallen into a, a situation where they're they're just super vulnerable, right? Like if they were if you're going to invade somebody, I heard someone say you're supposed to have a three to one troop advantage for a proper invasion, and they okay. didn't even come close to that. So they're in this quagmire, right? <clears throat> so mm -hmm. the enemy can set up all these positions and ambushes, and, and somewhere there's a bunch of kids. I imagine there's kids. With their fucking drones charging batteries on power blocks, and the Russians don't know where the power blocks are. They don't know. But those power blocks, wherever they are, are within range of Russian soldiers. And and that seems like something that Ukraine can sustain for the rest of time. If, if their warfare is $40,000 Turkish drones, soldiers with AKs on the ground that are willing to die for the country, they got plenty of those. And what mortars from drones which cost less than a thousand each then the and and just don't even think of the musician the, the munitions as money because they're just free like I th I th there's a the biggest problem that i'm noticing right and this is one thing that has changed warfare is the fact that the general population are allowed to be own firearms or has access to firearms so you've i don't know if you've seen that famous 4chan post where everyone goes oh what's your little ar-15 going to do against the u.s government with its yeah. aircraft carriers and blah 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 and then the guy goes fuck face aircraft carriers can't go to door to door yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes which is what you would need to do to enact 
full-blown totalitarian mm-hmm. authoritarianism. And he goes, you ever heard the phrase, every blade of grass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so basically, that's what happened in Afghanistan. It just got to the mm-hmm. point where the problem is, it's not just the army. You can go in and beat the army, and then the generals can go, all right, we're beat, stand down. The population answer to no one. They're going to go, fuck that. Go on, start your car, lad. Come out, you black and tans. Come out and fight me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to fuck it. That's, that's the way it's going to go down. Eventually, like you're fighting not the army, the population who fucking hate you and want you gone because you yeah. killed a bunch of them when you were invading the fucking country. Like, there's going to be bombings. There's going to be honey traps, another thing that the IRA used to do. Send a really hot fucking Irish lassie into a bar that's frequented by soldiers, and then she says, oh, me and a couple of my friends are having a party. You want to come back, and I'll suck your dick. And the soldiers would go, fuck yeah. And then when they got back to the fucking house party, just five guys in masks, boom, dead. Honey trap. Yeah. <laughs> Man, like, that, that type of shit would happen. So see, even if Russia, like, successfully takes Ukraine... They won't hold it. They will never fucking hold it. Because see that drone shit? Anyone can go out into their back garden and just fly a little drone at that little checkpoint down the street. It will fucking happen. They'll never And the best part is Mm -hmm. they've got the richest, most powerful nation that's ever existed backing them. And, 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 And also Europe. <laughs> Europe Sorry, is, I, don't, you know, I don't consider myself European. Don't worry about Europe. it. We're too far north. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. No, but it's true though. I, I think that as long as we're happy, and Biden has turned on that money faucet for them, like like it's rare to see us turn on that money faucet like like he's done for them. I lost track of how many times they were like, and another forty billion. They stopped yeah. doing it. They, you they, say they it's Biden, like, and you're right, but it's bipartisan. Like you don't see the there are yeah. maybe like three Republicans who are saying, you know, I don't really like Ukraine. They seem woke, but take those fuck faces and ignore them. These things are passing like ninety seven to three. The like, country with official Nazi sure. battalions seems woke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. just a thing Americans say. I, <laughs> we we uh it, it, it look they'll they'll say whatever they want to say. It depends what they what side of the argument they're on. They'll mm-hmm. they'll paint it how they want to paint it. Because I, I saw Zelensky was. Maybe gonna legalize gay marriage the other day, and and I'm I'm sure he's getting flack for that. I'm sure someone hates him now for that. And yeah, it's like, ah, oh, you see, I told but you. But the thing is, is <laughs> it's not the fucking time. <laughs> you know, I disagree. I, I'm kind of. <laughs> to me, it's like can, the, can get married. Oh, that's great. That, that's a huge comfort among the shell. You know what would a, be- a better idea would have been? To here's what I would have done instead. If you, if you really want to, I would have said. That region that Russia is occupying, that's now federal. That we own that. That's we're federalizing it all, and we're giving away plots to soldiers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm like, yeah. it's man. It, it worked for the Romans. It worked what? for the Romans, man. <laughs> if if I was Zelensky, I'd be exploring those alternative rules right now. Like, you want to get married? Fucking knock yourself out. We're in a war. You think we're going to enforce the anti-gay How about rule? polygamy? <laughs> Open that up. Dude, whatever. They're going to have to. You say you want to give away federal lands. I, how do we get soldiers laid? I would, I would I, fight for that. A smart do you need woman, any like, smart women Russian impersonators to kind of fire the troops up and then go back to a hotel? <laughs> yeah. You need that kind of guy? A smart, a smart woman would marry 10 Ukrainian soldiers right before they go to the front. Oh, I'm just wow. saying, she, she'll never have to work again. <laughs> again. She'll be rich. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon. No, it won't. No, I, I don't no. remember what I said. What, I think I wanted to take bets and nobody wanted to, but I, I, at least another year. Like, at least mm-hmm. another year. 
we're, we're rocking and rolling here. We're, look, the U.S. has no interest in, in stopping this thing. Um, the only people who want it to stop are the Russians, and they can only have it stop in a certain way. So we got to wait till things look just right through the lens that Russia can throw up to the camera for this to ever end. That's the only it way it ends. It doesn't seem like the Russian population wants out. It, no, they're, they're, they're on board they, as much as they When it they first always... happened, I was seeing a bunch of anti-Russian stuff. Some Russians in concert saying, you know, why are we going to war? We're the aggressors. You guys aren't seeing the truth behind this. There was a protest, maybe in Moscow, St. Petersburg. I forget where. But there were these, you know, somewhat biggish Russian protests saying that they should. All that's gone. No one's saying that. I think a bunch of Russians died and they're all like, you know what? They were dicks for fighting back. Let's go to uh, war. I, as as someone who's uh, my main focus in my work is freedom of speech, it's a different reason. <laughs> There's a different reason why you don't see those protests anymore. Ah, uh, you think the Russians are heavy-handed in dealing with those protests? They're absolutely very, they are very heavy-handed in dealing with those protests. I mean, basically, if you're a journalist mm. and you say something critical about Putin or any of his allies, uh, you you tend to like oh. You've, just passed out one night drunk and froze to death in the middle of the night. No, not even that. <laughs> one died last night. You know, you know, you know that? Was it a, a Putin critic? He got or, that or cancer only my enemies get. Who <laughs> <laughs> no, knows sarcoma? Yeah, one Putin was killed this week. One was killed a, this week. Yeah, in, in Washington, D.C., there was a... Uh, makes it 9 to a, 14 generals. In Washington, D.C., there, there, <laughs> there was a jumper call, and then they found one of Putin's critics dead on the sidewalk outside of his uh, place in dc i think he's sure. a critic or maybe a, a a political opponent i can't I remember wonder what if they read. torture him at all first like did no did they just push him off or is it like ah oh, he got a glasgow smile and he glasgow smiled himself and jumped off a building weird <laughs> <laughs> shot himself on the, the way the, down the, K, the kgb are very much still still the nkvd like they're they're, they're like they are the kgb They've just fucking rebranded. It was like it's like mm. the CIA when it's the same people, the same tactics, the same everything. They just changed the sign that was on the door. Yeah. And went, Oh, we're different now. July 31st. <laughs> it's no, like I remember no. Blackwater, like the mercenary group, they rebranded re as like, you know, the happy farm or something. It's still just the mercenary company for hire by any country on earth. It's like, hey, there's a bunch of rebels here, and they're like, yeah, I've heard the Congo's great this time of year. Like, <laughs> that's what they do. Well, I mean, like the, the, the legality of those private companies is kind of weird, but it's not black and white the way I don't think. Well, right? the, like, like, they've changed a lot about the laws, but I know uh, Simon Mann. He one of the most famous like uh, PMCs was uh, Executive Outcomes that he was in charge of and they operated mainly in Africa. And I actually did a show in London just last month and he was there. One of, one of the mad lads that I did was like there and I was just sitting chatting away at him and he's he's kind of like, you know, you know, like Metal Gear Solid. He, he was kind of like the big boss of like Africa for a <laughs> while. And usually it was like government, see how civil wars were happening all the the 90s and like early 2000s in Africa, civil wars were happening all Rwanda the Rwanda and the time. Congo. Yeah, all that stuff yeah. happened. Yeah, he operated a, a lot of those places, and it was a case of whoever was in charge at the time would say, "Oh, our army's not good enough because because I'm just some warlord from a little fucking village yeah. that became president through the last civil war." <laughs> so, like, uh, so they were like, "We need some like professionals," and they had a lot of shit ton of fucking money, mm -hmm. and they would hire executive outcomes, which was fine when it was the government that was hiring them, but. 
Simon Mann ended up getting hired by, try to think of a way to put this delicately, people that mm-hmm. were very, very closely connected to the Conservative Party of the United Kingdom, who were in power at the time. Mm-hmm. And he ended up going to Equatorial Guinea and Africa, and instead of being hired by the government, he was instead hired by people with oil and political connections to overthrow a government. Ah. And he went in and did it. However, don't know who someone snitched on them. And when the plane landed, they were immediately surrounded, seized. He ended up spending like eight years in a fucking Equatorial Guinean prison, which was like oh, hell on earth. That's hell probably earth. awful. And it was a it was a dictator and all that. It was a, like the guy was a dictator. And do you, do you know what he did after it? I remember when Simon told me about this. After he got out of prison, basically there was a trade off. I don't know what the trade was, but they eventually released him. Simon immediately went back to the UK. He just went, fuck that, I'm staying out of Africa for a while. Went straight back to the UK. He then gets like a letter from the dictator in Equatorial Guinea inviting him over for a visit. Right? And Simon, he's like, you will be completely fine. I'm not going to break any laws or anything. Just come over and let's have dinner. Simon went over, had dinner with the guy, and the, he's sitting there. And Simon says he thinks it's just a power play. Like the guy's sitting there just eating, going... I could have killed you whenever I wanted, but I didn't. <laughs> you know what, man? Like, it was just like a total power play. Like he's just sitting eating steak with a guy that's just kept him in prison in an Equatorial this is the Guinean he was in, prison. By the way, oh yeah, it's fucking yeah. Oh, that's what fancy. he was. Fancy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, a, a, a white a white guy in an African yeah. prison. <laughs> so, Do you think yeah. he was bullied? <laughs> He he was his words were his words were something like I was not treated very well. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. an African prison. Yeah, he's still he's still horrible. he's still doing a couple of things over in Africa because he was telling me he was I'm not going to repeat what he said. He basically says this this and this. Oh yeah, in the next five years it's going to fucking kick off. We back we back. We back, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's Jesus. what he's doing now. I mean, there's plenty of other continents he can go try his luck on. Clearly, Africa's not not treating him right. Oh, it's, it's purely because, like, see, in Africa, see, because the guys in charge, a lot of them are fucking maniacs. Like, mm-hmm. they'll just go, "Oh, laws, ah, what? <laughs> don't you oh, worry yeah. about that. Like, laws and shit. Yeah, nah, don't yeah. worry. I'm sure. <laughs> I would guess you've seen the last king of Scotland. Yes, I have. Yeah, that guy yeah, is yeah. one of the most fascinating African warlords that there ever was. Maybe can the I, most fascinating. Can I please read out his full title? Please, <laughs> please, it's so title. good. <laughs> it's, it's... I hope it rivals Daenerys. Oh, let me see. Let me see where's his, where's his title. <laughs> Starting forward for the Lakers, Daenerys Michaels. Daenerys from Game I'll never stop getting you with that one. Oh, here, here, here it is. What's your name? It's not today. Right. Edie Edie Amin, His Excellency, (laughs) President for Life, Field Marshal, Al Haji Doctor, Edie Amin Dada, VC, DSO, MC, CBE, Lord of all the beasts of the earth and fishes of the seas, and conqueror of the British Empire in Africa in general and Uganda in particular. That's his full and? title. That was, oh, was, that, was <laughs> uh, and and also he was the uncrowned king of Scotland. Which, Thank uh, you, the last is, king of Scotland. Which, which <laughs> no, he's fucking not. You don't you don't recognize his authority. As a I think I heard MC in there. Can this person rap? 
<laughs> what is an MC? Oh, mil- military cross from the British Armed Forces, which which he never got. He, he never got that. He just made that up. He has none of these awards. But like, never... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was for him. If you've I've never seen, seen his movie, very good. Forrest Whitaker plays it. him. I like Forrest Whitaker. Uh, James McAvoy is, is like his foil. He's like the maybe British reporter who's like there, like do a journalist type thing with him. Becomes his like pal. Like, like you will come with me and I will torture people. It's like that yeah. sort of movie. It's uh, <laughs> it's really good. I, I, I wanted to know how he died recently. So I did some research and I hope I, I hope it was right. But he kind of died in exile in a Middle Eastern country, I think. But to the end, he was like, just let them know if they want me to come back. I'm down, you know, and Scotland too. If they need me to come in and fill in as king, also down for that. <laughs> he was just so delusional all the way to the end. What made him think he was the king of Scotland? He was a fucking madman. <laughs> like he was just mm. fucking insane. He so had what, lived why in did he, Scotland. Why did he pick he had, Scotland? He had lived in Scotland for some amount of time, and he really became enamored with the culture. And uh, and I don't remember how he made that leap to like thinking that he had some claim over the Scottish crown, but it might have had something to do with him considering himself a king in general. And it's like, hey, I'm a king. You need one? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no yeah, current we, king of Scotland, so yeah, <laughs> mm, uh, those red coats. Those redcoats have been giving you a hard time. There, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I love it when Americans talk about this because they've no idea how sensitive a fucking subject that is. I do. I, not, I, don't, I heard you talk about the black and tans earlier. Oh, oh yeah. Basically, there's, there's certain places in Scotland where if you sing that song, you will get stabbed. We presume <laughs> that didn't happen to you. Is there yeah. a king in Scotland or not? How is it, how are there two sides? Oh God, I, 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 yeah. I need to go. In, I need to go into history going back to like the 1700s. But basically, there was a guy. There was a thing called the Jacobite Rebellion. We had a king, but the king was Catholic. The English didn't like that because they were all Protestants. So they brought over uh, William the Orange, which is why remember how I mentioned about the Orange Walk. Mm-hmm. earlier okay. like basically that was that that was the protestants doing their little march where they talk about how much they hate catholics and, <laughs> and stuff like that so basically william of orange came over deposed the king he fled up north there was a little bit of a war he then ended up fleeing to france blah 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 so basically the lineage of kings like completely changed right mm-hmm. and then james king james had to flee over to france where he did marry into nobility blah 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 so basically going down his family tree the current uh true heir of the scottish throne you know the true actual lineage mm-hmm. uh, what, what's that little tiny country Liechtenstein? it's like a prince of oh, Liechtenstein, no. and he, and just oh. like and the problem is is everyone in scotland like sees his picture and goes he looks weak he looks like a little silly boy I would never follow him. (laughs) You're going to shove the king into a fucking locker. (laughs) What's that thing where you guys have that feet where you pick up those stones? You know what I'm talking about? The heavy stones. uh, uh, Ah, yes, the the stone lift. It it was the one the mountain did, the Husabel stones, but I think that's Iceland. Uh, I thought there was a Scottish one. Cable tossing. We do the cable tossing. Yeah. Uh, that's the big the big hole where we basically throw a whole fucking tree. And it's yeah. really fucking hard. It's really hard because the point is to get it to fucking flip over. And have you yeah. done it before? I did it once. Uh, I did it once. I think I did it about like three times. I managed to get like two out of the three throws and get it to go over. But fucking hell, you're, you're, you're lifting up a whole tree. 
<laughs> like essentially like and then you need to fucking use physics to fucking flip it over it's really hard but it's fun it's good it's like we we still they're have called the denny games. stones the denny stones the denny stones the denny denny means don't do not it must mean <laughs> don't try to lift this <laughs> don't try denny denny pal denny try and lift these <laughs> denny try and lift these <laughs> probably started as a joke scottish people are pretty funny Oh, Denny, the, the Denny Steens, two giant granite boulders located outside the old Potash Hotel. Ah, oh, is this some like old challenge or something? I've not actually. Heard. I, I think it. I think it might Denny's. be like a Paul Bunyan type thing. Now, after I read it a little bit more, like like I think that someone supposedly carried those stones. Some. It, it sounds like one of those. Uh, Don, Donald's father, Robert Denny, according to Donald's own account, uh, back from like 1860. That was when the yeah. apparently the stones have only ever been carried by seven men. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and the See, what, and Robert, you need Robert one of those Benny men. The first. Yeah, what I was getting at is if like a man like that was over in Liechtenstein, I think there'd be a bigger uh, call to like get him back home. Put him. Oh, there, there would. There definitely would. But it's just like if, everyone... if you saw him like if you saw him like lifting those stones like easily and then tearing into some haggis drunkenly, <laughs> drunkenly. Oh, well, now yeah. he's in. He's he, in. Like, like, like there's a list to his like walk the whole way to the stones, and then he does it, and then you're just like. <laughs> And he, and he asks to come back. Like, like I, I feel like you guys can make that happen. Like, have, like, a is, uh, <laughs> is the Liechtenstein guy uh, only, is he an only child? Doesn't have like a brother, you could like a younger brother, bit of a beefcake, nothing like I have that. No idea. It's <laughs> just, I, I, know that, I know that he's like the lineage, but I looked at him, he, just, he looks like a fucking accountant. But like, we gotta like, skip that guy. I, but yeah. I do like that the Scottish people are like, you know, <laughs> we'll try again in a few years, in a few generations. <laughs> Maybe he'll marry a big Icelandic broad. Oh, well, <laughs> we're, 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 we're about to have another referendum soon as well, where we, that's another sensitive subject. There's a lot of things here you can't fucking talk about, by the way, unless you want to get into a fight. But the really? referendum is another vote uh, about whether or not we're going to be an independent country. Oh. And what do you, where do you yeah. stand on that? Because that's a, that's a weird when you with Brexit. I think that there was a lot of buyer shock, uh, you know, when they saw what they had actually voted for. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Obviously, I'm on the other side of the fucking Atlantic, yeah, but it, seemingly it seems like there was a lot of buyer shock afterwards. Like, like, oh no, we fucked up. There was there was a there was a specific reason for that. It wasn't so much like we fucked up. We knew there would be teething problems. Like, you don't just cause like this upheaval and then mm-hmm. expect oh every, everything's going to go smoothly and perfectly. Like, yeah. there's going to be there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road. But the problem was is the EU were not playing ball with us when it came to like trade and like rules and everything like that. And then they basically like we were going EU, you're supposed to do this. Can you do this, please? The EU was going no, and then it was fucking us up. But then everyone's like, look what you Brexit they were- did, and they were like, it's them. They did it. And speaking of the IRA, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of the IRA again. Now, this, this is a little funny thing. And that, like, the EU is trying to fuck us up with this, but they have no fucking idea the problems this would cause. Basically, the reason that the IRA, now the IRA are still there, they're still there, they're still out there, but they don't do much anymore. But they're watching and waiting, and that's because of the Good Friday Agreement. right? Basically, wow. the British government and the IRA sat down together and made like this final peace deal, you know, we'll stop the bombing, stop the attack, stop the war, and everything will be fine. And there was a few stipulations, like, for example, release every single IRA prisoner and all that, yeah. which was, which I believe was granted. Not all. Mm-hmm. They got like they got most, but not all. But then there was wow. also no hard border in Northern Ireland, right? So the Irish could come and go as they pleased in Northern Ireland. Anyone could come in. Anyone could come out. Mm-hmm. Now, because Britain has now left the European Union, 
there must there the EU are now saying there must now be a hard border in Northern Ireland. The problem is is the EU are saying you must now do that. That violates the Good Friday Agreement, which means that the contract yeah. has been broken and the IRA would come back. So they have to think very carefully about how they handle that. So it's, it's like the thing is the EU, everyone in Europe who does not fucking understand the situation is going, but there, but there must be a hard border and everyone in Britain and even everyone in Ireland is going, no, no, <laughs> do, not, do not fucking do that. And everyone's like, see anyone who like lived through the 80s and 90s and like yeah. remembers just hearing about like daily bombings mm. and all that shit, like nobody wants to return to that, but the EU are just... It's almost like they're trying to do it on purpose because they're like, I have, you wanted you wanted to leave, so I'm just going to like reawaken that terrorist group. <laughs> <laughs> to fucking bomb you. Uh, at least you can fish in your own water. <laughs> and all that, man, like fucking yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. that's that's really dodgy. I don't know any of this stuff oh, at all. Do you guys? What do you got? Yeah. Don't so I do remember? And, I'm old enough to remember the bombings, and it, it made not. the news all the time. That was back before you chose your own was, news. The, the, you the, just watched it was the on troubles. TV. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was always like some bar or some restaurant or whatever. There were just car bombings, bombing, bombing. The Molotov cocktails were like a big thing. Yeah. Um, oh, I think you misunderstood. I knew about the IRA. I was meaning I didn't know about that border, like. I didn't know oh. it would matter that much that like having a hard border would like I didn't the know IRA about that detail. Like, well, okay, we're turning back on now. I'm yeah. well aware that when Brexit came out, I'm no longer here. I was pro Brexit. So I'm really like forgiving of other people that were pro Brexit who just didn't understand how complicated it was. I heard independence and my dumbass American ass was like, yeah, <laughs> I like it. You know, let's do independence. This is like kind of a most Americans default to the position of like more freedom, more independence, etc. And uh, now that I understand just what a like tangled knot they're trying to unweave, it's like uh, there is no good solution to do this well. You can't do it without pissing so many people off that it was better where it was. I think. Uh, I've, no, you I disagree. I disagree. No, definitely, okay. definitely was the best reason because it was a. Uh, we were definitely better off leaving because see the amount of laws that were getting passed in the EU that we like had to follow through on. If there was any money that they demanded, we had to pay it. And everyone's like, oh yeah, but we got some money back. And I'm like, yeah, but we were paying like so fucking much and, and all that. And then everyone's like, oh, in exchange, you get to use the trade. And it's like, well, why can't we just negotiate our own trade contracts? Like there, there's even like weird, stupid limits because I've been there in the EU parliament. They have no fucking idea what they are doing. No idea. If there's anything that is to be regulated, they will try to regulate it. Like I was in, the day I was in, and this was when we were doing the Article 13, so I'm there in the Strasbourg court, like mm. in the big room where they do the vote. Like I'm essentially in the European Senate. Like yeah. that's I'm sitting in there. They were voting on regulations about how long Polish candle makers were allowed to make the wicks. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Google it. I'm not making that up. Right? That is some of the dumb shit. Some of the other stuff as well is, oh, any dr any of this certain type of drink product uh, must only come in 330 milliliter and 500 milliliter uh, cans or bottles. But then there was this, 
weird fucking custom drink in Japan that makes its own bottles that don't fit that. So then the EU <laughs> had to pass another resolution to this bill to allow this one specific drink from Japan to like be able to be shipped into and sold in the EU. It's so stupid. Like, And that's the type of shit that we have to contend with. And everyone goes, mm-hmm. oh, but you get your veto. You get your little fucking veto. But this is the problem is Europe are massively fucking left-wing apart from the eastern parts of Europe, apart from Eastern (laughs) Europe, right? Mainland Europe are overwhelmingly left-wing, and they are passing, like, left-wing laws over right-wing places. So the right-wing places, that's why you're getting Hungary and Budapest and all these other fucking uh, Bulgaria, Romania are all going, fuck Mm -hmm. this. Like, we are sick of this fucking shit. We want to fucking leave. And and it's because it's became overwhelmingly left-wing, like, in the EU, and that's why it's crumbling, because it's not a balanced system here in both sides of the aisle. It's one side of the aisle going, here's the laws, you're getting them. Tough shit. Here's Article 13. This just passed fucking overwhelmingly where we're going to create essentially a great filter like they have in China to moderate online content. Right? And a great filter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was basically, that was Article 13. They've changed the name of it now, but like that passed overwhelmingly. Uh, yeah. calling it the doomsday device now <laughs> oh, by, well, the, the same the same day i was in uh, they were voting uh they were voting on a resolution about ai weapons whether or not it would be okay for them to continue research into ai weapons and it passed so they're gonna yeah that won't I... backfire yeah, <laughs> it's incredible like it, how many movies start you sound like yeah, a subject matter expert on it and i'm not but it's super hard to be an actual subject matter expert on all this shit. You know, all the the tangled web that is the EU and the countries in it and who's going to get yeah. mad if you do different. If you pull out, people are going to be really mad. And yeah. as you mentioned with that you know, border, if you stay in, as you articulated, people are going to be really mad. So yeah. what do you do? Well, it's, it's, I think it's a case of it should never have happened in the first place. Like all this... The EU should have never the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Like I think it started initially as just a big trade agreement thing. Trade agreement, whatever, that's fine. But then see, as soon as you have another country able to have some semblance of say of what laws get passed in your country mm-hmm. over like a mm-hmm. completely different culture. Like does it like people will the amount of times that I see like argue leftists online like all the time and people bitch about, oh, they just drew random borders in Africa and mixed cultures together and caused wars and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, ah, that's what the EU's doing. They're passing, like, they're culturally <laughs> different. People, you know, people in Czechoslovakia have a completely different, oh, fucking not there anymore, Czech Republic, yeah. like, have a completely different view on, like, the way society should be than people in England or people in France and all that. But then they're passing laws over these and it's just causing conflict. Like, that's why I think, you know, so, you know, Scottish laws for Scottish people, English laws for English people, like that that type of stuff, because who, who who's going to know better to how to govern themselves than themselves? Yeah, yeah it makes I mean, sense. the more local we, we it gets, would. the closer it is to the person being impacted. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we wouldn't want to be under Canadian, we wouldn't want Canadian, Canadian? Canada <laughs> to be able to, uh, you know, create a law that we were you know, supposed to follow. I don't no. even like the laws that we come up to follow. Like, I don't want to follow yeah. some Mex- No. You might oh, have lost I, your audio. Kyle. I lost you on Mexican laws, but everyone, he said he doesn't want to follow Mexican Yeah, your Kyle, yeah, your audio yeah, is definitely off, off, Kyle. You cut out. Maybe this is a silly <laughs> question, but like, like as an American, like I, I see the whole thing, like the UK, like I've seen that graphic where it's like, oh, here's the UK, here's Great Britain, here's like all that stuff. Yeah. Like I know Scotland and Ireland 
not too fond of England in a lot of ways. Is there any bad blood between the Irish and the Scottish, or are you guys no. kind of like, well, hey, we're in this together <laughs> so- somewhat? Well, uh, Scottish Catholics and Irish Catholics get along. We're essentially ethnically mm-hmm. and culturally the same. Uh, Scottish Protestants and Irish Protestants get along. Same thing. Uh, apart from basically the Catholics hate the Protestants and the Scots hate and love the Irish. It just depends. But there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of weird shit that most people don't know about. Yeah. Like we've got segregated schools. We've got Catholic schools and we've got Protestant schools. I'm oh, sorry. You're not supposed to call them Protestant schools. They're called non-denominational schools, but they're Protestant schools. What is so as an outsider, this seems like a very silly and mild thing to disagree over, right? What kind of Christian you are? You're all Christians, right? Like that's it goes, very it's, different. It's, it, yeah. it goes a lot deeper. <laughs> it's, it's but not, what is the difference? Like culturally, the, you live in the same places. The, the, you you the, have the same blood in you. You like you. You look the same. You talk <laughs> the same. Yeah. No. It's, what are it's you a, angry about? It's a case of uh, Catholics, you know, believe in God and believe in the Pope. You know, they mm-hmm. like they like the Pope and see the Pope as the messenger of God. Protestants see whatever king or queen they have as sort of like the Pope. They are the messenger of God. In some cases, they are God. Now, the Protestants loved the royal family, and the royal family decided to go in and fuck Ireland Ireland up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So that's that's the problem. And then also they took a big chunk of it in like the Northeast. And the Irish didn't like that. It turns out people don't like being invaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me repeat this back and see if I have it right. Yeah. It's not actually about being Catholic or Protestant. It, it, it could be orange hats and green hats. The problem is that historically, yeah. orange hats and green hats have never treated each other nicely. No. It's not about the I mean, you got to look at the core. The core differences are huge, though, right? It was Martin Luther, right, who like put, who nailed the shit mm-hmm. to the church and then and, and separated. And the whole idea is the Catholic Church is set up to be this fucking oligarchy, right, with the with these priests and these popes between you and God. Yeah. And the Protestants are saying that is a scam. They have set up a business between you and God. You can talk to God without paying a guy to handle the switchboard. Okay. Anytime you want to talk to the creator of the universe, look up and start talking. You don't need to pay that guy. Oh, and by the way, you also can't pay him when you go off and steal and rape and murder and pillage. You can't buy, a, a, you know, a, a, a pre from your sins with God. You have to talk to him about that. Not into got a guy here. Huge mm-hmm. difference, you know. And yeah. and. and I, I don't know. Was it a thousand years of people fighting and dying over it? No, you, uh, you hit the, the, the religious differences there. Like you hit a big one right on the head. That's and like if you yeah. and if you believe that with like your whole heart, that's a huge difference of like basically one party saying like that's why the church hated Luther so much because you know looking back you go oh he, he nailed some edicts to the door whatever but it was basically him saying you're all frauds you're all scam artists everyone hey i'm i'm the james randy of hundreds of years ago i'm calling bullshit on this and of course the catholics <laughs> are like it's not just that luther they hated they hated everyone who was attempting in their view to Is subvert james the randy influence the guy who proves psychics were fake? yeah <laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> i yeah. do know him yeah. Zach, can you hey, let me get my baby picture? powder out real quick <laughs> yeah. you see the guy start sweating <laughs> <laughs> the old james randy clips where he tricks those magicians are so fucking funny so good. I'm sorry. I, I just didn't think everyone got your reference. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't, and I appreciate you. You get you get me there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. that oh. would be the best gig on earth. 
just being the guy Magician? in the 70s who was like, all of these magicians are fake. I'm going to make that my gig. Disproving that a is, 70s magician who who never looked anything that? up online. That's, that's James Randi. That's that the is, wizard that himself. Didn't one of the guys that's that he disproved like, go on to become like a fucking child murderer or something like that? I mean, he disproved uh, so many that after a while... Yeah, like, I, I yeah. think it was the guy that done the phone book. What happened? Like, yeah, he make the page of the phone It looks book like it turned. withered. It looks like a gypsy right. put a curse on him. <laughs> so maybe there <laughs> well, is he's magic. He's probably a, a fucking hundred years old. <laughs> Here he, he looks. He looks. You know, Gandalf mode. Look how he big was, the nose is. It's like Gandalf the black. Have you seen two hobbits? <laughs> that guy's so <laughs> fucking old. With... I uh, I watched a new movie last night. I've been on like magic's a lot movies. of shit, Frodo. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the real, staff, Frodo. Stop staff, being a sucker. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie, LED light, Frodo. Got it off Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> He's blowing out of his nose onto the book, Frodo. <laughs> Put a bit of styrofoam and prove him a charlatan. <laughs> good. Yeah, I, I watched a movie called uh, The Black Phone last night. It's on Hulu or Paramount. I don't remember which. Um, it's on one of them for like free. But uh, it's Ethan Hawke, and Ethan Hawke plays a uh, child murderer. He kidnaps mm -hmm. little boys, keeps them, He's and the murders them. And uh, it feels like a, it's very much uh, like a Stephen King movie because it was written by Stephen King's son. And I think it goes by a pen named Joe Smith or some shit like that. It's on Peacock. Thank you, Zach. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10. Uh, it's quick. It's to the point. And Woody, we would love it a lot because I oh. remember the other day you were talking about signs, how it gets to the end and you're like, oh, yeah. Glasses of water and oh and okay swing the, the, away the guy's a fucking home run and hitter and that yeah you liked how those pieces came together same something like that happens here when you get to the end all the you're like all right you know I get it everything seemed like everything came together you uh, what it was called again black uh, phone the black, black phone. phone it's uh it's in like call it mid seventies I think it's Mrs. you know it's phone like telephone a mm -hmm. telephone yeah yeah so okay. so mild spoiler it's the premise. The, the young boy who's being held in the uh, basement of this murderer, there's a phone down there, not connected to the wall, and it rings. And there's somebody on the other end of a non-plugged-in, old-timey telephone. Okay. Um, very good. I, I thought, I, solid 7 out of 10. Really surprised. Um, Did it spook you? Like, were you actually, was it more of an intriguing <sighs> mystery, like thriller, or were you actually, like, taken aback with, with scared? Not pop-out scared, like disturbed. You know what I mean? There was some disturbing imagery, I would say. But I, I, I would say this is one that, like, if you were, like, 16, you could watch and not have a problem. Like, this will not give children nightmare. Actually, oh, don't show okay. children. This is not one to show to children specifically because it's about a child murderer. Um, and, and then that, it's more rough subject matter than anything you see. And honestly, the most disturbing visual thing that you see in the film, I think, is a father disciplining his daughter. You're like, oh, damn, the 70s were rough. Calm down, Dad. Yeah. He's like, and don't ice that bottom. I want you to remember this. And it's like, fuck, no he ice either. Daughter? Was he molesting his daughter? No, a completely separate set character oh. is, is disciplining their daughter. And and that was, the, to me, I was like, ah, God, I hate to see that. Ah, come on, she's had enough. <laughs> 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 she learned her lesson. Uh, hmm. I, like, I like the movie a lot. Uh, there's not a lot of characters, and a lot of them are children, child character, child actors. Thought they all killed it. Like, like I, I never had a problem with it, especially um, the little boy who's been kidnapped. He's your main character, I'd say. His sister, very, uh, she's in the she's in the movie a lot. 
Both are really good child good actors. actors. And Ethan Hawke's like always good at whatever he does. He's not a great villain, but you see him without his shirt off and you're kind of convinced that, okay, he's a physical, scary guy. Like I, you don't want to tangle with, with Ethan Hawke necessarily. In this. Yeah, you have to Certainly, be jacked to murder children. But see, that's the thing, right? Like, like you don't, but to overpower a 12 or 13 year old boy who's like fighting back, in a hand-to-hand, it's not like he's going to come down there with a gun. Like, he's going to come and, like, kill this kid with his bare hands or a knife or something. And you see Ethan Hawke without his shirt on. And you're like, oh, shit, this kid doesn't stand a chance. Like, that's not an option. Like, mm-hmm. fighting back doesn't seem to be an option for this guy. Mm-hmm. we got to think our way out of this puzzle. And he's being kept in a soundproof basement while the search for him continues. This looks good. The way you said that's not an option is how I, I instantly thought of everyone in the in my life who said to punch that bully in the nose. It's like... If the bully was at risk, he wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> it's yeah. not an option. That's and, such and, a funny thing they would like tell you as a kid is like, if you are bullied, you just pop them right in the face. And it's like, generally the kids that bully are doing so because they can't be stopped. Like they're, mm-hmm. they've realized, oh, I'm bigger than everyone. And the adults can't hit me either at this place. <laughs> okay. I'm, Cause that's uh, this kid named Jared in kindergarten in first grade. He was this big kid. And I remember once she shoved me down in line and I was just like, I don't really know if there's recourse here. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't yeah. know if I can do anything about this. Oh, trust me, that bully's you a know what's coward. Like that? Well, that might be true, but he's in no danger. <laughs> yeah. I got bullied. I got bullied in like sixth grade by an enormous black girl. Huge. I don't yeah, think I girl's even a- worse. She can't fight back. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. The yeah. worst possible person to be bullied by is a giant black girl because when you tell the story later about how you beat up a black girl, you can't be like, you don't understand. She was one of them big ones. Like, 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 like nobody wants to hear that shit. They don't want to hear that she was like 5'10", 190 fucking pounds, and she was, ta- she was looking down at me, shoving me. No one wants to care that I ran away, and then she chills chased me down when I thought the chase was over and caught me later. No one cares. No. Oh, we lost your audio. Yeah, all deals again. God damn it. I lost you a couple times tonight. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, you don't want to get beaten up by a girl or picked on by a girl because there's no recourse. I don't think I ever had to deal with that ever in my childhood. Did you guys ever have a girl yet? I famously off? dealt with that shit, and I dealt out recourse. <laughs> I remember you You like have a fuck. No, tell, tell us. Regale us the tale of how you beat up a woman. <laughs> I'm interested. I've told this story many times in, on, on my channel before, but I, it, in Fast Forward, which they teased me for, I, there was this girl. She was in my grade. I'm 13 years old. I had just entered high school. Uh, which is ninth grade, 13 years old. And she was bullying the fuck out of me. So I hadn't hit puberty yet. And I was like wide in the hips. And she used to do that like hourglass thing with her hands to describe me. That's too much music. And, um, and she would call me gay, right? But not just gay. Like she's gay. He's the F slur. He's this, that. And, and just like chirp at me, chirp at me. As freshmen in gym class, we'd run laps around the track. That was what we did for gym every freaking day. And the track was like a, maybe two blocks from the school. So on the walk back, she'd just follow me and harass me day after day after day, nonstop, insatiable with the, like just her love of bullying me. And um, while she was a girl, she occupied like a much higher social strata than me. Mm. And um, one day... My dumb ass was like, talk like that will get you slapped. That's what I told her. 
So she changes it. She's like, slap me, slap me. I dare you, slap me, slap me. I want you to slap me, slap me, Woody. You won't fucking do it. You're a pussy. <laughs> and I didn't. And then the next day, same fucking thing. Slap me, slap me, Woody, slap me, slap me. I dare you, you won't do it. You're a fucking pussy. I wound up, right? Like I didn't slap her like this. My hand was down here. Left heel making contact. <laughs> I just boom, backhanded her as hard as a human can hit another one. At least as hard as I could. She <laughs> belongs to kid. the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and she was shocked, right? And and oh my God, the five finger like welt on her face that started to redden up was obvious. There was no getting around what happened. They could have matched and, your hand. <laughs> yeah, they could have. They could have taken fingerprints off it with his back of the hand. And um, I just hit her the, the one time, and that was like the end of it. Unbeknownst to me, she's dating the captain of the wrestling team. I don't even know what this guy looks like, right? But I don't have a chance. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. So for the mm. next few days at school, I'm living in fear. I'm like, what does he even look like? His name is Tim something. And, and one day they're like, Woody, you'll know it's him. There's a wrestling match today. So everyone on the wrestling team wore a shirt and tie to school. That was a thing they did to sort of, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm eating at lunch. And this guy with like two henchmen comes up to me all wearing shirts and ties. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, you get what you get, you know, we'll see. So I turn and he's like, are you the one that hit Jen? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that was me. And this is what he says. He goes, I know what she's like. You can't do that again. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it ended. My theory is he heard the whole story. Like I told it, like, like he didn't just hear that Woody hit her like out of the blue or whatever. He probably heard that I, she, she, I was getting bullied by this girl for months mm-hmm. and, um, and she broke me. And that's well, that guy had some self-control. <laughs> that's, that's good. Oh, what a he was. I was gonna say a nice bully. He wasn't even a bully. Seems like mm-hmm. he was dating a bully. <laughs> he, just, he seems like he was a good guy. Hopefully they broke up. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, he seems nice. Yeah, so, he's, he's I, I understand. Guy. You know, I, I understand. I've done it. <laughs> really? How did, I know how, did I know how she can be. go. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have to for... smack a girl in self defense in school, Jank? <laughs> no, uh, but I used to work as a bouncer, so. I've I've had to right. I would see when it's two big massive roid heads full of cocaine, right? I would a mm-hmm. hundred times over rather break them up than two girls. Jesus Christ. Because if it's two big guys, they're throwing punches, you get into the middle of them and you push them back and like they're like nine times out of ten, they're not going to try and hit you. They'll try and mm-hmm. punch past you, but they'll try and be cool with you, but they'll still and they try might and even get low key other. be happy to stop fighting. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. some of them are like some guy will like use use the shield, like you know, you lucky he's holding me back, you know, like that, <laughs> that, type of, that type of shit. But see, when it's two girls and you're in, you're in the hair trying to untangle fingers mm-hmm. out the hair and everything, and like, and then you can't tell what hair's real and isn't because the extensions have come out and stuff like that. And it's just like <laughs> it is an absolute nightmare. But one of the worst ones that happened to me was a. Uh, but you also see it as, as someone who's worked in security, anytime there's a fight, almost 100% of the time, 
it's over a woman. A girl has been involved at some point. Mm. Some guy brushed against a guy's arse when he walked past the bar. He said something he shouldn't have or whatever. Or someone mm. is now dating this guy's ex and he wants to go up and say some shit. Like it, It's always been stuff like that. But there was two girls fighting. I'm getting in. And one girl is on the ground. She's on her knees. And like they're, they're just throwing pu- wild punches each other. You know when girls you fight? two yeah. girls fighting? Two girls, girls yeah. Uh, I'm like two ghettos. Well, okay. <laughs> That's a little bold, but uh, you know, when two ghettos fight, girls. It, is, uh, it is a rough deal when two ghettos fight. All right. That's kind of racist about my accent, would it? <laughs> uh, Uno reverse. Like- <laughs> it's, the, it's the same as Sargon of Akkad. I can't say his real name. Carl. Carl. I call him Carl. And not, not Carl. Well, I can't do that. I got Carol. But basically, like, one, one girl's on her knee, and you know how whenever girls just grab the hair, pull the head down, and just mm-hmm. wildly throw, like, a hundred punches, maybe one of them lands, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm one girl's on her knees, and I'm in between them trying to, like, use my body to block the punches because it's girls, like, they don't hurt, right? But I'm trying to untangle the hair. The girl behind me had reached like through the gap under my legs and she couldn't see. She then grabs my crotch and just crushes from behind me. And I'm sitting shouting at her going, it's me, that's me, you fucking grabbed. And everyone like that. She dug her fucking nails in because she thought it was the other girl. So she's trying to like dig her nails to hurt her. I ended, up, I ended up after it. She's outside, you know, her mascara's all down her face. She's all fucked up from the fight. And she came up like, I'm really sorry. I didn't know that was you. I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. I had to, went into the toilet for a piss. I, there's like, I've got scratches like all over my dick, right? <laughs> all over my balls, all over the inside of my leg, Good fucking day. everything. And then I had to go home to my wife. Like, funny story. Like, this girl, <laughs> <laughs> this girl you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. No, look, look, luckily, luckily, like, there was witnesses and all that as well. But one of the, one of them, <laughs> involving a woman like this was and uh, like i was impressed by this even though i was almost blinded for life right i, I shut Damn. my eyes just in time two big guys long story but these guys had a problem with each other and we always had to like keep them apart mm-hmm. in this bar that i was working in right but then one day it came ahead and they ended up fighting so we get in and there's like three of us getting in the middle of it because it wasn't just these two guys it was like all their friends jumped in as well sure. so we we're trying to form like the wall in the middle of them to keep them apart but the two main guys are fighting i try and get into the middle of them and just as i'm pushing like the big guy away this guy was like six seven he was a fucking big dude right the other guy's girlfriend has ran behind him and like <laughs> and she'd grabbed a glass and jumped on a stool, jumped on a table. Remember the fucking end scene for fucking, what was that fucking Looney Tunes basketball fucking movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Space Jam. Like, yeah. Space Jam. She goes leaping through the fucking air like that <laughs> and just smashes the glass right down in the guy's head. But I shut my eyes just in time and just tons of tiny shards of glass hit me in the face. A Damn. couple stuck and everything but like and i was cut but it was like little tiny 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 cuts mm-hmm. and everything but then we were trying to after she smashed the glass that was it all the girls got up and it was a fucking riot we had to call the police and we we're like grabbing people and wrestling them out the club but then as soon as we come back in to break up the rest of the fight that person we just threw out would come back in <laughs> oh, man, and like keep fighting and everything so yeah that was a fucked up night but that's thing is even, even though i was nearly blinded it was it was fucking impressive. Like she got air. She got fucking air and she hit her she hit her target fucking dead on. I mean, I was angry, but you know, 
get I, I, I respect her. <laughs> <laughs> so when when all the pug stuff happened to you, you said yeah. you had a YouTube with eight subscribers. Did you have any plans whatsoever to go into video making before this happened? YouTube was a stupid side hobby. Like my, my first ever video that I uploaded was just me zooming in on the dog's face and calling him a cunt. <laughs> that was that was like my that was like my first ever YouTube video. It was just a dumb side project to do for mm. fun with my friends. But then uh, every time, like I would make some videos, like giving updates and stuff like that, like sort of talking about certain things. And then I was only doing that as a bit of fun. I was like, I'm not making a go of this. But every time I went mm. to court, like I would get in the papers again. Subscribers would go up. Other YouTubers wanted me on their podcast and to talk to me, and then people would subscribe to me, and then ended up like it was actually sargon that was like ah, you should start making videos like you know what you're talking about and everything you should just go for it so i started doing it more and more and featured on other people's channels and kept going back to court for more court dates and it just mm-hmm. grew and grew and grew and grew and now it's fucking my full-time job now and i've got a studio and staff and all kinds of stuff now which i did not expect this this was not planned because <laughs> the thing was as well and it had, like the amount of people that bitch about me going online and like like laughing at like leftists and all that stuff all the time is they get angry about it and i'm like you know that the reason that i'm here doing this is because you wouldn't let me get a fucking job yeah like i wanted to just go back to normal i tried like i didn't want to make a go of youtube but you wouldn't let me get a job so i had a shit ton of free time and guess what i did with it and then it turned out it got popular so basically it's their fault Every, yeah. <laughs> every, everything I've said and every bit of trouble I've got in since is their fault. Yeah, you could be working at Joe's Pawnery or whatever the fuck. You have nothing you. to do with it. I should, I should be the <laughs> asshole bouncer again. I should be, I should be doing the doors in Glasgow. That's what I should mm-hmm. be doing. But no, I'm fucking on YouTube now. That, that was, <laughs> I did great, try man. and go back to normal. I didn't want. That was the thing. I see being in the public eye and all that type of shit. I was like, I don't. I kind of don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't like people I don't know knowing about me mm-hmm. and all this shit. And all man, like tons of people know my name. I don't like that. <laughs> and all that. And it was just kind of weird. <laughs> so I wanted weird. to go back to normal, but it's weird nah. when you meet them. Like you meet you meet a, someone to you that's a total stranger, but yeah, they know a lot about you. Yeah. It's an information mm-hmm. disadvantage. It's awkward. Those are my favorite kind of people. <laughs> some, of, some of them are yeah. funny i had one guy that came up to me in the street and went like that count dankula i've seen your balls and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, uh hello like, <laughs> like, good good to meet you too man yeah well it's, it, it seems like it's worked out pretty well with your success on youtube you got almost a million subs is there any more fallout you might have to deal with from the pug prank or is that in your in the past everyone's still absolutely convinced that i'm a nazi and that video was me trying to get jews killed like there are some people out there that are so it's it's how long has it been this is 2022 this fucking like six years yeah six years ago like fucking and people are still fucking going on about it going indirect way to kill jewish people teaching your dog to nazi salute like i would have done something so much better if that was my intention like no at no point would i have done this and went yes this is propaganda people will definitely take step one the dog yeah the dog yeah (laughs) you you would have been hitler's top guy No, but, but that was like, and the, but the problem is, is I did this to sort of counteract it. Everyone goes, "Oh, you, 
made that video and that means that you're a secret Nazi white supremacist. And then I post the other video that I made of me teaching the, my black pug to salute whenever I say black power. <laughs> and, and whenever I say fuck the police, he gets dead excited <laughs> as well, and all that. And I'm going, well, this obviously means that I'm a black supremacist and I support BLM. And they go, well, that's not the same because because dumb fucking reasons. Yeah. There's no argument after that. It's like, but, guys, come on. He's clearly yeah. just doing anything that requires a salute that a dog you can be capable. You need a chihuahua. Of. You could go far with that. There's a lot of a jokes. Chihuahua. There. The, well, the, the, the part part of the meta comedy of it is even though like they. Like, white supremacy the master race and pugs that is definitely not something that they no. are because their lungs are in their fucking ears like they're just <laughs> like it's just a most genetic abomination like if, if there's any animal where you have to get a part of its throat removed if you want it to live past eight years it's not supposed to be here yeah it's not like they're a, they're a fucking abomination but <laughs> Kyle, are you getting a dog Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'm going to uh, the animal shelter later, uh, either early, either tomorrow or um, a couple days from now. I couldn't get him to answer on the phone today. I called a different shelter, mm -hmm. and uh, they only do like visitation between a certain couple of hours for some. They're very lazy. These animal people. I don't. They're always complaining <laughs> about not being able to get rid of the dogs, but. Jesus, you try I'm to get trying. a dog and they won't give them to you. Come on. Now, now <laughs> can you see what the inventory is online? It's been a long time since I. Yeah rescued a dog so you can go there I'm, and you can be like I'm sort of laughing out particularly and he's like you get visit, visitation I'm <laughs> <laughs> like it's the yeah. fucking jail so <laughs> there's like, a what? few dogs maybe you have your eye on see how they react when you get there yeah yeah and I've looked at like multiple shelters so there's a, there's a bunch of dogs but uh, there's one place that, that in particular seems to have fewer pit bulls um, and like pit bull mixes that that's the predominant like Homeless dog. Let's just call it that in Atlanta. Pitbulls. I'm I racist what, against pit bulls. I don't want one. It, it, you can just leave it at that. Uh, I don't want to talk about fucking statistics right now, but like, I just don't want a pit bull. I want like a, maybe a German Shepherd, um, but something that kind of looks like that, maybe, or some some cute fucking little dog that's thirty to sixty fucking pounds, something like that. I want a dog that'll like chill and sit on the couch and play fetch and all that shit. But I don't want a dog that could like clamp onto my hand and I have to like murder it in my kitchen while I cry with a kitchen knife. Like, I don't need that. <laughs> no, yeah. It's latched on. Finger its butthole. My, it ate my fingers. <laughs> it started with them. So yeah, gonna uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll have to drop dog your pants. Soon. <laughs> I, uh, now they catch me like that, and they, 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 they think the dog is defending itself from my advantage, and I go to jail. Dogs out there on the street biting more fingers off. Now fuck those dogs. They're just so, they're ugly too. If I'm being honest, I want a cool looking dog. I want a dog that looks like it could get some dog pussy if it hadn't been neutered. You know what I mean? A dog, mm. I, I, I always pray, I always say I want a dog that looks like it could maintain a decent Instagram. Okay, like, like, and I'm not interested interested in doing that. I'm just saying, if we put this dog on Instagram, he'd have five or six thousand followers quick. You need that. They want to know what corgi. Rufus was up to. They, yeah, I saw one. There's a, a a husky corgi mix. He's like a little stunted corgi. Looks real fucking cute. Um, he's he's definitely in the running. There's a there's like maybe twelve dogs I'm looking at that are all like I said, like thirty to seventy pounds and. I don't know. And fuzzy, eighty cheap. bucks. You could get all twelve, dude. They're having a special right now at one of the places. <laughs> There's a special on eighty dollars yeah. dogs. Yeah. They're twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. They're, they're, they're like all of. I don't know if it was all of August or all of the fall. It was like everything must go. <laughs> it was like twenty dollar <laughs> adoptions, and and the thing is, you go through their adoptions, and some a lot of them have heartworms, which isn't a big deal. Apparently, they make it sound like 
oh, I have heartworms, but you just, you know, you give them their medicine and they'll be fine. Right. So, so I'm not too concerned about that. But a lot of them, you don't haven't been vetted. Oh, that's no pun intended. <laughs> They've been uh, vetted, but not, but not vetted. Is so that the behavioral? Be you don't know why they're there, right? Yeah. There's some of these places, and they're like, this is Carlos. He's a 12-year-old beagle on his last legs, but he needs a forever home. His owner died. He's great with children, babies, cats, and squirrels. Like, oh, wow. He sounds like a real good guy to know for the next six months of his life. <laughs> like, you know what's up with that guy, but some of these places, it's like, we call him Dingo. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks a dog. You should get multiple dogs. It's one of those ones. See if he's only six months old. If the dog's only six months old, that's when, when I you're heard like, that they were 20, wrong. I was mad because I went the other day and they told me I was there on the wrong fucking day. And I wanted, I thought, I was like, if I had told that girl, if I pulled out like a wad of $100 bills and been like, look, I want one today. And let's just round it up to 350 for the dog. Cause I think you guys need the donation anyway. We'll call it a donation. And maybe you can take as much of that money as you want. But I'm just <laughs> telling you, I'll give you $350 and you get me a dog today. I don't care who keeps the money. I think she'd have just taken me back there and given me the dog. I'm giving them 350 either way. I figure that's a fair donation for a fucking mutt who's like probably so going to ruin Are you supposed to donate in addition to the 20? You're like... not supposed to, but I think it's like, you know, you it's order like an rule. I'm asking. Like, You're probably. I think it's the right thing to do. More. Okay, more it's more like, of a Kyle thing as opposed to a custom. I'm unaware of. Like, like, like the charities that I donate to are always dog fucking charities because I feel sorry for those fuckers. So yeah, I'll, I'll donate some money, a few hundred. How many dollars, dogs are you gonna get? Just probably just one dog. Like, like, uh, like how many like, do you really want? Total. <laughs> no I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get one dog i think because uh like i said i it look at you and i see pack leader pack leader oh okay mm -hmm. yeah All so right, you're gonna need more than one follower like a dozen at least for proper, <laughs> uh, for proper start pack. with two be like those african gangs that walked in the street with fucking hyenas, hyenas. and shit yeah. man the though i would not fucking have a pet hyena but those pictures look fucking badass like they do they do I, uh, but like yeah. how I feel like that's more of an intimidation thing. Can you train a hyena really well? Is oh, it yeah. just going to go bananas and kill the fact, the, the fact that in the pictures they're all muzzled, I don't think so. There's no <laughs> way that like after they're done with their quest for the day of intimidating someone. Oh, look at that good quit. guy. Look at it. It's 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 conspiring to kill it's that laughing. child. That it's literally laughing. That look hyena. At, at how happy a serious question. That like not a bit. You put that hyena and a pit bull in the octagon. What happens? Uh, hyena is going to hyena is going to kill him. Yeah. So the yeah. hyena has one of the strongest bites in all of Africa. They're the animal think, that comes along after the fact and crushes the animal bones to get at the marrow. It might like your. I, I, I think it has the strongest no, bite in the world. I think it. Yeah. I think it like for psi like pounds per square inch or something. So I heard yeah, that the crocodile and the pit bull were the two that had the strongest bite. Now, I heard that from a police dog trainer. I don't know. Oh, well, he's doing. a liar. Yeah. No okay. case. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like okay, you know in, in, in Woody's in Woody's like defense here. I mean, the the pitbull's not even fucking close. Not even near it. But the saltwater crocodile lapped oh. everybody else. It says 23,000 psi for that and then the next highest is a great white at 4,000. So, how could that is even it, be? Is true? hyena on your list? Is a human being uh, like two fifty or so? Hmm. No, hyena isn't even on here. Well, that's weak. But all these are all Zach's big ass not. animals. Sharks. Zach says a wolf. Well, but it's PSI, right? Like if 
Maybe if you gave a blue whale a bite test, it'd be a very tight bite, but not per square inch. I also, I don't know. I would like to see a hyena fight a pit bull, though. I think that's a real good matchup that I've never no, thought of. A hyena would fuck it up, man. I think a so big Zach hyena. Wrote, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. The hyena would absolutely destroy any pit bull you bring to the table, whether it's a so called game pit bull or fighting dog. It doesn't matter. A spotted hyena could kill a pit bull with one bite to the neck without even holding on. The hyena would break whatever bone it latches onto on the pit bull on top of that. The hyena has a. 50 to 60 pound weight advantage and is three times as strong. I didn't know hyenas were that big. I doubt Zach wrote this. He probably found it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he found it. No, he's a hyena keeper. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't talk hyenas unless you talk to Zach first. <laughs> keep telling him it's not going to take off. <laughs> he's like, it would oh. be great to bring, like, I don't know, Michael Vick's pit bull fighting farm. You show up with the hyena, see how it goes. He It'll let that man ball out if he hadn't have uh, if he'd been using hyenas instead of pit bulls. Like, 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 there's too many protection agencies for dogs. You start fucking with them, you're you're gonna miss some seasons. Hmm. I, I didn't realize hyenas were such a different league than pit bulls. I, I wh what have I seen? I've seen pit bulls defend like other dogs in the house against wild animals before. Yeah, I, I think that's like, the other thing. When we set coyotes. up these like fictional animal fights, is like. Animals in the wild don't usually want to fight unless there's something to fight over. Yes. They'd use, like, like most of the time, they're just like, fuck this. No reason to hurt each other. I don't know what you even are. A hiya what? Like, like, you know, <laughs> they just run away. Right. But, like, if, but if there was like a reason or they're like thrown into that pit scenario, literally, where they're one on one, that's a big boy. All right. So I think it's some forced perspective. Here. Look, I, I'm I think so as, too. as a kid who grew up shooting deer, like, well, you know how to take the picture to make the deer that's look Because that's an overweight man. We made a good fucking <laughs> shot there, though. Uh, and, and I don't know what that rifle is, but it looks meaty. Yeah. Okay. What is his head on? Is that a volleyball? A, a rock or something. Yeah. No, no. A stock? A like, rock. A oh, rock. oh okay. yeah. A stone of some kind. I, I don't, I don't know. Nothing. Hmm. Not like a name brand hyena head joist or anything. I was looking for a perspective like, you know, oh, that's a, a volleyball. You know how big that is. Ah, I see. Dude, I just found like that a 5,000 word article of a guy breaking down a fight between a hyena and a wolf. Okay. I'm curious. What are your guys' takes? I won't say anything. I Who do you think went? Uh, right, right, right. Just to clarify, they're both pack animals, but this guy's, for set, sake of example, it's a one-on-one. -on -one. Right, I guess I go with the hyena, but the one thought I've had throughout this whole thing is I think the female hyenas are the big ones, and yeah. the yeah. male hyenas are the little ones. So we're talking oh, about a female that. hyena versus a male wolf. We're just if picking two big, two big examples. It doesn't matter what what sex they are, just the size. I think I go with the hyena because the hyena lives in a world where he's dealing with bigger, scarier predators. The wolf lives in a world where he is the top dog. Yeah. And the, the wolf is... He's a scaredy cat, right? He, he really picks his fights. He, I don't think wolves take on scary shit. Hyenas battle lions. Yeah, you know they outnumber them, but you know they, they hyenas are fighting lions. Wolves, wolves are scared of me. You know they're mm. skittish. At they first. would run. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are all right. It's it's the hyena, and the only big benefit that the wolf had in the matchup was claws, because I guess the hyena doesn't have claws that can really do damage. But like I, at least four paragraphs of this is just going through the way that a hyena and a wolf should they latch onto each other at the same time, which apparently would happen when these kind of animals fight that like the, the hyena would be really upset by the wolf's bite, but the 
hyena's bite would destroy any any bone in the way. Like it could yeah. almost behead a wolf with its bite. Like, yeah, was, show us. Here's a good old... one. Here's a. I'm, I'm sorry, to interrupt you. Jack. Will you show us a hyena skull? Search like large hyena skull. So I think if we look at like the jaw, like and, and the and the teeth, it'll might give. Search average this. hyena skull. Let's be real here. Right. <laughs> I think if you see, get some perspective on how big skull. a hyena skull is, like, like we know how big this thing really is. Yeah, I know that when I saw a buffalo for the first time, I was like, "Wait, what? That's real!" Like, like when you when you meet a giraffe for the first time in person, it's it's shockingly they're big. enormous. So the real benefit the wolf has over the hyena is that it's a lot smarter. So like a pack of wolves would be able to orchestrate attacking something, I guess, better than a hyena pack. They'd get that rifle that guy had. They'd, they'd pilfer it, yeah. Yeah, so, it'd be great to have perspective. Hyena in the back, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm going to choose to believe it's that big one in the center. Okay, the so on the left is a hyena, on the right is a mastiff of these two. Oh. oh I mean, those are some real deal molars on the... On the hyena. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to. That's where. That's how it like crushes bone. So from what mm. from my David Attenborough uh, uh, knowledge, it, you know, it uses those Wolf back molars back there to just crush bone and get to the marrow. That way, it doesn't matter if the lion is the top predator. There's going to be leavings that only that only the hyena can access by cracking those bones. They think mm -hmm. that's how early man first developed his taste for protein and meat, and sort of took that step. Because like bigger brains need more calories, and they think the only way we would, we could have gotten it is by scavenging and uh, getting the marrow from uh, like the kills of saber tooth cats or whatever the. Fuck. You don't think that it's mushrooms like Joe Rogan? <laughs> I don't think that that's crazy to say, but 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 I don't. It's I, crazy I don't to think say. So. I, I don't think so. I, I he he. I saw a short of Joe Rogan today, and, and um, I guess the guys who originally discovered and uh, deciphered the Dead Sea Scrolls. The only one on that team that was not like religious said that it was a, a complete misunderstanding, the whole Judeo-Christian religion, that the Jews were trying to hide their their uh, their practices from the Romans. So they hid what the religion was actually about in a bunch of like fairy tales and nonsense. But he thinks it's about, again, mushrooms um, that that guy thought that it was you know, God would rain and then suddenly these mushrooms would pop up when God sent the rain and they'd eat God's mushrooms and they'd have to trip out. And he, he that, that seems uh, even less likely than it being the word of God. <laughs> <laughs> like, like truly, it's more likely it's the word of God than what you just said. Well, we see that. But but we see that in those little cultures, right? Those little shamanic cultures that that do have like a medicine man who's doing some yeah. fucking mushrooms in there. And that's their religion. He's the one who comes and the guy who's high as fuck is the one who comes out and is like, so first the moon was small, but then a woman and they're making the nonsense up off their high gourds. Right. So I don't know. It makes a little sense to me. Another great job. But I mean, that's why those oh, societies job out at, at 14 people. Like there's, you know, there's, there's all no of us messed up with our career path, but it's because it's clear that organized religion is the place to be. Organized <laughs> religion is the place to be. <laughs> that is if where you can, we belong. Yeah, that's it, we it really be. is. I wish I believed. I, I truly do, and I wish there was something to, too. more to believe in. I, it would be, be so great. fucking comforting. Give but me some just, proof. Any give proof. me just a little. Give I've me been on this little. earth for nearly half a century. I haven't seen a shred of evidence. You got yeah, this just, book where, 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 where God is just popping off all the time. Anytime he sees some shit he doesn't like, he's sending an angel or a flood or some pestilence or some bears. You show me one magical bear. If, if a bear walks down the fucking streets uh, uh, of my Atlanta neighborhood, <laughs> I'll believe.
that's all I need. Well, all right, not any bear. If they're like, yeah, yeah. it's a circus bear. It got out of that. But, but, but like a magical <laughs> bear shows up, I believe. There, there were magical bears. There were murderous bears, if you recall. Magical murderous yeah. bears. I it was like a bear that flies. I would believe I saw that. I, I told that story from the the, the Elisha oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where hey, Elisha, I, I don't know. Uh, Dank, are you familiar with the Bible? Like, or did you just like go to religious schools and like they kind of drilled it in your head, but you didn't? Not they, they they drilled that into my head, but I was just kind of like it's not for me. So yeah. Okay. When I was a kid, I was in the same situation, except I was so goddamn scared of hell. I was like anal about it. Like I got to take this serious. This is real. Like if and I remember as a kid, like my thought process being like like the teacher would say something in Sunday school or whatever about like hell's very real and people will end up there if they don't believe in Jesus. And it is torture for all eternity. Now let's talk about Job or let's talk about Jonah and the whale. And I remember like all the other kids, like the teachers, the parents, they just kind of move on. And I would be like the one person who like was treating it like it was truly real in my head where I'm like, guys, we can't be talking about Jonah. Hell is coming imminently. We need yeah. to be prepared for this. We need to be going for the big fish first, guys. And yeah. over like over getting older, I was like, Dan, if a lot of these people really believed this, they would have been acting like I was as a kid. Like, oh, we, no. God, but, hell like, is there. It's imminent. We need to, everything we do needs to be fixated on not ending up oh, in hell. There, what could matter in this material believe. plane? There are people like that. There are people but the who people believe, who told when me. You see them, yeah. When we see the people who believe, we, are, we stop and go, oh, that's not a real Christian. When when you see a real Christian, the rest of them in the room are like, "Oh, he's not one of us," yeah. because the guy who actually reads that book and does what it says cannot survive in mainstream life the, anymore. Like, like yeah, that way <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah, see, see, one of the one of the things that I've, see, I see, I do videos on like Celtic myths and stuff like that because a lot of them are like dying out and a lot of people don't know about it. But there was one story where it's like Celtic myths of things like the Kelpies, which are magical horses that could walk on water, and there's also things like the Nukalave, where it's like this half-man, half-horse that had like a de- like a breath that would just rain pestilence down and all that. But then there was another story I read, and it's called The Gilly-Doo. Right? Now, The Gilly-Doo was a guy that lived in the forest, and he had clothes made of leaves and shit like that, which is where I see ghillie suit. That's where it comes from. Oh. Like the Gilly-Doo, right? The guy that was wearing twigs and stuff like that and leaves, and sometimes... <clears throat> kids would get lost in the forest. They would come across the gilly do. The gilly do would say, "Well, it's night time now. It's too dangerous to go out. Come back to my house, and like the first light in the morning, I'll take you back out." He would feed them. They would go to bed. The next day, they got up. He would lead them to the forest and go, "Your village is that way. Be more careful in the woods." And I'm like, "Why is this a fantasy story? That's just a guy that lives in the woods." <laughs> I was like, see if he was like talking to the animals or like the trees moved when he sang or like moved out the way or there was some he's a mat- yeah. guardian for lost travelers yeah, he was like just taking to meet the fairies or something i was like <laughs> this isn't a fantasy story i completely believe this happened <laughs> I, I completely like, believe there was an eccentric lunatic dressed yeah. in vines who would say i am familiar with this small regional area allow me to assist you but i live in yeah, yeah. It's like, this, this is where i live my forest and, I, and everyone's like yeah this mysterious creature it's not a mysterious creature it's some guy that lived in the woods like that's all it fucking was but i never maybe that was an early on yeah. maybe that was an early on myth before there was a precedent set that they had to be fun 
And like they just started telling that one. And then someone pops up later with the pestilence centaur. And then they start moving forward with the good ones. Because I imagine like look at the Roman pantheon, the Greek pantheon, rather. They didn't hit that out of the park on the first try. Guaranteed. Like they they probably had to workshop Zeus and the rest of the cast because that's a way harder thing to to hold together than Christianity, where it's kind of one guy and it all comes from him. That's what. I remember thinking that was so cool as a kid and like as a kid being like, obviously this is fake and Jesus is real, but like, man, it would be cool if it was these like semi mortal people that were in charge. I feel like with, they'd be able to empathize with me a little more. Flaws. <laughs> They're yeah. very flawed. With flaws. Yeah, yeah. And I've said this before, but our modern superheroes are the Greek pantheon. Like, like, yeah. like, like it's the same shit. Like, like, and if you look at the powers of those Greek gods, they're about equivalent to a Marvel superhero. Like they, they have most of these desires. guys aren't like it's not like Zeus yeah. comes down and says, ah, water into wine and the earth explodes and you're made of gas now and you're made of trees. Like he can't do that shit. Like, no. like he's Zeus. He's the god of fucking thunder. He can change it. He's got powers, but he's not limited. But they he's all have to do love, with like all those fucking getting laid. Or- yeah, Some of yeah. them are just every, every Herm- meme is just like we get, we get every Greek story could start with just unfortunately Zeus was horny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like every single one. That's it is every single story about Zeus is like, and then he used his shape shifting powers to gaslight a woman and fuck her, and thirty million people died. And it's like oh, okay, <laughs> and then all of Athens fell into the sea. And it's like oh well, this is written by someone from Sparta with some you know. An axe to grind, probably. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, like, thinking how much of history that, like, we think of as, like, objective fact is, like, something that got slipped in there. Where some guys, like, 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 imagine, like, Alexander the Great was most likely gay. But imagine if he was, like, a a fucking conservative priest, like, pastor level, like, like, I'm not gay. I'm going to suck a dick in front of you to show you how much I don't like it. Like, like that level <laughs> of thing. Like, it would be funny if, like, one of his enemies slipped that in after the fact. Like, hmm. he's a great warlord, this and that. Yeah, but his buddy, uh, uh, Paris, he was, he was fucking him in the ass. Did you hear about that? No. Which, which but this is, this is the year 300, 800 BC. Throw it yeah, in. Was it, was it, was it Nero? Was it Nero that had a fanboy? It was. It was yeah. Now, now I'm, that's the right one. It's obviously yeah. not the name I said, but. Yeah, I can't remember. It was Caligula or Nero, one of the, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> basically, his wife died, and he was beyond distraught. But then his little wine boy that brought him his wine, he kind of realized, "You look a lot like my wife." Yeah, you are and my the Lord wife. Lord, one you bring me, the <laughs> more you look like it. Basically, so it was, bring me some more wine. It was Honey. basically some weird shit where he fucking like made him grow his hair long and everything, and was going around everyone and was going. This is my wife. You will refer to her by her real name, my wife. And all the Roman soldiers who are terrified of him are like, yes, your wife looks lovely today, Nero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those, like, no, nobody wanted to say anything. No, everyone total, was too yeah, scared. <laughs> the emperor has no clothes, you know, yeah. moment. Like it's scary. I, I remember I was reading this thing about, you know, there's that old thing about Nero, you know, playing the the equivalent of the violin or a fiddle or whatever on the the balcony of his palace as Rome was burning, right? Yeah. And I, I was reading this, and this is a while ago. It was some some guy who was clearly obsessed with all these emperors, and he's like, little known fact, that's actually false. He wasn't playing the violin while Rome was burning. This is used to malign Nero's character. 
And then like the next paragraph is like, he was in the basement molesting children while it burned. Like, and it's like, this is worse. Like, this is much worse than where we were at a few minutes ago. But I was yeah, like, that's what, one of those famous things that ends up becoming like a fucking like urban legend. And one of, one mm-hmm. of the ones that see how you've seen it all, the fucking Pinochet throwing communists out of helicopters like me. Oh, yeah. And of them, turns out all of that's bullshit. Really, didn't Pinochet happen. didn't throw like, communists out of helicopters. He, he murdered a lot of fucking people. The man loved a firing squad. Like he, he he killed a shit ton of fucking people. But as for like the way the story goes, is he would take them up in his helicopter and he would either shoot them in the head before he threw them or just throw them straight out. But it was to send a message or a warning to the other communists of this is mm. what will happen to you. But the only source for it was his helicopter pilot. Now. If he's thrown it out above cities and everything as a warning, some someone's going to see it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, if you're throwing it above a city, people might go, "Why is my car absolutely fucking obliterated <laughs> with a dead guy <laughs> like just lying in the middle of it?" Someone would have said something. So he yeah. see how the whole comment. Instead, he lined them up and shot them. He lined them up and shot them. But as for the helicopter thing, turns out that's all just a lot of shit. It was apparently some shit he's held someone anyway. Yeah, wildly inefficient. It would take so much fuel to to, to just be like, oh my god, we're losing our the the battle because of the amount of helicopter fuel we're spending. (laughs) Pinochet, he's a man who has his own sort of sadistic style. I imagine he was a he was all about fascism. That guy. He, he was, was he was the reason cocaine like fucking exploded because cocaine what was it what was he again he was chilly mm-hmm. uh, he was chilly but basically a lot of the cocaine production was down there right but not 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 a lot of people had like the connections to get it like to Europe America blah 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 it was mostly you know little small time connections but then basically whenever they came across like a drug compound everyone get lined up and shot they were just there was no trial no fuck all you were dead and so they decided to go maybe we'll move to another country where there's maybe some kind of due process instead mm-hmm. of just us immediately as soon as we're caught we're forced to dig our own graves <laughs> like that type of shit so they ended up going up to like fucking colombia and that's when they ended up meeting mm. with fucking uh shit what's his name pablo escobar and all the other people and that's how cocaine they had the connections because they already had smuggling roots into america and that's how Mm. cocaine came big so you've got pinochet to fucking thank for that and also the cia a little bit couldn't have done it without the cia yeah of course that's interesting. I feel like I'm learning a lot tonight. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know. I know so much useless information. That's all I talk about on my channel. Here is some shit that will better your life in no way for the next hour. <laughs> but tell women this on Tinder. They love it. <laughs> well, there's there's a market for the, the the red pill women thing now. You can you can get on the Andrew Tate grind and and get a bunch Ooh. of views that way. Oh, the, you know oh, what's the, the new is along earlier. those lines? Kyle, I got a thing. You mind? They've come up with a male contraceptive pill. Like there's a pill for guys that, that's in late FDA trials. And, and I thought it was pretty interesting. I, I'll give the link to you guys. You can see it too. There have been a number of attempts at a male pill for some time now. But it always fucks with your testosterone. And I think this aspect of it is interesting in that it makes guys moody and like there's, there's mood swings and maybe pimples or something else. I forget so what it was like the female one. <laughs> yeah. Like the yeah. female one. But for guys, they deem that an unacceptable side effect because guys don't get pregnant 
the threshold for what an acceptable side effect is is lower. But should it be right? You know, like do couples get pregnant or do women get pregnant? Women uh, get pregnant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you yeah. agree with the doctors? Um, yes. There are some people who feel like this is the patriarchy, you know, with, with its foot on the back of women's necks. It's the you opposite know, they, of that. Women get so, pregnant. She's the one who decides if she stays pregnant. She decides. She's the one who gets to decide whether we check that box from fetus to baby. She decides when that happens. My my biggest Touché. problem with the male yeah. pill. My biggest problem with the male pill is I don't like the idea of be, about to enter a woman and she looks up to me and says, "Oh, have you got a condom?" And then I have to look her in the eye and say, "It's okay. I'm on, I'm the, on pill. the pill." <laughs> <laughs> I would just immediately feel like a giant pussy. She would instantly dry up. Yeah. Like she would, she would, she would call me a taxi or something, man. Like, and no, I, I, I couldn't say that. I mean, the woman. problem with that is, exactly. is no, no woman in the world should ever believe a man who who tells you he's on the pill. Well, that goes, oh, like, like, yeah. that yeah. goes both ways. Yeah. But this thing that I remember this quote from the article: Useless. "Since men do not have to suffer the consequences of pregnancy, the threshold for side effects from the birth control pill is pretty low. That's why we're trying to develop a non-hormonal birth control pill to avoid hormonal side effects." And I'm not an expert in this, but apparently they found out that like semen production is somehow tied to vitamin A, so they found a specific vitamin A blocker. I don't know what other that's, effects that's this freaky. has you need right? my vitamin a. Something. Yeah. i don't i don't know what you need it for but i trust that you do because you can buy a pill yeah. First, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but i, I yeah. guarantee it's necessary for something important maybe sperm production but anyway yeah they found that like you can vitamin a is a nutrient important division growth cell division reproduction and immunity well anyway yeah immune, uh, immune um, system and uh, vision and your skin as well <laughs> They're finding that the side effects are pretty chill. I don't know. Maybe this will be maybe 10 years from now, they'll find that there's more. And it's a way for guys to not be fertile without having like mood swings and the fucking depression pills that women suffer. What's the use case for this for this product? Who's the man who's like, ah, great. Just guys who guys who like raw dogging without being dads. That's a quarter of the podcast right now. That's true. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the desired effect, but but how are we ever going to make that be a thing? Like, 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 presu- the woman's not going to trust you if she if she trusts. Now, the there are some the people pill, having sex with don't. people they trust. Well, no, <laughs> what Kyle is saying is that don't ever trust is- any man who tells you he's on the pill. What if you live exactly. with him? What and if men? you're married to him? So it doesn't. So Kyle is okay. Right so we're talking. That- so now it's for married men. So that's a very niche market of of married men who are like, I'm not going to take a. They're not gonna. They're not gonna take the pill. No one's gonna want. Well, hold on. The the core point of it, and Kyle's right. Men wouldn't take the pill. Is that the reason that women are more hmm. likely to take the pill is that they physically bear the brunt of the childbearing. So there's like a real threat of I will be pregnant. I need to take this. Men, they're they're that's ancillary to them, especially if they're just having a hookup or something. They weren't concerned before. They're going to go through extra steps to do it now. Like I, I, I don't I get see you. the use. Yeah. In the hookup market, there's a lot of complications going on. There's also STDs that you're trying to avoid that might make you want to take condoms. That or there's trust issues involved. If this person is new to you, but there are tons of people in committed relationships who don't want a baby right now. Maybe they want one in the future. Maybe they've had their boy and their girl, and they just don't want babies anymore. So. Guys are looking at a non-surgical option for infertility, or women are looking at an option that doesn't involve like depression and mood swings and weight gain and all that bullshit. Uh, like vasectomy seems better than like taking a pill forever. 
it's a terrible idea if, if if you're the person if you're the kind of person who's in let's just say a committed relationship but it is not time to have a child or one of you isn't does not want children what we're talking about is ruining some people's lives with a child because you know there's no going back right i mean there is mm -hmm. but like we're pretending that she's not going to not abort this child that, that once the child once she's impregnated that's it we're having a child right you shouldn't be trusting one form of birth control anyway like, like sure add this to the pile if you mix but a man should never trust this for his primary birth control, and a woman should never trust this as as her pr for primary uh, form of birth control. And so, there's no purpose for this. There's going to be no women who are like, are "Why you couldn't the it bill? be even that scenario?" It sounds like you want more than one barrier. Oh, sure. Well, there's I mean, that's be a, one of them. I mean, I would never take it. I would never take that pill and potentially mess with my hormones even a little bit. Mm -hmm. like, like, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm it doesn't I'm regular. do that. It, it messes they with say it doesn't. A. Yeah, they said I don't, I don't know what the consequences they said of that didn't make. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the consequences of, of tampering with my vitamin A are. I know that like we measure my vitamin A with a with a comprehensive blood test every couple months, and if it's off, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> no, now Kyle, riddle me this: If your vitamin A came back as zero, would Derek be concerned? Yes, Derek <laughs> yes. would be concerned. And they no, but there Kyle, it's talks. only for cell division. Like, I need cells so badly. Maybe it cures but cancer. But what I'm saying but is, like, is like, this is a product with no good like uh, market because no men are like, ooh, I'll go to the doctor and act and ask about fucking lint blanks, bl the, the pill that makes me shoot blanks, whatever like trendy name they're gonna give this nonsense. No, no guy's ever gonna do that. And no, no woman is going to... I mean, if, if it's a product that people want to take, then whatever, they can take it. Like, I, I just personally... Oh, I'm not, gonna, I'm not stopping people from taking it. I'm oh, just saying yeah. it's a stupid fucking product. I, I don't think any of us care about it that way. It's just, like, I look at it, and I'm like, this is a product with no market, at least yeah, in I think the it's a great product. But there's, Would no you market, take there's no direct market for it, because in a couple scenario, or a hookup scenario, the woman is going to be the one who principally wants to do this. And so there will be an understood norm that the woman is still the one who takes primary responsibility with birth control. Like women know that they have to do that because guys don't deal with the brunt of it. So they're more lax with it. You, you know, know what? what if you the guy what? doesn't want to trust the woman? What if the guy thinks, Oh, she could baby trap me. Yeah. He wears a condom. Yeah. He'd wear a condom. If, but if then you're he has to wear a condom. Who, you have to wear a condom. If you're fucking a woman who might baby trap you anyway, don't what, what, what lies is she going to weave that are going to prevent, get me to take that condom off. Wear a condom. If Where before you're about to fuck, you're like, man, I need to go through this set of procedures to ensure this unstable bitch doesn't ruin my life. You need to not. You shouldn't be there. You and and just be as much so, like, 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 and it's not Get just that. But like, we're viewing this from the viewpoint of like, man, I would hate to have to like pay child support. But there's plenty of women. This will ruin your fucking life too. Like, like have have a kid at 22 and have that guy like disappear and send you a check for fifteen hundred dollars every month and see how mm -hmm. how the rest of your life goes. Yeah. Right. That's gonna be a rough trajectory. Um, so I, I like that guy that I was talking about, that black guy who gives like what, like dating advice, like women call and they ask like, what do men want? I want this kind of man. How do I get that kind of man? And he He's like dead. breaks it and he breaks it down. He's way dead. The guy you sent me, I, I Googled him. He died of uh, a heart attack like less than a year ago. Are you serious? Yeah. So I whatever, Samuels, whatever his name is, look him up. Like I, that's what I saw. Yeah. He died of a heart attack. Oh, he was like 52. Dude, I hope that he goes, um, Who's the bodybuilder who's making videos like three times a week? I'm watching, dude. I'm watching so many of his videos right now, like What's one his after day? another. Rocky um, Mountain something or 
Oh yeah, Rocky oh, Mountain well, oh, oh, Fitness, oh, whatever the, 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 the Mountain Dog. Yeah. Mountain Ma- Dog. Yeah, Mountain yeah. Dog. Yeah, that guy's got more content than ever. He's not even <laughs> slowing down. Yeah, he, he was, uh, he was <laughs> talking to this. Months. He was talking to a um, this woman who um, who had a kid. She was like, I don't know, 30, 35, average looking lady with like a ten year old son. And uh, she's like, Yeah, I'm looking for a husband. He's like, No, you're looking for a stepfather. Like, well, I want both. Well, first and foremost, though, you're looking for a stepfather. <laughs> and like and like broke all that stuff down. It's really remarkable when he asked what their expectations are from um, a man, like like what they're looking for. And like, right, I want a man who does this, that, and the other. And he's like, Okay, so you want a rich man. No, you just said you wanted two and a half million dollars worth of kids. <laughs> you want a very rich man. Now, there two percent of men. You want a black man, right? Okay. One percent of men. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Half of rich people are black. Yeah. And, and then and, no, no, no. Well, well, no. He's playing well, he fast heard, and loose with the math. You well, know? No, no, no. <laughs> well, well, he's breaking down how the percentage of black men who make the money that she's talking about. And then he says, okay, so that's five percent of, of 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 the men in the world. That's who you're going after. Who's going after that five percent of men? Who's your competition? It's younger better looking fitter women without a 10 year old son that he's going to have to be feeding. But he's like, he's like, I look at that kid. You know what I think? You know what I really think? I think if I have kids with you, you want more kids, right? Yeah. Two or three more. I think that every dollar that goes into your kid's mouth is a dollar that doesn't go into my son's mouth. I think that that, I think that your little crumb grabber is going to be running around anytime I want to get physical with you. There he is. That little crumb grabber is, I want to go on vacation, fly you somewhere. Crumb grabber got to come too. (laughs) <laughs> and he just, he just breaks all that down and it's just like she's like yeah i guess well what can i do i would start by losing about 30 pounds there's a lot of that part the one you said you oh yeah, my god that's the, the one you drop. sent me where she's like she's like so how tall are you it's like 511 he's like what do you weigh it's like she's like 190 and she's she's more than 190 and he's like, they're talking. And at one point, he's like, you weigh 200 pounds. She's like, 190. And he's like, that's a sandwich and a big shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, she at one point, he's like, give yourself after he did that breakdown that Kyle laid out. He's like, so what are you? Cut, take your body out of the equation. Just face. Give yourself a one to 10 rate. Fresh out of the shower. Yeah, fresh no out of the shower. You're and- wet. You look in that mirror. What are you? Yeah. You cannot say a seven. <laughs> and she goes, I'm an eight. And he goes, without missing a beat, he goes, Beyonce's an eight. And like, <laughs> she's like, he goes, Beyonce's an eight, <laughs> Kelly Rowland's a nine, and Rihanna's a 10, even with her big head. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he, he, he shut her down really well. I mean, I saw- obviously, it was another one of those situations where it's like, oh, here's someone who professionally talks on camera versus someone who doesn't professionally talk on camera. Like, you can take an expert in something, put him on camera, and one of us retards who does this for a living could walk circles around him if that's, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean we were right. If you find an awkward enough historian, I'll beat exactly. him in a debate about Rome, and I can barely spell it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But if like, he's awkward enough. He's very good. My, more of my favorite encounters, um, this lady said Bring me like, any deaf physicist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll humiliate him. He's signing at me. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Being unbelievably just ad hominem attack. You would say 
say that. You're a physicist. <laughs> yeah, you would say that. Wow. Oh, I was harping about the speed him. of light. Nothing about the speed of sound from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said something about her weight, and she said, I'm going to go. He said, you need to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he sort of makes this point he's like he's like when was the last time you were in a size four dress she's like elementary school he said so you see this is it we've peaked right here we're not gonna magically get back to <laughs> elementary school fitness that ain't gonna happen so here we are you're an average woman i give you a six you're a six all right you're cute all right you are you are cute you know what a six gets a six you know what yeah. a six is? Average. You know what an average black man makes? $42,100 a year. <laughs> so you need to be looking for a man that makes $42,100 a year because that's what you are. She's like, but I've got a master's degree. And he plays a sound effect. And it's somebody, it's, it's a different girl who went, I'm a PhD. He's like, we don't care. We don't care. He's like, he's like I've got the kind of man you're looking for is a wealthy man. I'm a wealthy man. I don't care about your degree. Why would I care about your degree? You're going to come work? You, you think I'm sending you to, to a job? Like, no. I want somebody to make my life mm. peaceful. And he, like, Dude, talks about what, like, he wants from a woman. You know who said that really well? Um, yeah. Derek on More Plates, More Dates said it on the uh, Jay Rogan experience. He, they were talking about, like, they didn't use the word, but they were talking about women's sexual market value. And how when a woman is professionally successful, Derek was like, it's almost like a negative to me. He's like, I'm professionally mm -hmm. successful. I'm looking for a support system, someone who's there to help me, you know, lift me up, support me like emotionally and and whatever. Like um, he didn't use all these words, but, you know, efficiency, run the house, whatever it is. He's like, if this woman is a doctor, then she's got her own thing going on. Yeah. I'm not looking for someone who's got her own thing going on. I'm looking for someone who wants to partner with me on my yeah. thing. It's, like, it's a very interesting position that he takes with his, his videos. And, it, and it's not like he's like going to some university and owning the libs, he has a radio show where women call in who want to know, how do I get a man like you? Because RIP, by the way, really good looking guy and like really well put together. I don't know what his profession is, but he seems to be wealthy. Like he seems well to this do. This is Kevin Samuels we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the black gentleman. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, there's one interaction he had and the lady's like, well, you know, um, I thought maybe I could get an older man, who, the kind of man who he can't get those 25 year old women. He's like, I'm 52. I can't beat them off with a stick. <laughs> just good stuff I, I, r.i.p to that guy damn i can't believe i just discovered a new youtuber that i enjoy and he's dead yeah i didn't Shame. know until until you sent me him that i looked him up but uh, we can jump back to whatever but before we do we're gonna hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors this before episode of that, PKA, i'm gonna get a drink go for yeah. it yeah this episode of PKA brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Spring has finally come, so let's help you do the same. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. 
And we've got a code special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> so if you would like to try Blue Chew, check it out. Code PKA. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. Best this- dick you've ever had. It's gonna give it to your Awkward partner. Phrasing, but you're gonna be you're gonna be walking with a limp. Your dick is gonna be so hard. Your dick's so hard. You'll be walking with a limp. Uh, this episode also brought to you by Death by Gummy Bears and Wonky Weeds, two wonderful, wonderful products. Mm-hmm. Are you or a loved one sick of mediocre or even bad THC alternatives? I know I am. Well, we've got great news for you. Deathbygummybears.com and WonkyWeeds.com have you covered. Death by Gummy Bears and Wonky Weeds were funded by a group of passionate professionals who were sick and tired of low-quality THC products that are spray-coated and very often incorrectly dosed. That's why DeathByGummyBears.com and WonkyWeeds.com had the boys in the lab cook up high-quality, powerful THC alternative products that are accurately dosed and actually taste great. Looking for a super strong 100 milligram Delta 8 gummy that'll put you on your ass? Then DeathByGummyBears.com is for you. Looking for more of a mellow, relaxed high? Then the cartridges, disposables, pre-rolls, distillates, and weaker gummy bears at wonkyweeds.com are more your speed. So whether you're trying to get absolutely shithoused or just have a nice relaxing night at home, we've got the THC alternative product for you. With so many satisfied customers all around the USA, American-based wonkyweeds.com and deathbygummybears.com serves all states where hemp-derived THC is legal. So whether you're a current THC enjoyer or just interested in trying something new, go to wonkyweeds.com or deathbygummybears.com and use code PKA20 for 20% off your order. Once again, that is wonkyweeds.com or deathbygummybears.com, code PKA20 for 20% off your order. It's the real deal, folks. It gets you fucked up. These gummies are powerful. If you have a high tolerance, I'm not going to deign to tell you what to do. Have fun. But if you are just getting into this stuff, Start out with a cart over at wonkyweeds.com. If you're just very brand new to it, start out with a Delta 8 cart. It's a little more mellow. The THC ones are THCO ones rather are a little stronger. And then I believe the HHC from my subjective experience are the, the strongest of all. Uh, or the edibles. I, I I like the wonky weeds edibles. The, the death by gummies are so strong that it is easy to take a half when you meant to take a third, or easy to take a third when you meant to take a quarter. And this there's a difference. Bitch, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this shit is, it's, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I hate to say this, but I'm like, are these irresponsibly strong? <laughs> so, so, so if you're like the exist in the wonky weeds world, you'd be happy there. Yeah, and if you want to get you. absolutely demolished, try the death by gummy bears. <laughs> We're talking and- to it. Bro, <laughs> this is like pros versus Joe's talking about THC over here. <laughs> yeah, Kyle and I love the death by gummy bears. <laughs> they get absolutely destroyed. Uh, and lock and load on this episode, like is. all episodes, brought to you by lock and load. Go to gorilla mode, no, gorillamind.com <laughs> and check out lock and load. Semen increasing, volume expanding, orgasm improving. Everything's going to be great. You're going to love it. I love it. Kyle loves it. Woody loves it. We take it all the time. Use code PKA or impress code JIZ. Shock your partner. Yes. Impress and shock people at the mall. And <laughs> <laughs> try this. If you're still waiting in the wings going, I'll try They'll it someday, give it a go. Months. This, if you, people are loving this product. It keeps selling out. Keeps keeps 
people yeah. love it. It works great. I literally had a discussion with a friend who I gave a bottle to a couple months ago, and it was someone who doesn't live here anymore. And so he came back in town, and he was like, "Oh, that that cum stuff you make? Holy shit, dude!" Like I, <laughs> he said that. He like, and I was like, "I know I can trust you because he would have come back and been. He would have told me like, that's that shit's." Bull. like i was mm-hmm. taking nine pills for nothing no it works so code jizz or code pka for 10 percent off also <laughs> you can get any of the protein powders any of the pre-workouts i would have demanded a sample taylor you can't trust that guy i'm, yeah. ju- I'm just i'm just laughing <laughs> at the fact that you had a friend that came back and went dude i come so much <laughs> <laughs> well when you're in the jizz biz you try and help your friends out yeah. <laughs> we need to we're gonna we're gonna send you some bank you're gonna be just absolutely soaked Oh no, my stuff, my stuff's on ice. Me and my wife do IVF. My stuff's on ice. I've, I've had to come into the oh. jar and hand well, see, it to the nurse awkwardly. <laughs> it does <laughs> not uh, increase your sperm count. It increases your volume of of seminal fluid and shit. He doesn't want to mess with the yeah. cocktail. He's, he's on it. So oh. uh, you went to the. I'm sorry, we were I'm interrupting our own edge. You went to the the fertility place, jerked off in a little office, and then handed it over. Yeah, no, no magazines, no TV, no nothing. I had to, I had to connect to their Wi-Fi on my fucking phone because there was no <laughs> signal, and I just uh-huh. went, "What is the weirdest fucking hentai that I can look up to have this? Have their sysadmin fucking freak out?" <laughs> and I uh, shit, man, nah, nah, I just, I just googled pictures of like, I, just, I think, I, I think I literally went porn what did i do again and i went on to google and typed in like big boobs and just like went into like <laughs> images and i was shit because i don't fucking like a child but i did this up, like i had to come out i had to like come out and uh, the problem is is you come out into a waiting room of everyone who knows you've just had a wank and not mm-hmm. everyone's there for a wank there's women there mm-hmm. as well and they tell you if there's no nurse Keep the jar in your armpit to keep the sperm warm and all ah. that. So I was just sitting with like a jug of cum in my armpit for like five minutes and nobody came. So I went outside for a smoke. And other than <laughs> then, the nurse came and went, Where is he? And people in the waiting room went, He's outside smoking. And she was not fucking happy with me. She, <laughs> she was like really upset. And like in the car park, I'm just handing over like a jar of cum to the fucking nurse. <laughs> that I've done this good. twice. I, I... Yeah. Yeah, when so we had hope really quickly, but for Colin, there was this delay. It turned out it was on my wife's side, a little foul up with the C section, but um, we didn't know why we weren't having a kid, so we got me tested. The first time I go in there, and they gave me like a jar to take home, and they're like, wanking this thing, drive straight over and and do the thing. And uh, the test went well, but I I guess they do it more than once. And uh, they're like, Yeah, so here's a little sample collector, you can go home, do whatever. And I'm like, Don't you have like wank banks right here? And they're like, yeah, we do, but you can go home. And I'm like, nah, I don't make a trip. I'm here already. You know, like uh, I'm good to go. And, uh, you know, you have to like abstain for two or three days. But I, so I was ready. I wasn't ready to abstain longer. Like I did. Let's go right now. I'm all pent up. I'm ready. I'm I'm a finely tuned athlete and I'm peaking today. So, uh, so they put me in a little wank bank and there were magazines there worn out pages Ooh. missing folded where <laughs> folds don't belong like oh. these oh, many men th- these were slut magazines that man had passed between them for you know not about the magazines themselves not the pictures the women were lovely i'm sure but the magazines they were passed from guy to guy to guy okay and um 
Um, but you know, I made it work. Things I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Those magazines could talk. They they have one story to tell again. I like I like yeah. the fact that pages were folded as if someone wanted to keep their place. Like I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> someone was manhandling these magazines. Like like were they stored up in a tube at point? I don't know. But uh, and when I got out there, this is the part I didn't like. I've got my sample, and there's like a nurse behind a counter. I didn't have to wait. They were like ready for me. And she goes, okay. And I'm like, ah, right here in front of me? You're checking out yeah. the size sure of my you put enough in there. So she, she might have to be like, oh, you, did you miss? No matter how much much I, I gave, I would go out with a comment like that. <laughs> like, even if it's not a drop miss, be like, oh, it's all over the toilet seat. Sorry. <laughs> it looks like Ghostbusters in here. <laughs> you know, wow, you could you confident with that cup of cum? What if you just be people, like, I got it. It's the cum. They expect <laughs> you to be in there for a long time, maybe, be, like some people, because it's a fucking weird place to do that. So you'd have time if you wanted to get like a couple loads out. You could. They look a lot at your. um like the density of it like i don't think they count every sperm yeah they just want to know like a subsample i think i wonder if you put yeah. a second and third load in there if it would hurt your numbers oh yeah. fuck you're right I, I, yeah. I, 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 are you thinking that those later loads won't be as have as dense sperm i'll count? bring some i am but i'm not a scientist i'm just a guy really good at masturbating well yeah. Your first pass of the day is the one that's supposed to get tested. I think so. Like they, they have you save up for a couple of days, and I think your first load is your best effort. I, like I, I if you told me, Woody, week. we're going to run a yeah. hundred meter dash, but run three of them to get the best time possible. It's like, bro, trust me, they get worse and worse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good comparison. You're right. I'm glad you guys talked me off that ledge before I made a fool of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just been go it, there. He's been there for forty-five like, minutes. <laughs> I heard <laughs> it, it took me a while because I kept getting put off because like it's just a little shitty like doctor's wooden door. I could yeah. hear everyone's conversations in the waiting oh, that's room. Oh, I know, man, yeah. and I'm I'm sort of sitting there like that. I don't give a fuck if you're going to fucking Rachel's barbecue the weekend. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear about this. I don't want to go. Oh, but we have to go because I said we'd go. I'm trying to have a wank. You're like yelling oh, from you're yelling from like, the room. Talk Shut about your pussies. <laughs> I'm trying to get get this office and try to get out of here. <laughs> Talk about your tits. <laughs> I'm, I'm spinning barbecue fantasies in my head. Come on. See, I think you guys are masturbating at a lower level than me. I don't think you have my subject matter expertise on this. I, I could totally spin her. Her you said like you sit there with headphones in, listening to like whale song at the right. <laughs> it must be exactly sixty-eight hertz to achieve like peak spell count. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen that old King of the Hill where Hank has to give sperm, and the the doctor's like, "Mr. Hill, would you like any visual aid?" And he's like, "Oh." Yes, if you have popular mechanics, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, you have to masturbate in the cup. <laughs> yeah, but he has horrible sperm. You know, that's part of his character right? to overcome. Yeah, what? It, oh, yeah, King, King of the Hill, Hill is coming back. I, I hope what? that Mike Judge that- has a lot to do with it. I hope that he's still the writer, the the main, the head honcho, because so much of like King of the Hill is like his brainchild. Like it's the brainchild of Mike Judge. So as long as he's super involved, it'll be good. I'm curious about how they'll handle, like, will the characters be 
you know, ageless like the Simpsons, or they just come back and Bobby's still a little kid. And and I hope and like, so. And yeah. Joseph is like right has has is thirteen. He just hit puberty still. Uh, like like is, is Lady Bird still a fucking live? Like like or is it like are we catching up? And Bobby's like junior propane salesman. Dad, and- I'm trans now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Bobby, you're not doing that liberal stuff in my that, that is my purse. <laughs> that is good. That's <laughs> like good. That. Yeah, so I hope Don't let that Mike it's judge the exact that. He'll same world. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. I, I hope it's the same fucking thing. Because I, I would not... I want it to be reminiscent of the old show. It's such like a feel-good show for me. I want the characters to be the same. I, I, I liked how basic it was, and yet still just utterly funny. Like the Simpsons mm. had this: oh, Homer accidentally got abducted by aliens and then became the U.S. president, blah, yeah. and like all this wacky shit. Whereas there was a whole episode of the King of the Hill of Hank trying to figure out who kept putting their trash in his bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a funny fucking episode. That like it's fucking. It was a lot so more grounded. Yeah, more yeah, slice of life. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they they seemed like real people some of the time, and uh, and that's that that's pretty damn good. A lot of the characters mm-hmm. are dead. It's a good way uh, not it. a lot, but several of the characters are dead now. The voice yeah. actors. Oh, really? Uh, Who else other than? I mean, Luann died in the middle of the run. Um, what's his name? The the one the the musician. Um, that was in like so many episodes. I can't remember who it was. Not one of the core four main guy. Oh, um, uh, the guy who's the like Walmart. Um. Yeah, it's like Smokes the fucking person in there, something like that. Um, I, oh, I thought it was Luann's boyfriend. He was, it was him. It was that that lose it. Lu- Luann always stated it doesn't matter since she's dead. Um, but yeah, I look forward to seeing the show again. Haven't seen it forever. I don't rewatch Chuck it. Mangione. Yeah, <laughs> I don't ever. I that's Chuck Mangione was the one always playing the uh, trumpet or whatever mm-hmm. in he the was show. The Mega Lomart. Yeah, sponsor yeah. or spokesperson. I don't know. I, I honestly don't long for it or anything. Um, I, uh, I, I, I thought it was okay watching it, but I've never gotten obsessed with it. Like rewatched it over and over the way I have so many other shows. Uh, oh, Woody, did you finish for all mankind? I've, uh, the first half of season two is where I am. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Still h- highly recommend that show to anybody who's, who hasn't seen <clears> it. I've, I'm, I'm, I've watched it all. There's three seasons out on Apple TV. It's so fucking good. I and, really like it. And and you mentioned that they... So for people who don't know, this show starts, I think, in like the 50s or 60s. Definitely the 60s. And, 67, uh, I think? 67, 69. Landing on the moon area. Is that, that is about where it started. I think you're right. So in any case, I'm in the 80s now, and they age the characters so well. And like some characters age hot. Uh, like Gordo's wife, for example, and Ed, the the dude. Yeah. Some characters gain weight. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that good with names. Is the black woman Gordo. named Danielle? Gordo gains weight, and the yeah. the black woman who broke her arm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She didn't age hot, and it, the aging is so convincing. And I don't know that I've ever seen it done this well for me. Anyway, I don't know. It's working for me. Maybe I'm watching it on my computer screen, but. Uh, I don't even know what age the actors really were. I, I can't tell which ones were the real actors and which ones have been aged. It's so effective on me. I'm surprised to hear you say that because it wasn't good to you. I feel like it's some of the worst I've ever seen because like, like they all look the same. I'm like, 
Gordo looks wildly different. Right, they, so they took their time on Gordo. I almost feel like Gordo was like, can I gain 50 pounds, y'all? Like, <laughs> I mean, if you want to, but we weren't. Thank you so much. I've always <laughs> get paid to do this. So like, I think Gordo's going to lose weight because I thought I saw like a hint of fat suit on his belly in this yeah, one scene yeah, that I don't want to spoil. Yo, yo. Um, okay, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, here's the thing. Especially with, um, there's a main character. She's the wife of um, the main act, astronaut. Ed's so wife. The, Ed and Karen, when you're talking about. So Karen, um, as a character, never ages. They just make her hair a little grayer every 15 years. And so, like, I'm, I've finished season three. She's, it's she's 95, still- so she's about 60. And she is so hot. <laughs> she Dude, looks. It is too. Twenty eight. <laughs> uh, so she's one where maybe I, I, I feel like they chose some characters to age into. Like there, there's a rare guy who um who's the doctor from ER. He's a really famous actor. Stamos. Mm-mm, but he's a good example. This guy, uh, George Clooney. I'm looking for Clooney. George Clooney. The way that he aged, he just seemingly got older and more handsome like it was really good um this one of the characters on the show they did that for him and i'm like he got a hookup he got a better haircut i remember like like my girlfriend was like he got a better haircut he's got i was like yeah he's way better looking in his like make-believe or late 30s than he was in his make-believe (laughs) mid-20s i agree (laughs) yeah i think i see him over 40 and now i'm not doing the age very well but look i look 60 something and like all they do is they um they they give him a short haircut so you can see a more pronounced like um like balding pattern although he's got all his hair and then they um they do this sort of sallow cheek thing where they make his cheeks a little dark like uh-huh, in there okay. to make him like a little sunken, but that just makes him look more athletic. <laughs> so, and, and and this isn't a huge spoiler. I hope you don't mind me saying this. I know you won't. He starts doing TRT in the third season. Does he? Like every, <laughs> every now and then they cut to him and he's got a syringe in his ass. That's <laughs> and funny. Some other characters like you're shooting up anabolics left and right, and he's like, stay on mission. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. He needs some fucking TRT, dude. That- Sixty going on space missions. <laughs> I, so I've learned about aging. Uh, <laughs> that sallow cheek thing. Humans lose fat in their face as they get older, even as they gain Ecology, fat. Right. I heard it called the fat. I'm not sure. Of you the could skin? Be, well, you're that's a different thing. Um, okay. they actually lose fat. Like there's puffiness under their cheeks that migrates, like, and it, it's not a good look. Um, but the thing is, on guys, it's not such a bad look. Like, you know, you get, sort of get high cheekbones and a and a cut face, and guys can age in that sallow thing and not look bad. For women, it's almost never a positive improvement. You know um, who's got the most sallow like face? Lance Armstrong. Like, like when he was doing um, his thing. And mm-hmm. there's like no fat left on that fucking bone. And his face was just chiseled. Not that he had like a great jawline or like some like perfect look. It was just, God, there's nothing left on his face. He's peddled yeah. it all away. He gave guy, it away for those. <laughs> a guy with no fat in his face can look pretty good. I don't think that always works for girls, especially when their skin loses elasticity. You see uh, UFC fighters cutting weight. Sometimes on like weigh in day, they look really handsome, even if they're not handsome every day. Yeah, Chael Sonnen used to look really good on really chiseled. Day. Yeah, Chael yeah, dude. yeah. Chael still but, looks good, um, and he looks powerful. Like like Chael still works out. Yes, yeah. He talks about it too. He talks about you know, he's he's training with professional fighters now. I think the like the fire is going a little bit now. He's just keeping in shape by sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure yeah. it's like a it's 
great to rub elbows with people who are like plugged directly into the business he's trying to report on. Yeah. So there's a fight coming up. Um, I think it's not this next one, but maybe the one after it. It's definitely the the not the next, but the next after that big fight. And it's the I'm gonna call it the fuck you Nate Diaz card because here's what the UFC's done. The UFC has Nate Diaz and the UFC hate each other. Last time they had a meeting, Nate walked out of it and pissed on their lawn outside. And then photographers took pictures of him pissing on the lawn. And he's like, yeah, because fuck them. That's why I'll piss on their lawn. And so they're like, okay, one more fight left on your thing. You're going to fight Kamzak Can I Zamaya. pause there? Yeah. So a lot of times when a fighter has one more fight, and when if I have one more fight left, I can redo my contract now, showing loyalty to the UFC. I can hope to win it, bet on myself, and redo the contract. You know? And, and now... I've really got an advantageous position. I am a world beater. You gave me a tough fight. I won. I need a new contract. I'm in a good position to get a better one. That's not what Nate's doing. Nate's going to finish his contract. He's going to call out Jake Paul or something like that. He's leaving. He's leaving the box. He's leaving the box. He feels like there's more money outside the UFC. So the UFC wants to use his big name and boost up some guy who's not leaving the UFC. You take it from there? That's some of it. But okay. what the UFC wants to do is they want to embarrass Nate Diaz on his way out. They want him to get an absolute beating. So they have found the the most powerful guy that they could possibly match up with him. And it even pop, even makes sense. Like, it barely does. Like, like, everybody's saying what I'm saying, that, like, they're leading Nate Diaz to slaughter. This is about embarrassing Nate Diaz and beating him uh, in, in front of as few people as possible because they have removed everyone from that card that you've ever heard of. And if you look at the card after that, it's a killer. Because all the guys that, that were on Nate's card have been pushed on over there. It's like, oh, yeah, we want those fights to happen. We're a business. But not on Nate's card because he gets a dollar of a pay-per-view or $2 a pay-per-view, whatever it is. He gets points. This is They're ruining the didn't... pay-per-view for Nate. They're make, they're going to make that card as shit as possible and fuck him out the door. It's going to be like Nate Diaz on the card. Shemayoff, is that pronounced his name? And then like a bunch of people you hadn't heard of, like Fat Chicks or CPAs. Pull, pull up the card. Like, look at it. Like, like, <laughs> like look, I'm, I'm not like... I'm not to the point where I know the top 10 guys in every division, but I'll know their names if I hear them. Like, I couldn't uh -huh. rattle them off, but you say them, and I'm like, yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember him. He fought so-and-so. The people that are on this Nate Diaz card, um, it, it's a real shit card. Johnny Walker, I know, but, like, nobody else. Johnny Walker was – he's the number – Johnny Walker was kind of a big deal about six years ago, five years ago, when people thought he could beat John Jones, but then he lost on the way to Johnny. Oh, my gosh. Like, I follow UFC more than most people. There are <laughs> there are a bunch of people on this card that don't even have profile pictures. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look at the, I, I was looking. I can player thing. unknown over there coming out of Russia, <laughs> right? I don't know who Dennis Tully Yanni Yanni, but we haven't unlocked that character yet. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and look at the heavyweights that they're using. They're using their fat heavyweights that are unranked. Like, look at Chris Barnett. He looks like a two sixty five pounder, like like one of those mm -hmm. jobbers who he's from Spain. Who is this guy? Never heard of the guy. No idea. Um, and then, you know, leading the night off like these guys, you know, these unranked, never heard of them. Here's another player unknown out of Mexico. Uh, a lot of times when someone decides if they're going to pay for a card, they're looking for more than one fight they care about. You yeah. Know, they, oh, absolutely. It's a package. The top line card matters a lot, but I really want to see two or maybe even three belts on the I'm line. The, I'm the extended version of that. I'm going to be there all night. I get there for the early prelims at mm -hmm. 5.30, 6 p.m., I'll like get my like popcorn and my soda or whatever, like dim the lights. Like I'm here for the night. I'm here for five hours of fighting. 
Me too. And I'm not going to click buy when I get to that portion of the night if there's not at least three fights on there I care about. A little. That, that are consequential in their division is, is a way is what I mean by fights I care about too. Because like, or someone somebody, you care about on your TV. Like, oh, they, there's plenty of people that I'm like I root for. Like, like I wouldn't care if it was on the undercard. I gotta get in there to or see against. So I just want to care. Yeah, I don't care about that card in the slightest. That is that is that is them fucking Nate Diaz, and it's so transparent. It's weird yeah. that they do that. I guess they feel like we'll impact our business. We'll just have a big card before and a big card after. I would like to know, and I never will the real amount of money collected by people who are UFC friends and UFC enemies, right? Like Nate Diaz got paid. He's getting pay-per-view, right? Yeah. He's had a lucrative career. Same with his brother, Nick, but they both hated the UFC. Nick left the UFC and fought at strike force for quite some time. His older brother. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples who really had to fuck the UFC. And then you get oh, a guy. Tito. Tito Ortiz. Tito's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get a guy like um, Daniel Cormier, right? He was the UFC Mighty guy. Mighty Mouse, yeah. Daniel Cormier is a really good example. He he never he didn't man. play hardball on the contract. His contract didn't pay him very much. And then Dana would bonus him million or millions just because he felt like he earned it. Here's $2 million because that card did great. I know you're not under contract for this, but we, we appreciate what you did here, and we'll give you yeah. $2 million. They would so do how what does, was right. How does that compare to the people who fuck the UFC? I, they it might not be as good, you know. You, you, you're leaning on Dana White's generosity. That's not that's a risky strategy. But, it is, but it, it sometimes works. I think that what you're looking at with Nate Diaz in particular is a real antagonistic, like street person who goes into board meetings with businessmen with fucking charts and demographics, and they're like, okay, we put together this. You know, when they're get pay- getting paid, it's not like I'm a contractor coming to paint your house. They're like, we're going to pay you this much here, this much here, this much here. There's categories. There's balloons that are getting squeezed left and right. And he's just like, fuck all that. I'm here to fight. And then it's like, no, 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 Mr. Diaz. Um, we're going to need you to let us know that you're going to be available for all of these media requirements. Nah, fuck that bullshit. Well, all right. Well, that's probably going to affect the pay-per-view numbers over here. And like I said, if you don't hit at least 600,000 buys, then we're talking about a different dollar amount. Nah, fuck all that. I want to fight in Ganu. <sighs> Mr. Diaz, stop calling me that, yo. That's my dad. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's, like, it's like, motherfucker, when Conor McGregor comes, he comes with a lawyer and we do business. It's expensive, but it gets done. <laughs> that Dana talked about that. He's like, you know, I've got guys that are hard to work with, and, and this, but you know. Connor, once you agree on a deal, he does it. He shows up to all the media events. He does his job. He says the juice is worth the squeeze. It's a tough squeeze, but it's worth it. Everyone's making money. Connor made a ton of money. Nate, like these other guys, I, I just wonder. It, it Nate's a squeaky wheel. Did that work out better than it would have in this alternative universe where he was a better worker? I don't know. He, 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 he's not the guy who could be squeaky anymore. That he was that guy, like like re, if you could rewind six years on his body, like then he can be squeaky, but he's done. Um, he if we're fighting, see, he's done, but his ability to draw a crowd, we'll, we'll test it. What's going to happen is going to be, and I, I my prediction for the fight is that it's going to be very very bloody, and there's going to be a doctor stoppage, or there's going to be a submission, and we're going to see Nate Diaz stop for the first time. It's going to be, it, I don't see it ending either way. I don't know that a human being can knock that man unconscious. But I think that uh, Kamzak can cut him enough that a doc will stop it, and he can definitely like, I don't know, break break his arm, break his knee, blow his. 
I'm not, I don't even know that that man will tap, but, but that's the guy who will put him in a position where it won't matter afterwards. He'll either be broken or tapped. Yeah, I, I see Kamzat winning by submission, and but I hadn't considered that Nate wouldn't tap. Doctor Stoppage, yeah, it's it's going to be a Doctor Stoppage. He's going to his face is going to be mangled. That Kamzat throws those elbows. He's so dirty. He's, he's got he? such strong wrestling. They're going to be on the ground. This is this is going to be on the ground. It's going to be nasty. And if Kamzat wants to like go off plan like like it, like like he did last time, he's still going to box Nate up for a while and cut Nate. Let's say they're equal. Let's say the younger. Higher ranked guy is equal to the old dog with boxing skills. This guy's face falls apart. That guy's a brand new guy that's got all that fat in college, and we were just talking about in abundance, right? Like one guy's face rips apart, the other the other stays strong. One guy's the old over the hill bull with CTE and a speech impediment, and the other guy's just a killer. Just yeah, a fucking killer. But what Kyle's so referring the to one with a speech impediment. So Taylor, um, I think you're on the wrong microphone. And it's Nate Diaz that has a speech impediment. He also has a ton of scar tissue on his face, which is, I think, why Kyle's mentioning all the blood he expects to see. When a when a fighter gets all scarred up and heals and cuts and heals and cuts, he's just prone to getting ripped open and bleeding. He bleeds quickly, and it, like, like something about like the the I would hate to get cut from a punch because we say cut, and that's polite because like oh yeah you got cut oh yeah sharp knife that's what does cuts no you got tore. Somebody tore your face open. Somebody tore your face open with a sticky piece of rubber slicing against you real hard. It's a terrible wound. Those are gross. I, I don't usually connect to fighters, but I am connected to Joe, Joe Lozon. Sometimes I'd see him about to fight, and it's like, oh, you know, like I, I wish I could help, but I'm really glad I'm not there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad that I'm not about to be... I, you're the one who belongs in the octagon, Joe. <laughs> I, I, I can say that about some hockey players too, though, because like bringing it back to something that everybody can enjoy. Um, they, they you know, <laughs> I, I can imagine, I can imagine being like, let's say I'm a hockey player and last we're in a, like a three game series or something, and last game out I did something dirty, but it was close to the end of the game. There could be no like reprisal, and I know that they're he- they're hunting me. That like I maybe it was maybe I didn't mean to do it, but I hurt the goalie or something. I did so I, I did some faux pas. Like I did a hand signal they interpreted as a Nazi salute. I don't know, but knowing, <laughs> but knowing that they're coming, that, that would be scary. You know, there's a little bit of that in prison too. Like it, it seems like getting that warning and having to live with like knowing that they're coming, like is scary. That would be really scary, regardless of the sport. You get that in baseball too. Although in baseball, it's like no way you'll throw it at my head. He won't throw it at my head, will he? Like he, he wouldn't, would he? Like, 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 <laughs> is is that, this the right mic or is it? Nope. No, it's not. Um, it's okay. Um, in high school, I had that. I don't know if you guys ever ever refresh, been called up, and it'll reconnect it. Is this better? No, they're saying refresh, refresh the, refresh the web browser page. Um, have you ever been called out where you knew you had a fight at the bike racks at the end of the day? Where you yeah. knew when you got to your bike that fuck was going to be there waiting for you? Oh yeah. Oh, I knew when the guy that I had pro- I had beef with, like I knew, like oh man, I'm going to be in construction and he's going to be in automotive, and that means that like. I go outside, he can just walk right over and fucking jump me. Like, like I had a problem with a guy that was like, I was 16 and he was 18. And Ooh, tough break. It was a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a critical year. This years. guy had a beard. Like You didn't Taylor. say I'm 41 I, and he's 43. <laughs> I still can't grow the beard that 18-year-old man had when uh-huh. he shoved me against that fucking like car jack outdoors. 
and mm -hmm. threatened me. I can see his blue eyes this close to mine still with him <laughs> like, I'm going to do the such and such and such and such if you such and such and such and such and me being like, this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I've, a boy. I was so little. I'm sorry. I, I, I think my USB thing isn't. Uh, yeah, that's the wrong mic. I, maybe if you plug it into a different USB port. I'm not sure you can hear Fuck. it. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I've talked about this before. I was riding my bike home and a car pulled over off the street and blocked the sidewalk I was riding my bike Gump. on. There were four people in that car and I think three of them could have beat me 1v1. <laughs> now what's my move? You know, and he did this thing where he stood over my front tire and held my handlebars. One, I can't beat him normally. Two, how do I like wiggle backwards on my bicycle and get away from this guy who has that grip? I, I, it's a tough situation. You need that scenario that you see in movies sometimes where you find a tougher, older kid and you pay him off to come beat that guy's ass. God almighty. If I had known that if there'd been like a 21 year old dude that I could have given $250 and he would have solved that little problem that I had. Oh, I'd have gotten a, I'd have gotten jobs and like, like <laughs> my trajectory would have would be completely different today because of all the work experience I would have gotten at sixteen to earn <laughs> enough money to hire a twenty or year old to beat up my bully. Because <laughs> I remember thinking fight. like Sorry. I remember thinking like my options are hide, fight, and get beaten terribly because that's what'll happen. Or like right. use a weapon. Like, am I gonna hit this guy with a hammer? And I, and even at sixteen, I'm like. What if I fucking kill him though? I don't know how to like. I was like, I gotta hit him hard enough with this hammer that like he goes away and the fight's over, but not so hard that he goes away and we the had, fight's over. <laughs> we had a mini baseball bat in my house. It was like 16 inches long and heavy enough that if you hit someone, it would really, really hurt them. And I'm like, Woody, do you really think this makes you win a 1v4? They're going to hit you. You're just in no time at all. You're going to hand them a club and morally justify them using it. Let's hope they only hit me with that little bat. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not kinky. <laughs> yeah, you just gave them a fucking anything's a dildo if you're mean enough. Like, like, you don't want to deal with that. No, it's, it sucks. There's nothing you can do, especially when you're in that gap. Or if you're just a little kid, like we're talking... I think at 18, maybe I could have done something to 20-year-old this guy. But 16 versus 18, maybe. it was never going to happen. Maybe is right. Yeah, maybe is right. 18 versus 20, like, I, at 18, I was still growing. It's closer, but he's still killing yes. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. it would have been with me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's the difference between a guy who's still like worrying about his gym shorts and a guy who's like working a full time job and like, <laughs> like lifting weights after work or something. Like, like I, I, this it's is a not a man versus a teenager. Yeah, it was for a long time. Yeah, it's no good. No, so the one the one time in school that I fought a really big guy, it was still a fair fight because he had gigantism, so his bones didn't really work. <laughs> right? Wait, so, he had gigantism yeah, that wasn't was an advantage in a fight. No, it's it basically you can, you can have a gigantism and you can be a really big guy. He was one of those guys where it was like, this sounds bad. I'm not going to say his name, but anyone that went to school with me will know who I'm talking yeah, about. Oh, the, the, it, yeah, who knows it, among it, which gigantic? There's only person. one gigant giant in all of Scotland. <laughs> he, he had he had one of those like big foreheads where you could tell like something's wrong. He was fucking huge, right? He was massive, but he was like slow because he couldn't move right. He had like one of those. He had like one big shoe. 
to like make up for like the length of his leg and all that. Basically, his body didn't grow right, right. Mm-hmm. And I, and this, and this was the thing is, I don't even know. It was such a stupid reason for the fight to fucking start, right? My my dad's a firefighter, right? He's retired, long retired now. But we were in the in the queue in the cafeteria, and he just turns to me and he says, "Your dad's a firefighter, isn't he?" And I went, "Aye." And then he just went, and now there's a children's TV show over here called Fireman Sam, right? It's just a kid's show. He's a fireman. Mm. He goes around and fights fires, and it's for children, right? And he just goes, ha, 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 Fireman Sam, right? And I I don't know why, but I threw my bag off and just started hitting him, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's hitting me. This is a retarded man with gigantism he's wailing on. No, he wasn't wasn't mentally retarded. So high high stakes. You said he had a big forehead, and he clearly just made a child's joke. No, retard. He he was physically retarded. Would you describe him as a fat-headed retard? Right. Mentally, he was all there. He knew what he was doing, right? He understood the situation, right? He was just very big and slow. He got a few punches in, and those punches fucking hurt, by the way, right? Those were like the first, but he got he got me right there on the cheekbone, and I was I, I was lying back on the table at this point because he used his size to just grab me and pin me down. <laughs> he got a punch in at my face, and I was actually like, fuck up oh, like, <laughs> fucking and that was when I, I managed to wriggle away and everything and I was hitting him and we were rolling around and tables were going everywhere and then it ended up it got broke up and I get taken up to like the rector's office as like a superintendent and he ends up going like why did you start hitting him and I thought back going I don't know. I I think he just caught me at like a really bad fucking moment or something, man. I have no fucking idea. But then they do the thing where they force you to shake hands and then like that's the end of it, right? But I I gave as good as I got, but he was like way bigger than me. My only advantage was he couldn't really move properly because he was a retard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it seems like your biggest advantage was surprise. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Leapt on the... Oh, no, you you see... When, when the bag gets thrown off, that's go time. Like that's that's he, he knew. He knew. I remember he I had some snacks in there for him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. This I was young. Call it like eleven years old or something, right? So it wasn't like deep into the fighting, and uh, I was physically better than this kid, but he was like picking on me. And he's th- he, he, we weren't in school. We were like outside in grass in front of all the houses and everything. And he had a spitball for some reason. And he hit me with a spitball. And I was like, like, I can't just let that go, right? Like, I, I can't pretend this didn't. Everyone saw it or whatever. I get this guy in full mount, and I have him pinned down, not hitting him or anything. And he punches me in the ear. And it, and it hurt. Oh. It didn't just hurt. It kind of burned. It, like, it was a special kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it rang, and it and I was like, oh, well, I guess ear, pinch, ear punches are on the table. And, and I'm in full mount, right? So I give him like one, two and punch both his ears and he starts crying. And I'm like, well, I, I guess I proved my point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the fight ended there. Just with two. I didn't hit him in the eyes. I didn't pop his he nose. I just gave crying. him two ear punches and he's crying. And I'm like, uh, why did you start this? But how, that's old how it he? went down. He was all he's my age, too. We were both like, uh, I was really hoping you just set a number and I was gonna say, oh, yeah, that was last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last Thursday before the show. So you see one of the, see one of the greatest punches I ever threw in my entire life I was immediately followed with one of the most embarrassing moments in my entire life. Right? It was like 
there was this nightclub that we used to go to like every single weekend, right? And it was kicking out time, and kicking out time is always the the nervous time. That's when that's when shit always happens. And there was four guys. This was happening like further down the street. There was like four guys beating the shit out of a friend of mine. So we all went yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And like we all ran down to help, right? So I'm running. I'm drunk as fuck though, right? But I'm immediate adrenaline, like, "Oh fucking here we go!" <laughs> so we're like, I'm sprinting down the street now. It's been raining. Right, it's been raining. Mm. I'm sprinting oh, down boy. the street, and I'm, Slippery. I've run, and it's like a full force. Like I'm running at full pelt, and like the guy <laughs> even turns around, like <laughs> <laughs> look at me, and I'm just like boom, and he he fucking spins, and everyone it was like a fucking anime. Right, like, <laughs> I hit him, and he fucking spins. Right, it was the best punch I've ever thrown. Like, he was out, like he was snoring after that. Right, I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't four of them versus like my one right, friend. Sure. Like, I was fucked up. Right, but ended up as soon as I done it, I slipped and fell right on my arse, and I'm running at full speed, so I'm just sliding down the street. I like, <laughs> arrived at the fight and then immediately left on my arse, <laughs> sliding down the street. But it, it rips my fucking jeans open and my arse cheeks get shredded like the <laughs> fucking bits. Right, so I got up. And like the fight, the guys have like ran away because about like fucking eight guys ran down to like mm. fucking get these guys for beating up a friend. And fucking like everyone's like that looking at me. And I turned around and just went, Is it bad? And just everyone, <laughs> all my friends, everyone outside the nightclub are all just laughing because <laughs> the, the back part of my jeans is gone. Right. I am, I, I now have just like assless chaps. Except my, <laughs> Except so my two arse cheeks are sticking out the jeans and they're just bleeding like fuck with like <laughs> stones stuck oh, in them and shit from like oh. slid down. And I had to fucking go home and everything. And the worst part was I had to sit in a taxi with like leather seats. Oh. But, we, uh. but we had to like hide it from the taxi driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like that. So I'm sitting there just with like my bloody arse on these leather seats and Ugh. the guy I'm like... And I'm like, anyway, thanks very much, pal. And like, just getting out, just knowing he's got arse blood all over, oh, all over the back of his taxi. And he's going, so going sorry to about pick someone blood. else up. So some poor people that night were sitting in my ass blood. <laughs> Man, that must have been such a roller coaster of emotions to feel that hardcore and badass and then to be demonstrably humiliated in front of Yeah. What I imagine was most of Scotland. The Lord, the Lord gave us. injury, though. Like, yeah. like, like, like. I w- I've never like had an ass injury. Uh, I I, uh, well, I, I decided to get into one. <laughs> yes, you have. Both of you guys are ass injury veterans. I got into sure. one of those um, like like a oh, this metal cart. I went down a, uh, an asphalt hill in a metal cart one time and landed on my back and like slid on my spine a little bit and just like took it took the skin. You could see the vertebrae. It's like no skin where the vertebrae are on my lower back, yeah. and uh, that sucked. But not nearly as much as what he's describing. That's awful. <laughs> no, the, the other, the only other like arse injury that I've had is fucking. Uh, I broke my tailbone skateboarding. That that was fucking horrible. That was wow. so horrible. Man. That, that was like a year. That was like you, you go to the hospital and they just go, they, they they'll X-ray it and see if the position, like the bones broken, is really bad. That's when they need to operate. But mine was still where it was supposed to be, but it was fucking broke, right? Yeah, and they basically just go here's a shit ton of painkillers by yourself an inflatable rubber ring and it was like a year of you can't sit directly down on your ass you're always like leaning to one side like all the pressure oh. is on like the back a year like your, a year yeah. of that jesus it was, christ it was fucking terrible but the worst part right and the worst part was this happened in school 
right? So I was the what happened was I was skateboarding. I like went up on the ramp, like my truck's caught, and it was a big ramp, and I just fell backwards, and my body made like a V shape, like an arrowhead, and the tip mm-hmm. of the arrowhead was my arse, and it just hit the concrete, and I, I felt it like pop. It was mm-hmm. fucking horrible, but it ended up. See, one thing they don't tell you about is anytime you cough or sneeze, all the muscles in your body like tense up. Mm-hmm. And see, when they tense up down there, it's fucking excruciatingly sore. It hurts so fucking much. So see, when when you're sitting there and you feel yourself a bit of sneeze, you're like, oh no, oh no, no, no. <laughs> I just, ah, like that, and it just fucking hurts, right? The only way to stop it from hurting is to stand up like perfectly poker straight clench your arse muscles as tight as you can and then cough or sneeze and that's the only way that you could stop it and it happened to me in school so i'm in the middle of class having to stand up (laughs) 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 and sit back down and everyone started calling me sergeant (laughs) 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 because i'm having to fucking stand to attention anytime i wanted to cough or sneeze that fucking sucked that was a fucking horrible injury man i mean Sergeant is as good as you can hope for for an ass. <laughs> like they picked on the least embarrassing part of that whole process. Yeah, they, they did do the whole oh you need to, you need to like have a rubber ring when you sit down in school. And I went, No, I will lean to the side. <laughs> and when that leg gets tired, I will lean to the other. And like I am not going in there with a rubber ring because I know exactly what everyone's gonna say. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can't come back from that. No. Bring in no, a rubber ring. Permanent. Yeah. Now, that took a really fucking long time to heal, by the way. Even like for a few years after it, sometimes when I would just be like sitting down normally, it would like get sore and I would have to stand up and walk around. Like that was fucking, that was shit. That took such a long time to fucking heal. You think that's your worst injury ever? Um, Probably. I have been stabbed before. But, well, how did, but, like, how did that yeah. happen? How and why? Uh, it was while I was on a date. Was it with your own girlfriend? No, no. It was it was it was a girl. It was a girl. I was single, and it was a girl that I had I had a bit of an interest in. And basically, like we were we were going to like get some. We went to like the local ASDA, which is like our Walmart, and we were just getting some like sweets and crisps and stuff like that. And we were going to go watch films. You know, ye. This was in the days of DVDs, though, so it wasn't Netflix and chill. I was I was basically going to hope to look at the DVD symbol bouncing around the screen, you know, that that type of thing. But uh, it's a long story. I'm not going to go into the full history. But there was a guy that I had a long running problem with. Right, basically, mm-hmm. he he would get me, I would get him. He would get me, I would get him. Bit blah, of a rival. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just sitting outside Asda, just like talking to her, and she like jumped and shouted like Marcus, and I went like what, <laughs> like not realizing there was a guy. He was running up behind me. And I felt like he punched me in the side, right? But it was like was like when someone taps your shoulder and you turn that way, but they've ran the other way. So I felt yeah. this in my side. I turned that way, but he'd ran that way. And I turned around. And as soon as I saw the back of his head, I knew who it was. I thought he punched me. Like, I thought he'd fucking mm-hmm. punch me. So I'm sitting shouting at him, like, fucking, like, giving him pelters. And then <laughs> my fucking... <laughs> great. <laughs> but... But like uh, she then starts like screaming, and I just look down, and you just see like blood just like soaking my shirt and everything. Can you I left the away. injury. Like, what, how did he get you? It was it was a screwdriver. It was Fun. a screwdriver that he got me with. But the the way it was is like, see if it went straight in, like say that that's my stomach. If it went in like that, then I was in like serious trouble. But he got me at like an angle, mm-hmm. so it, it was just all flesh. It was all flesh that he so fucking it was got. Like- but it, 
somehow both deep and shallow. Like there was a long yeah. injury, but it, yeah, I follow. You yeah. it, it could have been really bad if he got it straight in. Then it it could have been really fucking bad. But it went in my side and like to the front of my stomach. It was all just fat and everything that it had. Mm-hmm. And ever, and I, the thing was, is I didn't know what to do. So I looked down at it and I looked up at the girl and I just started laughing. <laughs> oh man, and I just went, and she's freaking out, and I'm like, calm down, calm down, calm down. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And so I, what and did you went, do? Did you get real medical attention, or just apply pressure and heal? People, I put pressure on it, and people ran out of Asda, like freaking out, and everyone going, "Oh my god, someone's just been stabbed," and everyone <laughs> fucking. But then, like, ended up like I get taken in an ambulance. The cops talked to me. I didn't tell the cops shit because. Yeah. Well, if you if you do, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> but it ended Jesus. up like I did say to the girl, like, I need to go to hospital. Uh, I had a great time though. And maybe maybe we should do this again, like making all the usual jokes. She never spoke to me again. <laughs> never because I'm trying to explain the situation. People are going, Oh, that's a guy I've got a problem with. This happens sometimes. <laughs> Man, We're in a prank she, war. <laughs> if you date again. me, it'll never be boring. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Fuck, yeah. Just casually got stabbed. It's a very, very common thing in Scotland. It was actually really fucking bad here for a very long time. It got to the point where if you got caught with a knife, it was six months mandatory sentence. Like no ifs, no buts. Six months, gotcha. and then the pri- and then the prisons filled up really fucking quickly, and they had to like dial that back. I have a question. But yeah, we we were the murder capital of Western Europe for when a they fucking say decade, no knife. Yeah. Does that apply to shorter knives and multi tools and stuff? Like you you can be arrested for having a multi tool. Yeah, that's insane. That. Yeah, that's really bonkers. What if you I carry like, a multi-tool there was a guy the in Ab- there was a guy in Aberdeen that got arrested for having a potato peeler. Google it. Google it. Like, yeah. It's the thing is, see, see if you see if you're fishing or hunting or camping, it's then down to the police officer's discretion. Like, Without can, moving my chair, I can reach five knives and three axes. Well, keep them there, and you won't have any <laughs> problems. <laughs> you won't have the Scottish authorities it, breathing. It's weird to me that that like. That they have laws against just like sharpened edges, like that's crazy. We it's because here, we, it's yeah, we, we don't, walk we don't the have streets with a yeah. with a blade, and they don't have days. a constitution, right? I have a multi tool in my pocket always. Yeah, oh, no, that's a, that's a big that, difference. Yeah. Like, like I, don't we yeah. have like a three inch limit on the blade that we can you can carry? It's or something, something like I have three and a half in my head, but I'm low confidence. Yeah, it, that's interesting though, because there's constitutional carry of uh, firearms in so many places where you can just strap that bitch on your hip. Does it pertain to swords? Can I throw a katana on my back? Absolutely, you can. Yeah. Mm, sure. The one yeah. question I got wrong on my concealed carry was sure. that it enables me to carry knives. It doesn't. Oh, I thought you could just carry knives and like by default. I'm going by that. You uh-huh. know. I don't think. Or maybe so. like like special knives, like the ones that they do have limits on, like butterfly knives or those like ones that shoot out. Like I know they have laws about those, right? Why, why are uh, butterfly knives like illegal, but you could walk down the street with the big fucking like crocodile gun? You fucking it's got to be something yeah. from movies where that that you know it's 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 something that got legislated because somebody saw something scary in a movie. It has nothing to do with uh, the danger. You're, I I bet you're a hundred percent right. It totally is. It's the same with switchblades, right? Every bad guy in a movie is like flick. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a bad knife. Bad knife. <laughs> see, see, see the see the weird thing about it is like see all these things in Scotland. You can buy them, you can buy them, and you can have them in your house. The instant you leave your garden, you're breaking the law. How do you get that's it true home? Here of a lot of things. So there's that's a lot a, of things we sell here as paperweights that are just bludgeoning weapons. 
and, and <laughs> like, like, like Amazon's got plenty of them. There's plenty of paperweight brass knuckles or like uh, blackjacks or um, what, uh, mm -hmm. all sorts of little bludgeoning tools and instruments. Uh, they're all illegal here. Uh, see, even like the spring buttons, like the police use, yeah. totally mm -hmm. illegal. Not allowed them. You're not allowed pepper spray. You're not allowed tasers. Like a cricket bat. Uh, a cricket bat for playing cricket. Yeah. Of you're course, that's that. what it's for. Yeah. yeah of <laughs> well, what was it? What was it they say? Oh, if you keep a baseball bat in your car, also keep a mitt. Your lawyer yeah. will thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so I, like, and like, like if I'm ever showing up to beat somebody with a baseball bat, I'm wearing my uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I got cleats on. Meanwhile, you're like 36 in. years old. You haven't played baseball in 18 years. It's like, it's like, it's like that gang for the world. Yeah, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I'm wearing that fucking like the whole uniform to court too. It came at me when I was playing ball. <laughs> what are you playing, sir? Dude. Irrelevant. <laughs> it's my made-up game. Speak, speaking of weapons, because of, because there's a lot of street violence in Scotland, that's why it was like, oh, that stuff was like horrendously like illegal. You would get immediate time for it. But there was one big fight I was in because, like I said, you know, like youths, you know, we're from here. You're not from here. Mm. We don't want you here. And then the fight would start. Well, there was a fight where there was all of us and there was all of them. Everyone's everyone always goes like. Oh, why? Why are you talking about shit like this on stream? This is Scotland. This is just what people did growing up. Like mm -hmm. fucking, this is just the way things are here. But uh, a guy turned up to a fight with a step ladder, a little step ladder, like a little three step yeah. step ladder, and we are all laughing at him fuck? and pointing at him, going like that. What the fuck? What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that? And everyone, and then we all charged in at each other. I got knocked out with a stepladder. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least, allegedly, I don't remember a fucking thing. I don't remember shit. Like, I just remember like sort of waking up like after it, and I'm sort of like, uh, like body jerking around and shit like that. And all my friends are going, fucking, fucking hell, man, you your head ate that fucking stepladder, man. Like you got <laughs> fucked up. Got up man. So, yeah. Gang in Scotland, just like rolling in office chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Various things from the supply cupboard. People <laughs> going backwards. A staple. Eating, like like chicken legs, <laughs> like but the bones are slightly sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea that they all have staplers. Yeah. <laughs> Whipping them around like nunchucks. <laughs> like, like they're the jets. You know, snapping at you. <laughs> Screen staplers around. No, you can fuck somebody up with a stapler. It's just the weapon the weapon laws here are just like fucking so strict. Like firearms are just completely gone. Like none at all. It's like you get people as well that go, no, you can like get a shotgun and you can get like you can apply for a license, but like to meet the requirements, it's just not possible. The, the only way that you ever meet the requirements for any type of firearms, like pistols, full ban. Pistols are completely banned. You're not allowed them full stop. But like, you can get like a deer hunting rifle or a shotgun, but the the hoops and requirements you have to meet are so strict that like nobody gets it. And in order to get mm. those licenses, you would have to have never even breathed near a police officer in your entire life. Like mm. I got, I got, I got my. Uh, you see, even an air rifle, like a little two-two spring-loaded like yeah. air rifle, mm. you need a license for that as well. And my license got rejected, not for the Nazi pug stuff, not for the fucking fighting or anything like that, but because when I was seventeen, I was caught drinking in the street. That's so that, why my license. This allows you forever from owning a hunting rifle for something that happened like fifteen years prior. So not not even a hunting rifle, a two two air rifle. This thing would give a yeah. deer a slight bruise. 
<laughs> right, it's just, uh, I mean, I'm fucking... pretty sure those are in the toy section in America. Yeah, if you shot yeah. me with that, you would hurt my feelings. Yeah, and then Woody would respond with a real weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Woody'd be like, "That's neat. Here's my gun." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the reason the reason they got banned was this happened in Glasgow. There was firefighters attending like a building that was on fire and everyone was crowded around to watch and some dickhead was firing an air rifle at the firefighters but then he he hit like this he hit like this two-year-old boy in the head and the two-year-old boy ended up dying and because of that all air rifles absolutely banned so basically there was shit tons of hobbyists like all over scotland and it was like a pretty expensive industry. It was pulling mm-hmm. in like a few million like every year and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But now it's completely utterly shut down because like I said, the, the hoops you need to jump through the requirements, mm-hmm. like nobody could fucking meet them. But that was the plan. Like that, that was the plan, like to, to take yeah. everyone's fucking guns away. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the knife thing, because they're really useful tools. Yeah, yeah like I've, useful got, I've got a little one I use for fishing and everything as well. But like again, even if I'm fishing and I get caught with that knife, it's down to the officer's discretion. So I was gonna ask yeah. about that. Like, are officers like, well, this guy's clearly fishing. It's a fillet knife. Like, so some will be complete dicks. There are yeah. a lot of our police officers are like everyone talks about like police officers on power trips in America. Ours are so much worse, and it's a lot to really? do with the. It's, hard it's a, to lot be to a lot do. worse. Than- what is well, worse about them? Um, <laughs> police officers in Scotland tend to be Protestants, <laughs> 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 which is us, which is us going back into that whole thing again. Yeah, and if you and if you've got an Irish last name, then you might be in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> but really, they've, so they've they seen- they they find somebody with they find an O'Malley, you know, in the middle of the lake. He's more likely to get in trouble than, uh, you know, Smith. They de- they deny that shit happens. They deny it happens, but it fuck mm-hmm. it fucking happens. It happens. Huh. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like not not being able to have knives is so fucking foreign and bizarre. Because like when yeah. I when you think about a knife, like what what list what where in the list when you just think knife forty do, do you think stabbing someone? It's so low. You think like, yeah, when I think it's like, yeah, I, I keep a, a knife that would be illegal where Dank is right near my front door. And its only purpose is boxes. Yeah. Only yeah. Purpose is boxes. Oh, my God. Right now, I, I hardly leave bed because my leg's broken. But normally I use my knife every day and it's almost all on Amazon boxes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's something it's just it's out. removing such a utility like what? Yeah, sometimes and also, you need a knife. The concept of <laughs> a sharpened edge being illegal, I know, but the, like the concept of a sharpened edge being illegal is so weird. It's like outlawing subtraction. Like what? Yeah. No, this is cavemen figured this shit out. I don't well, know how, how you. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the laws are there, but I'm guessing that it's illegal for him to have a knife that he doesn't need for work outside his home, right? Well, you, you missed what Dank said in that. Like, it's up to the cop's discretion. So if you have a as it should be. That you use to pull the hook out of a fish's mouth. If that cop doesn't like you, he can arrest you while you're you fishing. You shouldn't have that. that. That can kill people because then what will happen is there'll <laughs> be the the fucking. All of a sudden, there's there'll be a gang called the Leathermen, and all they'll mm-hmm. do is fucking look. If you want to kill somebody with a Leatherman, man, you'll absolutely make it happen. A Leatherman is a sturdier knife than that green piece of shit there. But well, yeah. what he was saying was that if you go fishing and you have, you know what a fishing knife looks like, probably oh, yeah. the audience does too. It's mm-hmm. a special fillet thing and it, it's clearly a purpose-built fishing knife. It's up to the officer's discretion 
if you, this is you're on a you're in a rowboat in this situation, the officer yeah, might be like, "No, nah, I don't think you should have that knife." It's like clearly this knife has utility for the, what I'm up to. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, sure there's gonna be a repercussion it, for you in the legal system down the road, though, right? You'll you'll get to court, and the judge will be like, "Ah, well, was he on a fishing boat? Yeah. Did he have fish? Yeah. Was he cleaning the fish with the knife? Yeah. I think he was. I think it's a fishing knife, officer." Yeah, but the thing is, you still get arrested and you still get fucking your, your knife confiscated and you still have to go to court and all that stuff. And that shit just shouldn't happen. Cost you money. I mean, yeah. It does, yeah. though. I mean, I got arrested for like carrying uh, that, that pistol that time. They're like, ah, your your permit doesn't work. And it's like, you say so. I mean, you do have handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a gun also. <laughs> and you, did you have a concealed carry? Oh, yeah. I was a thousand percent legal. Yeah. I didn't know if you were open carrying or something. I was open carrying, but it doesn't matter in Georgia. Like, like I have a permit to carry a handgun. <laughs> yeah. In North and, Carolina, you don't need a permit to open carry. Unless it's changed. I could be out of date. Concealed, yes, but open, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't a distinction here at the time. Like, like mm. I even made that point. I was like, open carrying is the more kind way to carry. <laughs> like, 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 as far as law is concerned, I'm like, mm. I got it out here for all to see. Mm-hmm. I'm not hiding the damn thing because I don't think there's anything wrong with what I'm doing. That's what I'm implying by my actions here. Sure. I walked into a Walmart wearing a Ruger, sir. Um, <laughs> if I thought if I was up to no good, I wouldn't have been playing fucking Spyro yeah. in the in the video game section with my cousin. All right, and you I'd wouldn't have, been... have picked a Georgia Walmart because you're not the only guy there with a Ruger. We're in Hartwell, Georgia. Okay, like my odds of getting out of here. I'm slim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I start shooting, I'm not making it past, you know, you know, home. The, 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 oh, the good old boys in the in the parking lot are gonna slay me. Dude, you <laughs> go to a southern Walmart parking lot at eleven PM at night, there's a crowd of guys out there who will gun you down. <laughs> It'll be a firing squad. They're, hoping, yeah. they're all in their <laughs> jacked up trucks with chew in their mouth trying to fuck some hillbilly. Yeah. And they all get part guns. of their culture and it, and to be respected. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't really I'm think about a... how everyone else had one, but yeah. And in North Carolina, every so often I see someone open carry, but somehow they're able to vibe. I do this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. like, especially the old guys. I, yeah. Even I saw young ones open carrying recently, and they had this. Like, if you have a problem, this is really a you problem. I do this every day. Vibe about them, and they were like twenty four. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I just it wasn't alarming because they didn't seem to give a fuck. No, I don't mind it at all. Um, and people try to make that a racial issue sometimes. They're like, oh, they're all about gun rights until we want one. And I'm like, I love seeing black people with guns. We want as many as an ex gun owner. <laughs> we, want as, we want as many black gun owners as we can get. We'd love for you to be part of the fun that is gun ownership. Like, like, like they're for defending your rights, and y'all need y'all y'all get your trample, uh, rights trampled on more than anybody. You shouldn't so you be able to vote well unless one. you own guns. <laughs> They've got it. You know, you're close. You're close. I have something similar where, where I can't vote or own guns. So you move those pieces around. Yeah. We can we 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 double, double negative that back into some parlay it back into voting. I uh, I think I'm going to build a PC soon. I, uh, I I put my parts together and it's like, I don't know, low $3,000 to get the best i9 and the best uh, you know CPU and the best uh, 3090 Ti GPU. 3090 Ti. That's as good as it gets that's as brand good new as one. it gets or the, um, the brand new one that's now available but it came out like a year ago or whatever 
I don't know when the 3090 Sounds Ti right, came dude. out, but it's the best one I can get right now. Um, so that's what I want to do. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but why waste any money at all on a motherboard? Why not get the most basic bitch motherboard that everything will plug into, which costs like $130? I don't need Wi-Fi or lights or any of that shit. I need my RAM to stick in there, my CPU to sit in there. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an outlet. I think you're right. I, I feel like whenever I once bought the best motherboard you could buy, this is a couple generations ago, and um, all the extra features it gave me, stuff like it was designed for competitions where you crank up your CPU. And, you know, of course, there's air cooling and there's water cooling. This had features for um, CO2 cooling, I think, and NO2. Oh, okay. You know, okay. where you pour like liquid, liquid nitrogen or something. That's what I'm there. looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can overclock your CPU into ridiculous speeds while you yeah. pour like I don't something need any colder of that than I as a consumer. Why? I never use well, this. Well, it's a competition. It's a thing. Uh, it's a hobby. Oh, it's, oh, okay. It's not yeah. meant to be practical. It's meant to win a competition. Okay. No. And uh, this was a, the kind of motherboard that enabled you to do that. And it, it just wasn't useful to me. Yeah. I, I'm going to cheap out on money. the MOBO. Uh, I'm going to spend my money, um, obviously on the GPU and the CPU, C G uh, CPU, 600 bucks, GPUs, 1400. So you're already at two grand right there and you don't even have a case. Right. So, uh, <laughs> the only other thing that I think I'm going to spend any money on, um, besides obviously a decent, power do you supply, need a case? Wouldn't that be great you need for, a case. for cooling? Mm -hmm. Just letting it all lay on the, they say <laughs> it's not I, like I'm with you. I've had that same thought, but people are like, no, what you need is a tunnel. You need directed air from here to there. Uh, you don't need to open. And I'm like, yeah. but. I don't know. Open sounds really good. <laughs> but that makes sense. I, I understand. You want airflow. You need airflow. You gotta, you gotta like get, get rid of all that heat that CPU is gonna be making. It's gonna be the fans are right on the hot stuff. Why not have it open around the fans? I, but they say I'm wrong. I, it, yeah. Um, and then uh, DDR5 RAM is out, so I guess I'll grab 32 gigs of that. And, I don't uh, fuss too much about the speed of the RAM, but I like to have too much. I like everyone to be like, what? He didn't need 64 gigs. I know, but I got a Photoshop open. I'm not even using it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never use it and I'll never close it. <laughs> I think I think it might matter a little bit for some of the games I'll play. We'll see. Um, but DDR5, like I said, is the new stuff. It's a little mm -hmm. bit expensive, but I think I can get 32 gigs of that for like less than $200. And then um, uh, I don't do storage at all. My current PC has 256 gigs of total storage because. What the fuck am I storing over here? If when I get tired of a game, I uninstall that shit. I've got real internet. I can download it again in ten minutes. Like, like mm -hmm. why would I store gigs and terabytes and terabytes of games? So I'll get like a now one terabyte uh, M.2 is like, I don't know. They're giving them away. They're just, okay. they're just free now. So like, it's a badass PC. It seems like the best PC money can buy for like thirty three hundred dollars or something. So I think I'm gonna start on that. Well, Do you ever uh, reuse your old cases and stuff? Like you must have. You must be. A I bet you got two or three PCs that are outdated now. Uh, like four PCs that are outdated now. That you don't um, even turn on. No, don't turn them on. Well, one, like my 1080 uh, TI system, I just gave that to Kitty. So she'd have a gaming PC because her mm -hmm. old gaming PC was from the previous generation when we both bought PCs together. Um, we had like these, I don't know, they were like 660 GPUs, SLI, some old, 590s, I think. That's what it was. That's and um, yeah, it's been a long time ago. But uh, I usually just give them to a friend or somebody when I've got a system mm. that I'm like, what am I going to do with a, a 1080 Ti like gaming system? It'll run every single game you'd want to play. But I don't have any use for that because I want to run like the most extreme games at the highest settings and stuff. 
I feel like if I haven't turned the computer on in four years, I could probably throw it away and harvest its case. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's good stuff in this one. Like, I can't just throw this one away. The one I'm using is a 2080 Ti that runs Tarkov at 95 frames per second. Like, it's a good PC. Plus, like, I feel like if you disable that PC, the one you're currently using, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, it had a password. It had my tax return on it. It had whatever. It doesn't. It's the one before that that you oh. haven't used you know oh. that, that i have one old one that has stuff on it and i don't know how to get it off that's a question i need a computer guy for because like there's an old it's not mechanical hard drive on mm -hmm. a three generation old pc and i'm like i bet there's some old nonsense videos on there or or who knows what like i'd like yeah. to see what's on there because uh um, survival footage you get to finally release it from that weekend <laughs> <laughs> yes like, like, like literally i don't know where it is like because like, uh -huh. i went through all my thumb drives and all my um little um um, little cards the other day and I got a pile, you know, because mm. I wouldn't I was terrible about organization and when we go to do a new shoot, it's like, oh, we're going to film in Tennessee tomorrow go buy three 32 gig uh, cards then, you know, we got mm. fresh ones now, we know we're not taping over anything I don't have to go in and format here they are, and so I just have a pile of them now, but I went through everything and all I've ever been able to find that was difficult to find was uh, our paintball footage from Chicago, and I know it's the building where you get shot in the face point blank. I'm like, this is when it happened. And I'm scrubbing through it. I spent half an hour the other day just watching that footage and couldn't find the moment it happened. But I distinctly remember watching you eat that fucking paintball <laughs> in the forehead and thinking like, if Woody were a meaner guy, he'd scream at that kid. <laughs> I won't say the guy's name, but that other fellow we know, he'd have screamed at that kid. Oh, I know what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, yeah, that guy was careless with his. Wasn't gun. his best day. No, shot me in the face. Oh man. Oh, I was talking about the the YouTuber who screamed at the kid right. like a decade ago. Yeah, I was saying it wasn't his best. Oh day. yeah, it wasn't his <laughs> I best that was uncomfortable. You remember too? Yeah, that oh, was yeah. uncomfortable. I that remember uncomfortable. going back and and being like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get more air in my gun <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember if I said anything nice to that kid, but now I hope I did. <laughs> yeah, I talked to him about that. I, I know we're being so obtuse, but uh, and heard like his side of the story and how it built, and he was having a pretty rough day. You know, like it wasn't like he got shot. I don't know. He just felt like it kept getting worse, kept getting worse, and he blew up. Yeah. Well, I mean. I don't give a fuck what he thinks of me. So, you know, he showed up there um, to do a job, and then he didn't want to do his job, and uh, he wanted to be talent instead of um, a worker, and that's what actually happened. And if he got upset about that because some kid shot his camera, uh, that's that's his problem because he wasn't there as, ta as talent. He was there as a cameraman. It's like, hey, we're doing a project here with a bunch of famous YouTubers. You want to come record it? Oh, yeah, that's what I do. All right. And then he gets there and he's like, I'm one of the guys. I'll record everything today and then I'll just jump in and play paintball for the rest of the weekend. And it's like, no, we flew you here to be a videographer or videographer. That's yeah. what happened. If I'm being honest about what happened. And that is what happened. It is. But yeah. it was a great time playing paintball for me. I always make yeah, sure that like shit will be going to everything will be going to shit behind the scenes. And people be like, oh, you must be so stressed out. Kyle. And I'm like, why the fuck would I care what any of those people think? I'm going to go play paintball with those kids. <laughs> I'm going to light their little asses up. They're going to be like, Dude, FBS Russia fucked me up. <laughs> we had some good times. I I remember, so we were maybe four or five people with good guns. I was one of them. And then there were like 80 people with Titmans. And it was like, all right, let's play 5v80. 
And really, the teams were pretty lopsided. The five had a huge advantage. Whooped them. <laughs> and, Whooped and them good. It, it, it was like playing Nazi again. zombies or something. Like you, you just wreck everything. It was fun. Yeah, it, it was. It's fun. A, I, haven't, I haven't played in a little bit. Last time I played anything, it was airsoft uh, out here in Atlanta. There's some, there's some pretty good airsoft places indoors. Can you um, paintball in Scotland, or are they you can't airsoft and paintball too? Oh no, it's okay. We've we've got paintball here. There's paintball courses, but there's like rules for how you transport your paintball guns. Jesus Christ! And all that. Yeah, they're supposed to be in like special cases where it's it's meant to take you like a while to get into them. In case <laughs> in case I don't know, in case the police pull you over and you might want to give them a bruise or <laughs> <laughs> something like that. You know, they might pull it out and give me an owie. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Stand you back. Guys- I'll pee, I'll peeve you off. Like, <laughs> Kyle, I didn't tell you. There's a um I have a contractor at my house right now. We're working on the master bathroom. And uh, you know, I I pop my head in to see like how it's going. It's been multi-weeks. And he's like, You're Woody's gamer tag, right? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. He goes, So you you know FPS Russia? And I was like, I I'm, I'm playing it like I'm a big deal. Like I knew him before he was Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he goes, uh, he's younger than us, like a bunch younger. And yeah. he's like, I met him at Living Legends. Meanwhile, I'm there. He does. There's no recollection of me. <laughs> he's like, I met FPS Raja at Living Legends, and I went on to become a professional paintball player. And he started listing these teams that he played for. They don't mean anything to me, but I. It sounded like they mean they would mean something to someone else, mm-hmm. and uh, and you just kind of affected the trajectory of his life in a paintball way. Good, good. Yeah. I, I, I hope he does a good job on the on the room. Me too. <laughs> okay. yeah. He seems like a nice guy. He's good. That's that's really cool. I, I I hope that I affected a lot of children's lives and and their trajectories just just didn't all just go down. I hope they didn't all become. <laughs> Like, 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 just assholes and like blow their legs off shooting lawnmowers or something. <laughs> like that one jabroni who made who ruined it for us all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I seen that video. That was fun. You can have as much fun as you want until somebody gets hurt. That's kind of the rules in, in that sort of like legal area. Woody does something that's also in that legal gray area with his paramotoring. If a paramotor, God forbid, ever did a bad thing, and let's just call let's just leave it at that. It'd be bad for all paramotors. When paintballers see people shooting those things out of a window at pedestrians, we fucking cringe. We hate it. It's 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 the worst thing that could happen. It's it's the it must be how like um you know Muslims feel when they see terrorists spouting a bunch of stuff they don't believe in and, mm-hmm. and you know on television. It's like, oh my god, this isn't what it's paintball's about fun. <laughs> yeah. Paintball and paramotoring probably are similar <laughs> in this way. You're only allowed to hurt yourself or, you know, people in the sport, right? Like you guys mm-hmm. all have an agreement. If a paramotorist falls out of the sky and dies, which <laughs> happens way too often, then it's fine. They don't make any new rules. They say mm-hmm. that guy made a personal decision. That was his risk envelope and it didn't work out for him. Cool. Yeah. The day he lands on a stroller is the day that we get new laws. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's. I was thinking about um motorcycle licenses. So when you get a driver's license for a car, the permit doesn't get you much. You need to have a 21 year old next to you, at least in the states I know of, mm-hmm. and uh, and then that guy sits there and guides the permitted driver through the process. He doesn't help you with transportation at all. It's worthless. You know, you, like you already have a 21 year old who can drive. You mm-hmm. in that situation, you can already get where you need. He's just there to teach. Motorcycles, on the other hand. 
You get a permit, it's pretty much as good as a license. I think you can't have passengers, and I don't know any other restrictions. Like, like mm-hmm. a motorcycle permit, you can go around the whole country. You can go as far as you want. I'm pretty sure you can drive at night, but I'm not positive. You can ride any bike you want. Big ones, little ones, small ones, doesn't matter. You can do You're any f- bike. Oh, yeah. Like, over, over here, it's, what is it? You're only allowed up to a certain CC and no passengers either. Uh, yeah, I could be wrong. I thought in Europe there was a power it's too many limit, rules in not Europe. a cc limit but i'm not positive yeah. but um uh here any bike literally any bike ridiculous bikes with six cylinders and shit you can have them with a permit and i kind of like the idea because if a motorcycle gets into an accident typically one person is hurt <laughs> you know i rarely hear about people in cars getting hurt by motorcycles and certainly not seriously no. Uh, no. That motorcycle is making a personal decision with his own risk profile. So I kind of like that. It's like a freedom thing to me. Like, yeah, that permit, not, knock your knock yourself out. You're not going to hurt yeah. anyone else. You hurt mm-hmm. yourself. No, You're allowed to. What bothers me about motorbikes is because they're a lot cheaper to run than cars. The tax is cheaper. The petrol is cheaper and everything. But the thing that bothers me is... You're not just relying on yourself, you're relying on other people. You could be the most careful motherfucker mm-hmm. ever. You do your signals, you do your turns, you go, Oh, is it raining today? Maybe not. <laughs> and everything mm-hmm. like you can do all of that. All it yeah. takes is for one dickhead not to check his mirror, and that's that's you. Yeah. That's yeah. That, that's what bothers me. Cause I would ride a motorbike, but that I'm like, I, I know I'll be careful. Like it's when I go through people, a green <laughs> light. Bike. I look both ways. I don't depend on the other person stopping at the red light. Having said that, you can't be perfect. You know, like I stop at red lights. Who's to say the guy behind me also does? Yeah. You know, like it, you are taking a risk. That's just what's up. So uh, I don't know. It's just, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. That's what that other guy thought. That's what uh, the guy who felt like this guy thought. I was just That's what the. Oh. <laughs> That guy who got the top of his head chopped off, now he mm. looks like a real asshole. <laughs> he wasn't that asshole beforehand. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumbass. Dude, yeah. no. hat wearing motherfucker. <laughs> the, the, I think he might be bipolar. I don't know. The nastiest, grumpiest person on Facebook flies a paramotor, talks shit to everyone. He pulls my name out of a hat all the time. All the fucking time to, it has nothing to do with me, and he's like, "I bet fucking Matt Woodworth is going to come here and say something." Go, like, I haven't been in this forum in months. I Why hear that. Talking? I hear he's a real level-headed guy. Maybe fucking asshole who does nothing but start shit and talk down to people for years. Yeah, sometimes he loses his head on the ground, <laughs> and he chops fucking part of his head off with off the top of my head. I can't <laughs> think of any issues with what he's done. <laughs> and I tell <laughs> no one likes this guy. No. Nobody, He's deformed nobody, now. The local pilot. <laughs> What'd you say, Taylor? He's, he's deformed, deformed now. now. <laughs> but he's but it's almost like uh, a version of the Glasgow smile. It's showing, hey, don't trust this guy about <laughs> aviation tips because he's yeah, not reliable. Yeah, he's he needs one of those graduation caps, yep. you know, just flat on top. <laughs> so what, what was that what is it do you mean like a paraglider or some shit like that? Uh, Zach, can you pull up a picture of a paramotor? A cool it's one. A par- Um, the coolest one you can find (laughs) so it's like a paraglider which i guess you know except that there's a propeller on your back so you can launch from flat ground and fly up whereas paragliders have this is gonna be bad oh that's a trike yeah it 
Anyway, this one I think, I, know, I think I know what you mean. Where it's sort of like strapped on your back, like a jetpack kind of. Yeah, it's it's a backpack. Propeller. Eliminate the wheels and so the that, that that chopped the top tippy's head off. So uh-huh. when you start it, top of it, if it goes wrong and it like starts at full speed, it jumps at you, and it's really hard to hold it back because it comes at you and it twists. So like like you're a strong guy. If you put your hand on it, you'd think you could hold it, but when it comes at you and twists and tips. Even a strong person gets defeated by it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the amount of thrust they have is something like 130 pounds. So you're like, it's just hard, dude. 130 pounds on your best day. Maybe if it was a straight force, you could hold. But 130 pounds where it's twisting and pushing and you're getting yeah. get your head chopped off. Which well, is what happened. Good. Yeah. Nobody more deserving it just, than this. It just, uh, it just topped him. So he's not dead. It just like took a chunk out of the top. Yeah. You so now he's Bill? like, uh, now he's got like a Friar Tuck thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Kill Bill when she cut off the top of Lucy Lou's head? Yeah. It's exactly like that. That's what we're talking about. Or in Hannibal, uh, what? No, no, it was uh, it wasn't Red Dragon. It was the it was the third one, right? Yeah, it was called Hannibal. No, it was Hannibal, where he feeds yeah. him his brain. Oh, that's he a cuts the thing. He cuts the top of his head off and removes it, and then he like cuts a bit of brain out and fries it over there, and then gives it to him. Yeah, doesn't he? Wow. Feel, isn't it Ray Liotta? It's Ray Liotta. All right, that's why that scene works so well because Ray Liotta was awesome. I loved him. Man, that that might be, yeah, he yeah. died uh, within the last year. How old? That might be in his sixties, I think. By the way, there have, been, there have been a lot of a lot of mobster actors like dying recently. By the way, there's been a lot, like, mm-hmm. and even in just the last few months. What was it? Yeah. Uh, they Tony Serico. We all criticize Putin. The guy, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't. I don't know about this Putin guy. <laughs> that would be. Uh, he rewatching it. He's such a great character. I love love Paul. It, I love uh, Silvio. Silvio, man. He's he's the mm. he's the best guy in it. This is the even like the intervention for Maltesanti, but it goes. Your head was in the toilet and you were being sick. Disgusting. <laughs> but I said my piece. Your head was in the toilet. It was disgusting. Come on, Paula. You said nothing, nothing bad. He's, I've said my piece. <laughs> and like it's supposed to be a constructive dialogue, and it it actually ends with them stomping the shit yeah, out of him. Yeah, on the, yeah. They, they the like break his him. collarbone and get they no they fracture his skull. He has a hairline fracture in his skull when they get him to the ER. They and, went too and, hard. And, She's like, he's a very lucky man. It's just a fracture. And Tony's like, oh, good, good, good. And get, she's like, how did he How did he get hurt again? Tripped off at something? Yeah, yeah. Let me go talk to him. And immediately starts fucking strangling. If you ever do this and that again, I'm going to fucking kill you. If you or anybody else, you're fucking dead. And he's in that neck brace and everything. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, Tony. So I love that shit. It's so good. I Ray so Liotta good. has six more movies releasing? Good gosh. Wow. Oh, Jim's everyone, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. He saved the best for last. <laughs> Good fellas, no thanks. <laughs> Come on, this is gonna be some garbage. They call them uh what geezer teasers, right? When you, you get the old guy <laughs> who used to be famous on your cover, he says like 20 words in the movie, he gets a 90% of the budget, and he doesn't do anything. He's not integral to the plot. He's like the guy they go see halfway through to get their guns from him or something. What was the movie with um I can't. There were two great actors in it. One was Irish and one was a mobster. I think it was to Netflix. One was De Niro. The Irishman. The Irishman. The Irishman. Did you guys like it? No, I liked too it. long. Uh, yeah, it was too long. There was a lot of uh, 
It, it, I mean, it I, liked, right, I, I liked it, I liked it but it was movie. too long. I, I'll yeah. say that too. I, I enjoyed it, but it was too long. It had like a lot of that Scorsese shit where it's like, okay, this, this is just like for the vision of it, like for the art he perceives in this shot, like nothing's being advanced. And usually yeah. like, I enjoy when he throws that in there, it helps with world building, but there was a shit. It can be too much. You know, he used to do that breaking bad. Like I, I love breaking bad. I think it's one of the best TV shows that's ever been aired. And I like, and it ended well, which is rare, even on mm-hmm. great TV shows. But I can recall watching scenes play out in the reflection of a chrome door handle. <laughs> and I'm like, come the fuck are you're jacking yourself off with your cinematography. I hate that too. Like every <laughs> if it's if it's sprinkled in, if if once throughout breaking bad there was like a scene where it was in a mirror and then you realize it's in a mirror later. You're like, Oh, that's neat. That's a neat little uh-huh. trick of the camera. But, but every no, no. two episodes, it's like, all right, we're going to do this whole scene of junior talking to his mom in the rear view mirror of their Prius or whatever. I, I think they, I saw something filmed out the exhaust pipe one time. And I was like, Are you, like we're watching this scene through a paper towel roll. The whole time. Like, what are you doing? It's like, you're not going to break the immersion if you show them close. I know I'm not in the film. Like, <laughs> I don't need to sneak up on the protagonists. I'm aware of what I know what the score is here. Like, <laughs> there's it was no reason too much for it. Sometimes. It's, it's, it's like, it's to the point, like, I totally agree with you on this, that it is that their artsiness sometimes takes you out of the moment. Where if it was just you watching, you know, Walt and jesse talk or whatever you're in you're paying attention to what the characters are doing if it's from an exhaust pipe or a reflection in a chrome door handle you're not really paying attention to what's being said you're looking at the weird warped like like a funhouse mirror effect so yeah it, it less is more sometimes yeah yeah for sure i hear better call saul is tremendous I think, me know, too i need to try more of it finale's happening right now i think or it may have already happened you know uh wrapping that one up i should probably get on that thing um, I, I still I, haven't watched the end of the boys for some reason. I've just been uh, putting oh, it off. I yeah, I haven't seen the last episode yet. I need to get on that. Nice. Okay. I got on that. I got on for all mankind. and got really absorbed into that. I'm also absorbed in for all mankind. I I watched the boys on like on time. I liked it. It ended well, but it. I was calling the boys the best show on television for a while, but I feel like it's a little formulaic. And I had a prop look. You don't know anyone who likes sex scenes more than me in regular TV shows. True. Nobody. But I'm watching like some gratuitous shit sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, are you trying to shock me? Is this like when rap music discovered cursing in the 80s? Like it's not even <laughs> good right now. You're just doing this to do it. it like you're overdoing it. I, yeah. I, I, I'll take it out. I'll see. It's too much. I will say that um, I, I think that I hate to say it, but f- so there is a fourth season of For All Mankind coming, uh, mm. but the third season is is the worst season so far for sure. Okay, um, the first season's the, I think the second season might uh, first two are very the good. The first yeah. two are very very good. I think that the first season's the best. I, I think I would go with that, um, but the third kind of kind of the characters do a few things, and you're like, come on. I'm enjoying a little bit of the advanced game in For All Mankind. So in the first season, just getting to space is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Just getting to the moon is kind of hard. Having enough fuel to land on the moon is a tricky, can we pull this off sort of thing. In the second season, 
they're established. There's a base. It looks comfortable there. It looks like regular people who aren't astronauts could live in the space station. It's mm-hmm. it's it, you know it's it's mm-hmm. the end game. It's the part in Tarkov where you're rich. And I kind of like that it's not all about like, is this rocket even gonna li- leave the ground? Like, nah, yeah, um, we can do I that. think you lose a little bit of the adventure of the whole thing, but but what you gain is all the politics between Russia and the United States because, spoiler alert, the Russians want a base on the moon too. So now you got an American base and a Russian base, like on the same crater, even on, on the moon. And they're in the same place because that's where the, the water's been discovered. And the Americans fighting discovered for that resource. The, the water for people who don't watch the show. And at least in the parts I watched, feel entitled to it. Like, we found this water, it's ours. Yeah. And the Russians don't agree to that set of rules. They're like, this is the moon, no one owns it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, see, see, season three is interesting because just when you're starting to feel comfortable with the time period that they're in, it's like, ah, swinging 60s, all right. We hate women, and yeah, we'll allow <laughs> the black to fly, I suppose. And then all of a sudden, it's the fucking 80s, bro. The gays are the ones not getting treated right now. We got to get them in here. And then, like... Now I'm in the 90s, or I have been because I finished season three, and it's like it's a whole different group of group of people. There's a the part where the old white guys are like, just about what's in your pants nowadays. Sad face. Like they don't get to fly <laughs> their planes anymore. And it's like, yeah, it actually is, but that's okay because they're good at flying them too. So like, like I don't even mind that they've got the lady astronauts. It's like, look, that's what we're doing here. We're trying to, it's not just about who can build the best rockets, it's about whose way of living is superior. The, the communist Soviets or the or, or the Americans. Okay. And, and, and and it's like, if you're a woman in, in, in the United States and you're like, I don't know, in the Soviet Union, they send women to the motherfucking moon. That's where they are on the on the playing field over there. And it's like, yeah, we don't do that. I see here. your point, but I hate it. I like it merit. What if you're German, though? What if what if you're uh, in, in, uh, in um, West Germany and you're like, Soviets have their shit together. They're sending women to the moon. Mama, I want to be an astronaut. I think if I go over there, I've got a shot, you know. So they're they're playing that game. They're, they're, in they're, real they're, life, I've criticized the Biden administration for this. Like like yeah. when he picked his vice president, um, I think he picked her because she's a. He definitely said he was picking a woman, and he ended up picking the black, black woman, woman. Of co- a color. I believe he it was his credentials. Was oh, his did boy. he say he was going to pick a woman of color? A woman no, of color, I, I think, was what he said. I could be wrong. I thought he said just a woman, so. and he ended up picking both. Uh, I want to say the Supreme Court justice was going to be a woman of color. And he limited himself to just women of color for the Supreme Court justice. So there's like, like four applicants. There's four. <laughs> <laughs> she turns out she's immensely qualified. But I still feel like in terms of right and wrong, best available. That's the yeah. most fair, best system. Yep. To say best available amongst women of color, it's like, well, you've cut off a lot of good people. That's not yeah. the scheme. See, see what, it, 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 it's the, the reason that I don't like it is it's like, ah, we have appointed the first black, et cetera, et cetera. Like, and everyone's looking at that person going, that's the only reason why you're there. You know, it wasn't your hard work, your hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt going to university mm-hmm. for like six but fucking if, years. And all. But like, in the show, none of that. it was, you just, you were black. Congratulations. As, that, as, totally as a real world thing. Work. Mm-hmm. As a real world thing, obviously not in favor for it, but in the show, it's brilliant. It's what they need to do to, to okay. win this, this space race they're in. And if you look at like the black lady astronaut, might be the most honorable, selfless, very good, hardworking, credentialed. Well, they're not going to make her a dummy. 
Paul's right there. There's actually another. She's an astronaut. astronaut. <laughs> she gets last place in almost every category while she's training, but her husband's an astronaut and she's pretty, and that's why she sort of makes it to the end and gets. They the pick space. four. If, you, if you're last place in any of those, they just got to cut the the chaff. You shouldn't make it. They, 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 they were going to pick four no. women, yeah. and they picked <laughs> and they picked the three best and the one prettiest. Because it's about, like you said, the the point they wanted Nixon, because Nixon wants a girl astronaut to take her fucking visor off on the moon and to be pretty because we're we're gonna be this is somebody on the we're Cause, we're, cause we're, we're, we're making creating, TV here we're making propaganda we're making TV yes. here and he he yeah. wants a look a how pretty lady. our geniuses are even sexy not like these ugly <laughs> the Russian the Russian woman was pretty oh wait was she you think she was I thought I I, I didn't. When she lifted her visor, well, still I, didn't sent realize, a dog into space. I didn't know it was a woman. I didn't know it was a woman. They were like, it's a woman. And I'm like, that's the most unreasonable thing I've seen so far. <laughs> that guy, I mean, it's a woman. It doesn't look like a woman. She looks so plain faced and like prairie driven, like like like, like that pale wood, like yeah. chapped part. Like, Sarah like, plain and tall. <laughs> Sarah plain and tall up on the moon. But she's like, she's clearly like a, I don't know. She's got a full face, a wide, full Fucking slob uh, face, a crop picking in the middle of Nebraska face, or, or I guess in the middle more, of more like a Ukraine. Siberia, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a Ukrainian a... wheat farmer face, yeah, absolutely. There'd be there's tons of Ukrainians. Exactly. I'm looking for a picture of her. Yeah, if you search like Russian female astronaut on the moon, like I'm afraid I'll get a real one. I don't think they sent anybody to the moon. No. Yeah, well, there's never been a lady on the moon, so you you won't find any. Oh, wait, what am I thinking? <laughs> or there's, Russian? They, all right, yeah, I guess they didn't. They kind of we kind of backed off after, after you know the first four or five guys. Remember what? Um, what oh, uh, that's the late. That's an American lady. Look at her fucking. Yeah, I know our flag. Oh yeah, Zach I made the case that. on this one. I made yeah. that same mistake, Zach. <laughs> Crack the case on this one. Well, is this uh, On further review, isn't <laughs> an American flag. Fucking monocle adjustment for that one. Am I, did I pick the right person? I can't tell. I think that might be a real-life woman. But you, not you, know, you know how we, like, like we as humans... This is a real out. cosmonaut, Woody. <laughs> I mean, Google image search, I don't have a lot of details. It, well, that's a real... I mean, the article talks about how she was a cosmonaut. Oh, well, if you read the words, that's cheating. Valentina Tereshkova. In any case, very good show. I highly recommend Ooh. it to any of you who like uh, sci-fi, anything like that. It, it reminds me, like, I could see that, like, that maybe this is the Expanse universe, like, how it got its shit kicked off, maybe, mm -hmm. you know? The, the, the Expanse is another fun little uh, space show, but no, I dig this a lot. Um, I found it for real. I can see why Kyle you. and I didn't uh, line up, because you don't see her very well. You don't. Zach's it's about not, to show it to everyone. I'm like squinting at that, like that's a woman. I oh, think yeah, that's meant to be the real one. She looks so similar to me. Perhaps. Oh, they may have honored the real cosmonaut by making her the one who would have gone up there because they did that right? with um, one of the characters, um, the Cobb character, Sally Cobb. You know, the real, the, the best of the ladies. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a real. She really was, I believe, part of that Mercury program that they described early on with uh, women and like. like and and so what they've done by rewriting history is like taking the person who was actually in that position mm -hmm. to get that job and giving it to them. And I want to say John Glenn is not in there, but they talk about him all the time and oh, describe yeah. his personality. And I, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, yeah. So, and that, that guy who runs the space center with that flat top haircut, I 
either that was a real Deke? popular haircut or they've not Deke, the the one before him um uh, he looks dude. just like uh, it's that haircut you always see, like when a guy's running NASA, even Apollo 13. Um, I can't <laughs> think of the actor's name, but uh, same fucking awful flat top. I'm glad that's not a thing anymore for. Well, I mean, your friend's got a flat top, but that's not a choice he made. <laughs> no, no, and it's I... not his friend. As <laughs> <laughs> a foe, he's a oh, come on. They're, they're pals. The Garrett <laughs> and his ash. That guy, he's, he talks shit about me. I accuse him of having uh, like CTE and ask him how he got it. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna need hair plugs soon is it just smooth up there or what definitely not smooth no he doesn't want to show it i just know that it's not round like show gonna... it you coward yeah <laughs> take your Zach, hat pull off. up the picture from um search the great outdoors bald bear i mean I, this is what i this is what he looks like this is what he looks like <laughs> I picture it in my head uh it's so funny oh i'm it, it's real good when people who, who are kind of dicks or whatever get their comeuppance a little bit especially like like this way because this is I mean, this is the guy who's like, ah, oh, you're you're flying your armchair wrong. Your lawn chair's going up too fast. Dude. And then like he cuts the top of his skull off with his armchair. He has nothing positive to say ever. And he's constantly ripping. And he rips on me in particular when I'm not even in the conversation. He just pulls me in for no reason. <laughs> Look at this bear. <laughs> Real life. This guy flew a paramotor. Yeah, poor bear. Uh, John Candy shot that bear with a shotgun. That's a good movie. I saw it. I've seen it more than once. Johnny Candy, it's a, it's a, it's a, That was a family uh, like like flick that we'd watch a lot. I think when it was a John Williams movie. John Candy, when I was a kid, was impossibly fat. Like, can you pull up a full body picture of John Candy? It was like you didn't know he's three hundred plus. Yeah, he's I'm a big boy. I I need to oh. see him because in my <laughs> recollection, he's like. Um, That's okay. You can laugh at me. Do you remember the Goonies? <laughs> there was a guy named. I'm an easy joke. Chubby or something like that. <laughs> what was his the Goonies? Uh, oh, uh, fuck. Do the what, Truffle what the Shuffle. What, what? The Truffle Shuffle. Yeah, that guy. If you see that kid now, he's hardly fat by today's standards. <laughs> and I, yeah. I feel like John Candy would be the same thing. Let's see. Okay, no? he's a big guy. He's, he's... No, that's a, he was always a real fat man. Is um, he? But he's like Chris Farley fat. Not yeah. Also an obese man. But... Yeah. Also look, if I go, there to... are super obese who can barely make it out of their homes. I, I, I look, we know one. I mean, he's but, standing. But he's the, the man's upright. <laughs> I actually called Wings today. I know you're talking. I know you're thinking of oh, him. Yeah, I, uh, I owed him a call. He, he texted me and he, he texted me again yesterday, and I was like, I am not being who I aspire to be. And we talked about it. <sighs> he told me some privileged stuff, and I. Don't recall like what was on and off the record, but my goodness, the trolls are after him right now in a way that doesn't seem fair. Like uh, the punishment doesn't fit the crime, man. They're going so hard. And For I, what? What now? I don't know what's new, and I don't there isn't really anything new. They take it's some the things thing. out of context. Uh, you know, they they they. Wings of Redemption is not a pedophile. Like, we've said that on the show all the time. Like. Yeah. They, if you want to get, if you want to say Wings of Redemption got uh, irrationally mad at a teammate for not being good enough at Rainbow Six, okay, okay, I, I believe you. I believe it. Like, all right, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there was one time, and he he like looks back on it, and he's like, it wasn't a good look. I get it. There there was these two girls in a lobby and they were being all flirty and that was the vibe of the room. And they said something about going over to his place. And he said, you better drive real slow. So you're 18 when you get here. That's not pedophile. Look, it's not a good look. 
we can all agree it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. But to like go bonkers and alert authorities or like um you know stream that, elements. That was more cringe to me than anything because he wasn't like I'll say this, like 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 that I've heard that whole conversation, and that's not just some girl in a lobby. That's like their Discord friend who they've been hanging out with every night. And it's like I get in, I jump in Discord and I hang out with a whole group of guys. There ain't no children in there. And if there are, I don't mm-hmm. know it. And if there are, they're not girls. And mm-hmm. if they are, I'm not hitting on them. All right. Like, like, like <laughs> I'm not saying shit. If a fucking 16 year old girl pops into my Discord chat over here while we're playing Tarkov, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, we need to talk to you about be about being in here. I'm not sure if it's such a good idea, Miss Little Miss. <laughs> yeah, <or Miss>. not. <laughs> like, like, like I want to talk to your mom. Like, like we, we gotta talk about this. We need to yeah. know, make sure she oh, knows you, your parents. You home. should do. You should do what we did. We we had a, we had a clear out. By the way, we we had a fucking excellent clear out. You trick them. You say oh, my Discord server strictly over eighteen, mm-hmm. and we one day went. Same. Okay, we're all we're on the rules. Like, if you're if you're over fifteen, then you can be in here. And we were like, so go on, what one of you's were lying? And everyone's like, I'm really sixteen. I'm really seventeen. Ban, 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 And they all fucking fell for it. They all fell for it, man. Yeah, we, because we, they're we all, yeah, exactly. So we were like, because the problem is the mods were getting sick of doing that scene for fucking life of Brian. Like, are there any women here today? Like that type of thing, right? Because you're going the way some of these people are acting. I can't tell if it's standard internet autism or if these are some people that should not fucking be in here so we did that shit tons of them fucking fell for it and we just banned every single one of them yeah, yeah i remember I, there was I, a guy I, in the 50 dollar yeah. hangout we do this hangout at the, at the um at the show i just looked at my calendar it's not time i'm okay <laughs> but we have a we have a we have a hangout and somebody looked under 18 and we were all like you you they provided id <laughs> like we yeah. had they had to prove they were because this is not a place for kids like, bro how old are you Fucking 19. Fucking prove it. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Run them papers. Let's see. Because you look, you look 15, bro. I can't be having a conversation with you in here. Yeah. And look, look, he didn't mean anything by it, but damn, it was creepy watching him mac on a child. Like, like, and that's what's happening. <laughs> I, like, I watched him mac on a child, and I'm like, he's almost exactly my age. And and look, I don't think there's anything right wrong with dating. If everybody's an 18 year old uh, adult or whatever, like, like, I got no problem with any of that. I don't date any 18 year olds, just so we're clear. But goddamn. I'm not macking on no 17-year-olds on Discord or whatever while we're playing a video game yeah. together. But I, I, I thought the not. line, drive real like slow so you're 18 when you get here, it just, the crime doesn't fit this punch. Uh, he's like talking about his dicks anyway. Oh, maybe there's more to it. I don't know. Uh, but He's um, not a pedophile is what it comes down to. What it comes down to is he's a buffoon. <laughs> Treat him like a buffoon, not like a pedophile, all right? Make fun of his intelligence. Do that. Make fun of his weight, but don't make up evil shit. <laughs> like he, he doesn't. What other he, ideas do you have? Kyle? <laughs> make I fun thought of this that. was going to be beneficial. Make to fun of the way he waddles when he walks. You know the way his thighs rub against each other. Ask him if he has to lubricate them, and if so, well, chafing is no joke. Chafing is no joke. That's why we recommend only silicone wet platinum lubricant for your giant fat thighs that rub together. We know they're bald, by the way, boy. Um, look, he's not a pedophile. He's a fucking buffoon. Treat him like one, but don't frame him as a pedophile. God damn. Because here's, and here's the worst part. I know nobody gives a shit, but there's some actual pedophiles and we should focus on getting them out of like 
I don't I don't want to say our community, but just the fucking internet because it seems like there's a lot of them. The internet and I always community. make we always talk about it. And it's like why are there so many pedophiles? It's like I don't know, but there really fucking are because they're just there were like eighty more pedophiles taken out in Charlotte, North Carolina sting, and it's like wait, there were eighty in Charlotte that all knew this all in the same circle, like all hanging out together, like knowing the same people. Oh, you know Joe? Yeah, I know Joe. You, you yeah, know Mike. Yeah, I know Mike. <laughs> Ah, you ever go by the basement of the laundromat <laughs> on Third Street on Saturday nights? You're goddamn right. And they do that pedophile fist bump or whatever yeah. they do. Like, he's my he's my son's god, like godfather. <laughs> and we go to the same rape circle. Like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. You know, like, 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 but, but, you know, save that evil shit for them. There's plenty of, like, actual pedophiles, like EDP or whatever, that you could be focusing your, your evil do you know, on. Do, do you know that no, not knowing pedophiles, like, pedophiles knowing each other, do you know that's the only reason that Jared Fogel, fucking Subway Jared, got caught? Yeah, he, no, he was in a no. big network of, like, like child porn sharing well, but- and... This, this is the weird shit. Like, see, see when it first came out, you know, Sub, Subway Jared is a fucking nonce and all that, man. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, I like my children like I like my Sub 6 and 12 huh? and like all this type of shit, right? <laughs> the thing that was doing the rounds was that <laughs> fucking phone call with that fucking journalist. Did you hear that phone call? No, right? I never listened to it. Basically, Jared was Jared used to do trips to like schools because at first I just decided to read up on this shit one night because I thought this recorded phone call is why he got fucking caught right but he was doing trips to schools to teach kids to eat fresh and eat healthy and he did the thing eat with the fresh. pants and like, all that <laughs> shit man right yeah but he was standing next to a journalist and apparently he started making like really inappropriate comments about the school girls right and then it was this whole sort of ha 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 i haven't decided if i'm joking or not i'm trying to gauge how you feel about yeah. this like weird shit right the journalist kind of thought right something's here so i'm gonna like pretend to be into this shit and then and then she ended up having like a bit of a relationship with jared there was text there was emails and there was a phone call and i'll say to anyone watching don't listen to the phone call <laughs> do not <laughs> listen to the phone call it's fucked up right he, oh he i've said, heard yeah, that yeah, is that and when she's like, like picking it out of him, like what he's into yeah, and stuff? Yeah, and she's getting to me say he's trying to get her to say like sexy stuff about that type of thing, and he says some horrible shit. And by the way, the journalist deserves an award for being able to stay in character throughout the whole thing because there's even sometimes that she almost breaks. Right, you see, he says something horrible, and you hear her mm-hmm. going like, "Oh, that." That's that's hard. <laughs> She's trying her fucking hardest right now. See that phone call? That happened four years before Jared actually got caught. Wow. Did now, Jared you- actually have interactions with real life children or was it all about pictures and stuff? The uh there was allegedly he he liked to go on holiday to Thailand a lot. <laughs> So yeah, those yeah. So he ladies. was mo- he was is molesting it, children. Serious question: yeah, Is it yeah. legal there? No, no, it's not legal. But apparently, it's one of those things where if you pay the police enough, apparently they look away. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. But basically, that is how, fucked up. How she, much? She. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is. Are we, this talking, is so... are we talking about like one hundred twenty-five thousand made-up currency? Is one of those ten dollars? <laughs> that's a lot of money to that. This is so hilariously on the nose. I'm looking at his transcripts, and it's like he went into this with the goal of like, I want to make sure my my pro- the prosecutors are home by dinner. Like yeah, because uh, it, yeah, it says fucking... like. Uh, there's a, a prostitute, or a prostitute, pretend one, 
And he said to them, I'm horny again. Is your Asian friend available? Then he followed up with, I can pay you a little finder's fee. I'll pay you big for a 14 or 15 year old. Then they yeah. said, maybe. And he said, depends on if, if they if they can prove their age. If they can and you can get me 16 or below, I'll give you 400 at least. He asked again, do you have access to any young girls like 15 or 16? Because that's what I crave. I would hook you up nicely if you did like that. He just out, out and out saying like looking for for wow. kids. right away. See, what see, I see took those, from see that. Those, see those messages. Sorry. What a what right away when I took from that. Jared is not a baller at all. He was like, I'll pay you big and mentioned 400 fucking dollars. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard when I heard that, I was like, what, like seven to fifteen thousand dollars is what I was picturing in my head that you'd like slip somebody for like finding you a 16 year old Asian girl. He's mm -hmm. talking about 400 fucking dollars. Cheapskate. This this was the weird shit. Like, see that phone call. You would imagine, like, once that phone call came out, get like that's it. It's done. It's fucking over. Right? Oh. He's he's fucked. Mm. But he lost all right. that weight for nothing. She <laughs> she gave it to fucking Subway. She fucking and then basically because she she also gave it to the feds. Gave it and to the, Subway. And, and and the feds went. That's not enough for us to go on. He's just talking about mm -hmm. shit. He's not actually doing it. Right? But that should have been it over. But then Subway apparently were getting like complaints apparently he was making really inappropriate comments about staff and their children and blah 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 and all that and that these Good date God. back to like 2004 right and then the subway apparently said something like well technically he's not an employee so like we can't fire him mm -hmm. and all this shit right and weird shit like that now the only reason he actually got caught years later is i, I think it's those messages you just read out another guy got caught and this guy was like a manufacturer. He like made the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I don't want to talk about it. But basically, he had a computer with all of his customers that he was dealing with it in. It was like selling it all to mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But he was also the co-owner of a charity with Jared. And when they caught that guy, they went on his computer and found the messages to Jared of him trying to actually select and then solicit and then send him pictures, blah blah blah. And that's the thing is seeing those four years. Those four years after that phone call, who fucking knows what Jared got up to? Oh, a lot. Who That's why knows? Jimmy John's, god damn it. A yeah. pedophile. Quiznos doesn't employ rapists. No, they don't. <laughs> Dude, can I just say Quiznos is so delicious? That number one sandwich, they put that olive paste on there. That's some good shit. They should change so their tagline to like zero children raped since 1962. I would like love that. Their, like whatever <laughs> yeah. their founding date was. No, 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 no. no. Like, 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 it would be like 27,000 days without a child rape. <laughs> yeah. I was just, just going to say, like, everyone should probably like focus on going to a sandwich shop that doesn't promote a pedophile. And everyone's like, oh, but their sandwiches are really good. The sandwiches, yeah. oh, <laughs> sandwiches are fucking great, man. Yeah. It was that time where like Subway convinced everyone that's like, I'm trying to lose weight. I need a loaf of bread. <laughs> 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 I, need, I need a whole loaf of bread and turkey with an impossibly low amount of protein in it. That's what I need. <laughs> sure oh, right. Their meat is so depressing. Well, yes. I think we're going to call it a show. Dank, where can everybody find you? All your all your stuff. In my fucking bed. I'm so fucking tired, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's four in the well, morning here. This is way past my bedtime. Thank you for sticking uh, in there. We really appreciate it. Yeah, oh, it's cool. We really you enjoyed can... you. Yeah, Thanks, very funny thank you, man. Uh, you can find me Count Dankula on YouTube. Don't follow me on Twitter. My behavior on Twitter is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. PKA six oh nine.